Alright, well welcome everybody to another exciting episode of the Collector Cast. Uh, episode 15, can you imagine we've done this for a little over a year now? 15 episodes. That's a long Isn't time, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, what, like to us, but that's 10 episodes for you, Bill. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost, uh, What's what's? I think year one is paper. <laughs> right? Uh, so. Well, I'll find like a... a Torn apart NES manual or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. No. No greeting cards. It has to be like a piece of paper. Have like no cover. Or just you know. yeah. Like like a torn cover. Game Informer issue sixty seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, welcome everybody to uh, another show. And um, like we always like to do right at the top, I wanted to say hello. I've uh, not that we've already chit chat a little bit, but again, as always, I'm I'm Duke Togo, and joining me. Uh, I don't really have any fancy intros today. I guess I was too lazy to think of it. So, uh, Bill. Hey, Bill. Yep, Bill's here. Yeah, Bill. And, uh, and Mr. Crab. He's here, Crab too. Master. All right. All right. That's good enough. People know who we are. I think if you've been listening this long, you know who we are. And if you haven't been listening this long, go back and listen to some other episodes. Yeah. We'll I mean, ourselves better. I, I think most people, when they listen to one episode and they're like, yeah, I got to get on this train, they tend to go back to, like, episode one and catch up. Okay, don't um, do that. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at your own at your own risk. It's don't say. It, you know what? There's a really good one where they had a dude on like an interview talking about like 32x stuff. Find that episode and start there. <laughs> I think you know probably by what? I think episodes like two and three were one wasn't bad. I thought one was good. Well, one wasn't bad. I think two and three were better. And five, you know, well, we had that Bill guy on. And, yeah, and and man, we and man, still fifteen. Haven't recovered. To, <laughs> <laughs> just just you wait what see what 15 has in store that's right we're gonna blow your mind <laughs> or something like that i'll probably blow a few hours um but uh a couple places where you can find us well number one we are at collectorcast.com so you can track us down and find us there uh where else can people find us bill uh twitter uh collectorcast uh, hit us on there um, we share that twitter account we try to uh you know let you know who's tweeting when we tweet on that uh, account um, and that also links to uh, the next place you can find us, Crabbe. Is that Facebook? That is Facebook. Nice. Got it. A, a place where Crabby is on neither of those two. So two-thirds <laughs> of us. Two-thirds of us participate. Yeah. And then you can yeah. get Crabby on Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> Carrier pigeon, yeah. I think. Here's my suggestion. Um, just shame Crabby into making him actually use social media. Or if you want to talk to me, you can just go to RF Generation, and I'm always around there. That's true. Yeah. He is. It's like, it's like a stuff. form of social media. Kind of like ancient social media. I'm okay with right? that. <laughs> Where it, Canada hasn't quite moved into the 21st century quite yet, so maybe yeah. you're you're catching up. Right? I can't. My dial-up can't keep up with all the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like. Do you have like rodents running in cages to power the whole setup? Is that <laughs> they, they get tired? They need a break once in a while. They die. You got to find a new one. You know how it is. There you go. Uh, and a couple places uh, elsewhere people can find the show. So uh, where can they where can they download the show from, Bill? Um, I use iTunes myself because uh, uh, what I like to do is I like to let the show know how much I you know value the quality by reviewing that show on iTunes because I know how important those reviews are to making sure that the show uh, gets seen by as many people as possible who like awesome shows. Yeah, no, definitely we. Uh... We certainly appreciate when people go over there and rate us and give us reviews and foreshadowing. We'll talk a little more about that. <laughs> uh, where else, Craig? Where else do people get uh, the show? The old YouTubes. That's your kind of home base, right? Yeah. 
I like the YouTube. I, I can get used to that one. So I'll, I'll eventually migrate to the other two once no one's using them anymore. <laughs> the, the, the best thing about Kravi's YouTube is that he uses a VCR to get stuff there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I do not. I just use the RF. I like the RF more than the AV cords. That's get the little fuzz funny. when you start them up. Uh, and one other place you can catch the show if you prefer on your um, smart devices is Stitcher. So if you download the Stitcher app, uh, stitcher.com forward slash, forward slash RF Generation, you can find us there. Do us a favor and enter the promo code RF Generation. We would uh, we'd certainly appreciate that. You know, we have, we've got a couple um, reviews on iTunes. I thought maybe we'd take a minute to recognize those kind folks that took the two seconds to jot a little bit something in. So Me and Krabby. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if these are your names, you're like your pen names, right? No, no, yeah. So um, first off is from uh, Joel Gilliam. We're a little late to the party, but he wrote this back in November 16th of last year. Wow, <laughs> we are late. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure his life has just changed. Forever. Maybe. Maybe he's dumped us by now. But uh, <laughs> the, he says that's uh, for for game collector enthusiasts. Gave five stars, and that's what he had to say. He said, "Awesome podcast." Just really fun to hear about what other collectors have found out in the wild. And the guys have a good sense of humor and a deep knowledge of the subject. Highly recommended. Wow, and awesome. How you like that? What a nice guy. Yeah, and then he lends us into more uh, episodes and then um, found out what we're really all about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Joel Gilliam, if you're still listening. That was really nice, Joel. I hope he's still nice. listening. That was very nice. And... Um, uh, next, uh, from a prompt, I'm going to take it that's a username, uh, back on March 31st of this year. Great show, five stars. And uh, what he had to say was, really easy to get into and great tips on collecting. I'm going to start collecting now, and we'll hit up your sale threads to fund your future buys. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Duke's got an Aladdin, I think, for sale. I do, I do. And it says, <laughs> we'll be joining RF Generation very soon. So, hopefully he did. Maybe, I don't re- remember an a prompt, but maybe he came under a different, um, a different name. Maybe he came under DOS user. Who knows, right? Mm. But, um, thanks, guys. Really appreciate you guys taking the time to rate us. And, um, you know, a few other people have, have given us ratings, which we appreciate, maybe not written anything out. But, you know, if you guys uh, have two seconds, go over there and, and write a nice review. Let people know what you think of the show. Um, if you don't like the show, then don't. <laughs> write a review. No, no, yeah. If you don't like the show, it's it's called it's not called the RF Generation Collector Cast. It's called something else. Yeah. Giant Bombcast, I think. Is what yeah. That show's called. If you want to write a review of that one, feel free. Oh, but seriously, thanks, thanks very much. And um, something kind of uh, akin to that is we we got a donation, guys. Woo! We Yay! love money. Well, we get so many of those, I get them mis- I misplace them sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, you know the money just flows in like like a tap. Yep. <laughs> I think just, what I we should do dropped. is um you know I heard about this wacky thing where you start a Kickstarter for like ten bucks and then you put crazy stretch goals to fund your podcast. You I, I I read this great review uh, like article on how to do a Kickstarter and <laughs> like every other tip in it was just so you know it won't go viral. And then like then the next tip was something real and the next tip was like seriously it's not going to go viral and then another tip and another it said listen to me. I know you think it's going to go viral because like 50 of them have, but there's 40 million of them out there. It's not going to go viral. So if, yeah. if, if, if it were only that easy, start a Kickstarter, 80 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that in our future and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll still be happy to provide you the show at our expense, but we do certainly appreciate it if you would like to donate. So um, 
We did get a donation from um, Justin, who goes by High Wind. He recently joined RFGeneration.com. And we'll be mentioning him a little bit later in small scores. But thank you very much, Justin, for the donation. We really appreciate it. We definitely Absolutely do. Absolutely we do. Yeah. And if you want to donate, hey, you always got to hit people up for money, right? Yep. Um, just go to CollectorCast.com. There's a PayPal donate button right there. You know, even if you want to give one thin dollar or... Yeah. Canadian loony or toony or whatever the heck those things are. We got them both. <laughs> we would love it. You know, just uh, anything is great. We don't have to have any kind of crazy donation. We really appreciate anything you'd like to do. Right, and and I, I mean, we can we can honestly say that none of this money goes into any of our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> no, the money goes the opposite direction. Quite honestly, yeah. the, the the money makes it so slightly less money comes out of our pockets to make the show. Yep, yep, pretty much. Uh, but which we're happy to do. You know, don't get us wrong. We love sure. the show, and, and we'll do, continue to do it even if it makes us a little more broke. But that's all right. Um, we're the best. We'll be the best homeless podcast. <laughs> <of the day. laughs> that's right. With our 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 big cardboard box full of lots of little cardboard boxes. Yeah, that you can walk around in, like, uh, you know, and then people have, like, question marks over their heads. <laughs> so, very good. Um, now, a couple things have been going on with the RF Gen community at large, right? Yeah, we have, um, uh, uh, if you're if you're alluding to, if you're foreshadowing mm. uh, the, the uh, community playthrough, um, Krabby actually, uh, 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 Krabby, was it uh, Arkham uh, Asylum that you guys played through last month? It was, yep. Yeah, so our, so um, um, a bunch of sites have done this before, you know, community playthrough where a bunch of people kind of get together and play through the same game and kind of talk about their experience. Maybe it's something new, maybe it's something they've gone back to, but just a fun thing to do all together. So a few people thought it might be fun to try to make this a monthly thing. Um, and you might have seen the thread if you're if you're a member on RFN, but uh, since Krabby is going to be very busy uh, for the next, uh, you know, for foreseeable future month or so, um, Fleech, one of our... Uh, uh, up-and-coming members uh, trying to get more involved uh, has, you know, thought it'd be a good idea to try to make this uh, make this thing happen. So him and I have been uh, trying to figure out what might be a cool thing to do. Um, so Arkham Asylum, obviously, it's a couple of years old, but it's pretty. I think you consider it like a current game, like a current gen game. So we thought we'd go back retro. Um, now we chose three games, uh, and everyone's already said exactly what we knew they were going to say. Uh, these <laughs> games are really short. <laughs> You can beat these games that's in a sitting. That's the idea. Exactly. You can beat these games in a sitting or two. It's like, well, that's it. Like, we know that some members don't have, you know, hours and hours as much as they'd like to, uh, to sit down and play games. So, uh, and we wanted to go back, uh, uh retro to the 16 uh, bit days of, uh, the amazing, uh, Disney, uh, Virgin Interactive games. So, um, we decided on The Lion King, uh, uh, for, you know, either Genesis or Super Nintendo. I know there, uh, there's, there's differences, but whichever you prefer. Uh, Aladdin. Same thing, Genesis or Super Nintendo, and a Goof Troop, which is one I've never played, but uh, Fleets told me uh, has kind of like a, a top-down Zelda uh, feel to it. So, uh, if you're interested in playing those, this show um, should be released to the general public, uh, hopefully by at the latest early June, uh, hopefully before that. Um, so yeah, so uh, and Goof Troop, uh, which is uh, Fleets told me it's kind of like a top-down uh, Zelda adventure type theme. Um, so, uh, we are going to be, uh, uh, you know, it's trying to do this every month. So th these are the games for June. Um, so if you don't have them, pick them up. They're fairly common. So you should be able to find without too much trouble. Uh, I think we foreshadowed that Duke might have at least one of these games in this for sale thread. I do have Aladdin for Super Nintendo. Nice. 
Nice. And, uh, and like we said, these games are not terribly long. Um, you can, you know, you can beat Lion King and Aladdin in one sitting, uh, you know, even if you have to learn the game a little bit. And they're just, you know, they're just fun platformers. And then, uh, Goof Troop, uh, I haven't played, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, for the people who do have lots of free time or maybe want to go after a challenge or two, um, we just decided that we're going to be posting, uh, kind of like a list of goals or achievements. So for you guys who want to try to beat a level, like while taking no damage, or, you know, collecting all the bugs in a Lion King, uh, you know, bonus level or all the jewels in one of the uh, Abu bonus stages. Um, we're going to put uh, a handful of challenges together just so, uh, you know, people who really want to go after the games can. And uh, we are going to post a poll. We're going to have a vote for the next, uh, for the July game. And uh, I can promise the July game will not be a short game, nor one you can finish in one sitting. Mass Effect 3. All right. Nope. Yeah. All right. Challenge <laughs> taken. I'm going to have to one sitting this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sounds and, pretty cool. Yeah. No. No. We're we're excited and and big 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 thanks to Fleets for stepping up and uh, uh, helping out. And I'm sure that uh, uh, we've already got like a half dozen at least uh, people uh, uh, you know uh, in for this one. So probably get a pretty decent turnout. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we mentioned it on the last show, but um, we're going to be live, right, Bill? Live. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a better live uh, announcement <laughs> voice than that. This is what you get to look live. forward to. Live from <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have like wrestling intro intro music. Uh, I'm sure by then. Uh, but yeah, too many games. Um, so uh, if you're not familiar with the show, uh, go to too many It is uh, June 14th, 15th, and 16th, uh, which is why I really hope we get the show out in time for you to hear about it. Um, so right now, and it's in Philadelphia. Uh, so if you're in uh, the area or you want to come down and, uh, you know, hang out for, you know, one day, two day, all three days, um, it's not, an ex- it's not an expensive show. Three day pass is 25 bucks. Um, and then, uh, Sunday and Saturday are 15 and $20 if you just want to come for the one day. So the three day, de- three day pass is a pretty good deal. Um, I just found out just from looking through the, uh, you know, some of the other things going on. Power Glove's going to be there. Nice. Uh, if you guys, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. I love those yeah, guys. Yeah. If you guys. <laughs> So, I mean, most of you guys probably already know about Power Glove. I did not realize Power Glove did the soundtrack for Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. I didn't know that either. That's awesome. And it is awesome. So, yeah, so that's going to be a fun show. Um, and so, yeah, check out the, the website, TooManyGames.com. Our show has, uh, uh, I'm glad we mentioned last time that we're tentatively scheduled <laughs> because we did get bumped back one hour. So the good news is you'll be early, not late, um, <laughs> if you come at the original time. So we're, we're now Saturday at 1 p.m., uh, if you're, if you're planning on coming in, just, you know, just check out the, uh, we'll be on all the schedules and I'm sure we'll be posted on the panel room there, but Saturday at one to 2 PM, uh, we're going to be doing a uh, live show and, uh, um, we're going to have people tweeting in pictures of the cool stuff that they've grabbed at the show so far. Cause there's going to be a lot of vendors. Um, they said more vendors this year than they've ever had before. So hopefully a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So make sure you, if you're going that you, you know. Tweet us some pics, so that way we don't have to just sit and talk about all our cool stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and uh, I, I can already tell you, spoiler alert, what Duke's probably going to be uh, picking up uh, before oh, the show. Oh, yes. Have you heard, has anyone else heard about the uh, uh, there's a new NES game and a new Master System game being released at the there show? There is Ooh. two new homebrews, and I think this, to my knowledge, is the first Sega Master System homebrew release. So got to get out you got to pick them up they're pretty reasonably priced and i know prices for dragon's feet which came out at the show last year had a special edition just for that show later came out in another one for nintendo age 
the prices have been pretty good yeah. on that one. So <laughs> yeah, the, the market is up. <laughs> yeah, I'm only I'll be picking a couple copies up. So uh, you know, you might want to make sure to stop over there, check them out. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, new NES games, that's always happy for me. And you know, if you're going to be there and just uh, you know catch us on Twitter or something, let us know. We'll be happy to uh, say hey. Yeah, well, uh, you know, just hit us on CollectorCast. Uh, any, anything we just mentioned, the Facebook page, RF Generation. Anybody wants to meet up, you let us know, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, it'll be lots of fun. We'll be there for all three days, um, at least part of Sunday, maybe not the whole thing, but we'll be definitely there Friday and Saturday. And time. I think, and I think I might be able to guarantee uh, that if you're an Assimilate fan, yes, you're, you're gonna be pretty happy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Assimilate creator John White gonna be there he's gonna be tagging along so yeah riding our coattails <laughs> i don't know he'll probably be having a lot of fun i'm sure he's got his own coattails to worry about no he does <laughs> so good um well yeah uh, but yeah we really hope to see uh i mean i've i've uh i've mentioned a few times that some of the shows we've been to in the past uh if anybody ends up you know going out there but uh i mean rf10 we have a lot of members spread across uh you know i mean not just the country but you know it's starting to get you know a lot of attention uh, in the Australias and the, and the Japans, and yeah, it's it's really interesting to see some of the some of the traffic. So very very interested to to you know meet some of the the people who uh, enjoy the show and enjoy the site. Certainly. Well, speaking of the show, uh, let's get on with uh, the next part. All right, I'm gonna kick it with my good buddy uh, Techie four one three. Um, so if if you're if you're new to the site. Techie's a great guy. You'll 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 learn very quickly that he's great, but at the same time, you're angry because he finds all the stuff that you kind of wish you could find. Um, I don't think anyone wishes for, they found Engage stuff, except for this first thing I was going to say. Yeah. So uh, and who fixed who fixed en- the spelling when it said I don't remember. Congratulations. <laughs> I have I have spell check and I right click all the the red lines. Nobody right clicked that red line. Pro. I've been waiting for it. Someone changed it. Or a pro <laughs> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also we we call each other out on spelling mistakes so uh Krabby's just a little upset because i got to fix it before <laughs> <he got> it. <laughs> so so techie um who's uh my my sad sad anaheim ducks fan because they just got eliminated i feel his pain um he got, he got an n-gauge t-shirt and five and complete n-gauge games and he said he's really close to a complete N-Gage set. You know, I, either I'm having deja vu or we talked about this last time. Because I remember oh, the awesome N-Gage shirt. I just remember that shirt. Oh, sorry, because someone told me we left off on page 691. No, we might have. I, I'm, I, that that does I'm sound familiar. Maybe I'm just reliving a dream. You want to start off? You want to engage every No, no, let's, no, that's good. Let's let's go. Let's go. All right, so we're we're gonna run off the assumption that this is, this has not been talked about, and if so it's it, just so awesome. We had to talk. And about Duke was just dreaming about it. That's right. So um, and uh, the virtual boy uh, uh that he picked up, uh, it was just a parts. I think it was just the body and the controller. Yeah. Um, and he said it was gonna be for parts. Uh, so foreshadowing. <laughs> we'll just hold on to that for a little bit. And he's got a Mario Tennis uh, cart and the Baldur's Gate collection. Um, if you're a PC person, you know all about Baldur's Gate. If you're not a PC person, um, I believe Baldur's Gate was on the PS2, right, Crab? Um, Dark Alliance one and two, yeah. Yeah, so so they they were there. I, they're I mean, they're, they're quite different, different, yeah, but they're really good games. Yeah. I liked them. So yeah. PC, so PC, they're really politically correct. Is that the, is that the deal? Ex- extremely. Oh, you'll okay. you'll you'll never hear them. It's like everything's just like oh, just say something the way you mean it for oh. once. 
How do you so, put those uh, discs into the Nintendo? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it well, it the, the same way. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I had something smartass, but I'm not going to bother. Uh, so, and then some Atari carts, um, including Gorf. Gorf is cool. You guys familiar with Gorf? I do yeah. know Gorf, actually. Yes, I've got a Gorf on my ColecoVision. Oh, very cool. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. Uh, magical, <laughs> Magic, was that the Magical Mystery Mall? Is that the best one in the series? Uh, no, Sweet 16 License to Drive is. Obviously. Uh, okay. Well, you know, that's not what we're saying on the Magical Mystery Forums. But <laughs> you, you guys and your, it together. and your. <laughs> the whole Mary Kate and Ashley thing was always really disturbing to me. Am I the only one? No, you're, you know, you, it, this, it's, it, I don't think it's as disturbing as Bronies, but it's, it's up there. Yeah, it always gave me that feeling like, this is somehow really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> My sister used to have some of their, like, cassettes where they sang songs. And when we'd go on, like, road trips, everyone, you know, someone got to pick the music, then the next person, the next person. So we'd always have to listen to, like, an hour of Mary Kate and Ashley singing songs about nice. broccoli. And, oh, I yeah. I didn't. I didn't know Canada had democracy. Eh. It's pretty cool. All right, we're moving <laughs> on, right? <laughs> what about Cube World? What about it? Uh, are you into it? Is it's it your a, thing? It's a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know about this thing. I don't know if I would want to be in a world of cubes, <laughs> unless they were game cubes. Ooh. If you duct tape a couple of those together, then you'd be in a cube world. You'd be in the Wii world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Add one more and you're in the Wii U world. <laughs> Full circle. Well, right, next, you got something actually I think is really awesome. Me too. Yeah, I was going to let you take this because you were just saying uh, uh, recently that you haven't somehow in your years of collecting haven't come across any boxed Nintendo seriously, systems. Seriously. I don't know what the deal is, but I just don't see them. Um, maybe out here... In uh, in Indiana, everybody just you know, burns their boxes or something. But he got a uh, nice NES power set box. Yeah, that very is... nice looking. And and he's not not the first power set box this. Or sorry, not the last power set box this month. No, and that's the box that I want for my collection. I want the power set. I, I'm like a power pad guy. I need that one. Oh yeah, with your with your video, yeah. You have the giant Mattel logo on there. Yeah, I wonder if there's a Mattel version of that for the Canadian market. Let's look into that. Hmm. Wait, I, th- I think it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Crab, but wasn't it? Uh, it's everything before a certain date because Nintendo bought their distribution rights back from them. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So I, I don't know when the power set was released, so I don't have to look. You it just up. slap your own Mattel sticker around. <laughs> I'll just how's that? Let's cut the one out of my box now and glue, <laughs> glue you stick. You can create it on a new there. variant. There you go. There you so go. and also the theme for this month, or one of the themes for this month, seems to be Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. So this is not the first time you're going to hear. So what Techie picked up uh, was the Oracle of Seasons and Ages uh, combination uh, strategy guide, which is uh, a nice nice thing that I I, uh, I don't think it's terribly rare, but I don't see it very often either. All right, what do you guys think, all right? You got Oracle Seasons, Oracle Ages, or would or would you go with Minish Cap? Can I pick Link's Awakening? No! Uh, I, was, I, I was just thinking that, actually. You can't pick, because that's obviously better. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll okay, go Seasons then, Ages. I'm going to go Minish Cap. I would go Minish Cap. All right. Because I think, the reason I'm saying that, I think all three of these, if I remember right, were developed by Capcom. Or I know Four Swords was, I know I think Minish Cap was. Were these? I, I, I think, think so. I'm not positive, but I think so. Yeah, and 
Four Swords is kind of a different league. You know, yeah. Yes. Is what it is, yeah. So. There we go. Sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Well, we just uh, that I just wanted to mention Oracle of Seasons and Ages were, was going to be one of the themes, and then uh, uh, Techie kind of uh, moves uh, in a different direction and picks up some Genesis uh, uh, complete games. Got Genesis Sonic. Genesis does. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sonic and Knuckles, uh, Decap Attack, Blaster Master Two. Ooh, it's um, not good. Blaster well, Master Two is not good. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it happens. <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. And then he picked up a couple of super common Nintendo carts, uh, Dragon Warrior 2 and 3. I just throw these out when I find them. <laughs> just, just right along with Duck Hunt, right? I hoard, I hoard the, those Super Mario Brothers carts, but nah. Yeah. Go. So, uh, uh, and then uh, Captain Clean Swabs. I, I'm, I'm not familiar with these things, and they might just be some you know generic cleaning thing, but I love finding like random products like this. Yeah, I've got like some um, like docs fix a system kits or something like from the nineties. Yeah. So I remember. I remember those. Yeah, those are cool. I've got, a couple. You, I've got like you, one you, sealed and like one that I still actually use. Do you mean like the CD doctor? It's like the same thing, but it's like a it's like a bunch of like cleaning like things for systems and carts and all this other stuff in hmm. there. Cool. So yeah, um, just move it along. He's uh, got his Captain Clean swab. So he got some N64 boxes. Uh, he's got an N- copy of NHL '97 for the Saturn. You guys, do we really need to mention that? It's got John Van Beesbrook right on the front. I you mean, can tell, yeah. you can tell who wrote these yeah, scores out. I, I've never <laughs> even heard that name in my life before. Yeah. Well, that's because he's not a Canadian goaltender. Yeah. He's an American. Uh, so uh, five more Engage games. Now I know you guys have got to be excited. Boom! He's got to be close to a set now. Then how many how many games are in that set? Either you know. Uh, I'm actually not sure. I would guess like seventy hundred, thirty and forty. Yeah, yeah. I want to say like forty, fifty. But I, I really don't know. It's just a guess on my part too. Yeah. So and also and actually, Krabby, you tell me like because uh, so neither of these two carts are ones that I see very often. Um, we got Hudson Hawk and Space Shuttle projects. Um, are those anywhere in the uncommon area? I'd say Space Shuttle is. It's not. It's not worth anything really, but it's kind of hard to find. Hudson and Hawk is hard to find. Is it? That one yeah. I've never had a problem Much with. More, I've seen several of those ones. I've seen a lot more Space Shuttles than I have Hudson Hawk. Well, people, I wonder if Hudson like Hawk is here. like. I wonder if Hudson Hawk is <laughs> like an underground it, yeah. Canadian hero. <laughs> and then what about Romance Two, Three, and Four? That's got to be cool. Yeah, well, if you like Romance of the Three Kingdoms games or whatever, right? Those no, 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 no. If you just like Romance. Oh, well, you know, that's fine, too. Is Fabio on the cover? Oh, no, Iron Sword? No, you wish. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm sure Krabby's uh, second favorite thing, probably after the Power Set box, uh, picked up The Last Story. It's a good one. Is it really The Last Story, though? Uh, of these people, I would imagine, probably. yes. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Sakaguchi will make another game. Yeah, but not with these people. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a complete uh, pin, a galactic pinball for the Virtual Boy. And uh, I think he, the story was uh, for this next little bit, he walked into a store and they, they know him obviously very well because he buys all the stuff. And uh, I think he said they just went in the back and brought out like a huge box of DS manuals. And they were like, here you go, yours. So um, he said right in his thread, if you need a DS manual, hit him up because he's got a whole bunch of them. So... And uh, that's uh, that's the majority of uh, Techie's stuff for right. uh, the month, so, so good stuff. i got to ask you an opinion, all right? So um, have either of you two played Galactic Pinball? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. Oh, okay, both of you. All right. I don't have Galactic Pinball, but like the store over here has got it. It's 10 bucks for a loose cart, which is yeah, it's not a great price. 
Right. Worth ten bucks. Complete in box. I'd, I'd no, pay no, no, fifteen no, no. for it. So for just a card, I wouldn't pay more than five. Okay. All right. So yeah, not, even just I'm for the, playing it though, I mean, is it worth it to play it? Uh, if you're gonna sell it for eight bucks afterward, I guess <laughs> it's it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, not fantastic. It's okay. Yeah, it's not like right. Devil's it's, Crush or something for TurboGrafx-16 where people where you've got to have it. You know, I like pinball. Yeah, it, it's yeah. okay. I mean, it's I've, middle of the road. Okay. I got I got a copy of uh, again like uh, pimping our own sales threads. I got a loose cart copy of Red Alarm that I can't move for that for like you know like really? just any money. Just anyone take some money <laughs> or get and give it and give it One to me. One dollar. <laughs> yeah, one stropany. Yeah, if I were you, I'd hold out for that for that complete box one with Virtual Boy games, especially yeah. that one. Okie dokie. Maybe I don't. You'll find one. It's one of the more common titles. Not that Virtual I, Boy games like, are really common, like but pinball. that's one of the easy ones to find. Show sure enough. Well, then we're ready to move over to Mister Gray Ghost, right? I think you guys are both gonna like a lot of this stuff. I don't think so. Oh, I, I think you will. I, I, Actually, know, I, I know one I'm, thing you're going to really like in here. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what, how Krabby feels about a couple of these games in here that I don't know what his opinion is of yet. Oh, let's hear it. All right, then. So, uh, so we, uh, what do you start off with, then? Well, tell the, me, the, tell the, me. the one that I'm curious to, because I don't think this we've come across this on Krabby uh, yet, is uh, Grandia 2. Haven't had a chance to play it yet. It, is it something that's on your list, or it doesn't appeal to you? I would like to try it. It looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, no, knowing no, knowing the kind of games you like, I would have thought that you would have like. I know people who say Grandia Two for the Dreamcast is their favorite RPG. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. Yeah. So there, there's yeah. just so much stuff on the like PS2 that I haven't had a chance to get to yet because there's just so many games in the library, and and they're quite long. Yeah. A lot of them. Are you a Rune Factory guy? Uh, a little bit. I like it. Rune Factory is a cool one. Yeah, well, Grey Ghost uh, got that for the Wii, so if you want to borrow it or something, I'm sure you could hit yeah, him up. Just drive over. I'll drop sure. it off next time he's out. And then uh, uh, Devil Summoner. Devil Summoner. Yep. Never played it. I really want to. I yeah, Really? I love Atlas games. Anyway, Atlas, you're, you're down. Yeah. Those, uh, I think I've, I want to say I've got that one, I think. So you love uh, Wacky Races? Haven't had a chance to love it yet. Oh, what thanks, thanks for rubbing it in. I know both yeah, you guys did, have been did, like passing your copies back and forth. <laughs> bunch of jerks. We're we're throwing them out the window, driving away from flea markets. I don't need this thing. <laughs> I just come by and just rub mine for. <laughs> so and then uh, so this Final Fantasy Ten Two guide. Uh, I mean, you see the Ten Two guides pretty often, but he's it's uh, he picked up the uh, the collector edition guide with which uh, I don't know something about like. Something about Square Enix games, especially Square RPGs, like, I almost feel like the game's not complete without the guide. Even if you don't use it, like, I almost feel like it's just, like, supplemental material, you know? Yeah, I don't care about Tintin. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my original one that I bought when the game was new. My guide Good for, for you. Unfortunately, I ripped out the cool poster in the back that had, like, all the pictures of the girls and all their different job suits and stuff. Oh, what'd you do with that one? I had it on the wall there for everyone to see how much I love Ten Two, <laughs> and I do love Ten Two. I actually, yeah, I, I, actually ha- I love Ten Two. I'm not. That's not an ironic thing either. Um, I had uh, uh, I had a Xenogears poster oh, that's sweet. that 
I don't even I don't even know why I did this, but I had the Xenogears poster and I gave it to this girl I was dating in high school. Makes sense. Because girls I, love I mean, Xenogears. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I did it just to show her, like, hey, look how much I love this game. You can have this poster. <laughs> and she like, actually uh, in, I, yeah, uh, you know, in like kindergarten or something, like when you would just give like just ridiculous. Sure. Crap Your favorite ninja girl. turtle or something. Right. Yep. So that gives you an idea of my I maturity like level you. in high school. <laughs> So, but yeah, and actually I went to see her like years later, like I bumped into her and like I ended up like hanging out with her. We went to her house and it was still there. And no. I was like, you got it. Is like, can I have that? She's like, no, I like that poster. <laughs> rip off. I know. And then uh, what did he get? You got Nino Cooney? It looks like he came home with Nino Cooney. Now I thought that that was uh, the hotness and I feel like it kind of calmed down like really quickly. Yeah, like everyone was so excited for it and it came out and you heard a lot of good things for like a week and then everyone stopped talking about it at the yeah. same time. It, right, and that's the thing. Like, It's not like it came out and it was like, oh, this isn't as good as we thought. It came out everyone and it was like, it. it's the thing that we wanted and then just bam. Like, And I, a buddy of mine who told me it was the best game we ever played, Like, after like two weeks, I was like, so you still playing it? He's like, no. <laughs> like, well, I mean, did, did it stop being good? He's like, no, it's amazing. I just... I just haven't turned it back on. Huh. So I don't know if like the game casts a spell on people. or They're all still playing it. Nobody has time to type on the internet about it. Gotta be it. Uh, I... now, th- now, th- now this next game, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's it might be my single biggest disappointment. <laughs> okay, I was glad, glad you went that of, way. Of, of my of my 360 career. Oh, you thought I was I going, going the other way. of the generation. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it back back, you know, a lot of people like obviously Square uh, Enix RPGs, and I was I was a big fan, big follower of them for a while, and I kind of heard about this game, and it wasn't really getting a ton of press, but like it just looked really cool, and like I, like the way I am, like when I hear about a game that I that I think is interesting and I want to play, I want to know nothing about it. I want to put headphones on. And just, la, 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 just don't tell me about it. I want to experience everything firsthand. And I have friends who think that's silly and they try to spoil things <laughs> for me. So I have to like hide from them. But Last Remnant came out. I bought it day one, which I never do because Ooh, it's like, oh, this is going to be so good. And holy crap. I played this game for like, I think like two hours. I just turned the machine off. <laughs> And I walked out of my house. And I just went for a walk because I had to. Com- I had to that's calm about this same back spot to I got to. And said, "Please, <laughs> oh my please. god!" I said, "Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't even think I, I, you know, me at the time, like the they already did that law where you couldn't return open stuff. So yeah. I think I eBayed it, and I, and it ended up costing me like you know ten bucks in the end because I sold it for a pretty decent price because it was like launch day. But holy crap! Like I wanted to like this game, and it was partially my fault for not you know researching at all about it because i wanted to be surprised but oh man i've heard there's people who like it so i mean good for them but i have you seen the guide for uh, that one too it's like one of the thickest guides i've got in my collection it's it's like two <laughs> inches thick and yeah i don't think i've seen it i got no. you about the same part you did and i just i can't play it anymore it's so boring so so gray ghost we are not making fun of you or your taste because it's beautiful box art it's one of the nicest covers that you can have I'm I'm seriously curious if you're gonna play this game or if it's just kinda to complete your Square Enix subset on your 360. Isn't which probably everybody. I mean, like I've got a copy on the shelf. I'm never gonna put that stupid <laughs> thing in my 360. Have you played it? No. Not, no. <laughs> you should try it. It's really good. It was like five dollars. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's awesome. You haven't been listening team. so far, right? Yeah, I, pay, I, pay, I paid like okay. sixty. Duke's gonna like the next one finally. Something something yes, up I his am. alley. Yes, I am. 
What the Final Fantasy VIII guy? Yes, he loves eight. <laughs> he loves eight more oh, than six or three so, or whatever he so, wants to call it. The, the, the Killer Seven. Killer Seven. The, the Killer Seven. Man. Do you guys play Killer of... Seven? Yes. I haven't played Killer Seven. Ah, uh, Krabby played yeah. Killer Seven. He knows all about the twisted stories. Then, right? Didn't get very far. What? Didn't get very far. Uh-oh. What is wrong with you? I like how you actually thought that he didn't hear no, you. No, I knew he heard me. I, I had nothing, nothing witty to come back with. So how how far did you get? Probably Titles an hour point. to an hour and a half in. Oh, really? I didn't like the controls. Like I just I couldn't play it very well, so I lost interest pretty quick. Oh man, the zany story though is just worth it. Well, well, you're a you're a what's it called? No more heroes fan too, right? Yeah, Suda makes them just. No, don't get me wrong. This is a whacked out game. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's you know the story is out there for sure, mm-hmm. um, and you really have to play through the whole thing to really get a good grasp entirely of what the story is about. But it kind of ties itself well enough together that you're kind of like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's something to be said about a game story that really ties itself together well. Um, I mean, most recently, Bioshock Infinite kind of floored me with that uh, story that tied together. Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't played Killer7. It's, I mean, you probably, if you go into it, yeah, probably like the first hour or something, you're just going to go, I don't know, what is going mm-hmm. on? Um, but as you kind of get into it more, it kind of comes together. It's really wacky. I mean, you're, you know, you play as like these group of like, you know, seven assassins, um, and you can kind of switch through. You know, a lot of them at will, and certain key things, and certain ones can have certain powers. You have to get. Oh, to certain so areas. so so wait. So are all seven on the screen at once? No, or you're you're one of them, and then you can press start and change, and then you become the other when you unpause. Not exactly. There's oh, okay. like certain places where you can go and like change. Oh, okay, I got you. I thought it was like Ninja Turtles on NES for a sec. <laughs> but they're really not individuals. They're like the personalities. Yeah, uh, you, I don't want to give too much of the story. Away, like, well, they give that away right off. But you kind of like they do. That's personalities. why I don't want to spoil yeah. anything else. So, so you're jacking into the matrix and switching out. No, <laughs> it looks a little bit like that. Um, God, I really wish I could talk more about. It. I really don't want to spoil it. Well, let's, Go try let's, it out. Let's it's do, interesting enough to, that I think everyone. Why don't should I try? try it. Well, yeah. Why don't I try it and then we'll do like a spoiler cast on Killer Seven. Oh, it's been so long. I have to try to play through it again, but. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely go give it a shot. You know, the gameplay is, it's a little different. It takes a little getting used to, but I mean, it's not that bad. Um, hey, hey, it's not hey, the Duke. best. It's not the best. Hey, hey Duke. Yes. How do you, do you, are you a big fan of Tonberry? I'm pretty sure I don't know. <laughs> how about Doom, how, how about Doom Train? Uh, you know, I guess, you know, if you had to. What, what about Eden? If you had to fight them like in some sort of Final Fantasy game, I yeah, I, I I feel like you might need this Final Fantasy VIII guide I'm to kind of get no, your get no, your knowledge up no. on all those uh, all that all that draw system. I guess so you the know good news th- is that Tom Berries are pretty much in every Final Fantasy, so I could just relive <laughs> it in a good one. Yeah, like eight. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> or ten, <laughs> or no. So, um, what about the uh, PlayStation RF uh, generation adapter that Grey Ghost picked up? <laughs> because why would you love to see your console in worse quality? <laughs> you need that static when you start it up, so things work good. Need it, yeah. Like Krabby's YouTube channel, I think he like like artificially inserts the static. That's real 
real static there. Nothing artificial about it. No tricks. Oh, so you you, you so you static it up before you start uh, the system? Yeah. Up? He goes full RF. I go full Very RF. Cool. There's a few games I, I've I gone AV, was... but but uh, most of them are RF. But it, but it pains you inside to do it. It does. Yeah, I only did it out of necessity. So, Krabby, uh, uh, I know you're a big sports guy. How do you <laughs> feel about the uh, Xbox 360 soccer games that Grey Ghost picked up? All the soccer. He got all my favorite soccer stars. <laughs> did he get Did he get PES? Is that your favorite? Did he get the FIFA one? I, I like he the He had FIFA to have gotten one, the FIFA. Yeah. The FIFAs? <laughs> you guys ever play FIFA Street? I have never played FIFA Street. FIFA Street is the only game that like non-soccer fans can get into. Uh, no, that's Mega Man Soccer. <laughs> that's not a soccer game. I think the only soccer game I played was like NES soccer. World Cups. You guys World Cups pretty you guys, you guys didn't play FIFA uh, 93 or 94 <laughs> on Genesis? If it's got a year in the title. I usually avoid it like the plague. <laughs> it just tells me EA made it. So the answer is no. Hey, hey. Calm down now. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're, we're you're gonna you're gonna start a whole thread about that. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there already. I don't need to start right. one. So, so I know you guys aren't uh, huge fans of these guys. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed oh. Halo Three. I didn't think ODST was that great, but I played it anyway. <laughs> I've got ODST. But, it was okay. Yeah, it was alright. Still haven't played um, I mean, any I, Halos. I, I, yeah, I, I hear the multi. I hear the multiplayer is where it's at, but I'm I'm more of a campaign guy, and the ODST campaign I don't think was super strong. Um, I thought Halo 4 was fantastic, so Grey Ghost, come on. I was really one. close to buying Halo Wars the other day, but it was a little too much a little too much that I wanted to spend. Yeah, you'll, you'll come around. My buddy's actually, no he's been hoarding yeah. Xboxes for the last little while. He wants to host a big Halo LAN party, so I'll probably play it that's, in the next month cool. or two here. But, I mean, I mean, hoarding Xboxes, you only need four of them, right? I think he's got three. He needs more controllers, oh, I nice. think, is the thing he's looking for so, now. Oh, right. So do 360 games actually still have a LAN mode anymore? Um, I, You know what? I know they got rid of, uh, uh, like, when Games on Demand became big, they, they kind of quietly... They didn't take out support for um, uh, network play, but they just stopped talking about it. But I think... Uh, uh, like, uh, but you're talking original oh. Xboxes, not 360s, right? Yeah, he's getting right? the old ones, yeah. But you can't... Well, you're talking about Halo Wars. So that's no, 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 we're talking about Halo, the first one. Ah, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking right. about Halo no, Wars. I, that was the one I no, had sorry, we, the other day. And then, ah, yeah, okay, we, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, we, yeah, we switched gears. So, ah, but, so, so obviously, so yeah, we're not on, not on Xbox Live or anything, but okay. you know, if you just want to throw four original Xboxes on a network switch or a hub or something, you can those will still work. You so, and then yeah. uh, what the the Lego Batman? Do you guys like the Lego games? I played the Lego games like up until uh, like Lego Indiana Jones, which I actually really liked, and you know I just kind of fell out of them then. But I've heard Batman's good. My yeah, son okay. really likes it. I get bored with it really quick. Mm. Yeah, I think it's like a, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if if you like it, those are fine, but. It seems to me like more of a, a, a game aimed at kids. I mean, it's right? a grind yeah. fest. All this crap you got to collect in there. It's like a well, ban- that's, that's, like a banjo kazooie game. No, right? that one's fun. That <laughs> well, that that's the thing with Indiana Jones is when I was playing it, it was in my achievement days, and uh, uh, so that's I didn't mind the grind. But also, I love Temple of Doom so much that and every single achievement in the game was a quote from one of the movies, and that was <laughs> that just little touch was really fun for nice. me. So, uh, so yeah, I also picked up a Burger Time cart. Burger Time is always fun. Yeah, so uh, Little Mermaid for the NES. So we got another Baldur's Gate 2. 
Uh, this time, just the part two, not the collection like uh, Techie got. Uh, King's Quest That's collection cool for one. PC. My buddy had that. Yeah, you up. guys. You guys, I didn't realize that uh, you're such a PC guy. I'm right? not. That's one of the few games I have any connection with on the PC. I love King's Quest, all of them. Very one cool. through seven. Very cool. All awesome. That's super awesome. I'm surprised, uh, like loving all those games, you didn't expand to you know more, more, more. Uh, you know, like the Ultimas or anything. No, else? my my expansion was very shallow. It was like King's Quest is awesome. I'm gonna play Space Quest now. <laughs> I'm gonna try Police Quest. <laughs> I never really moved past the quests. Oh, uh, that's so yeah. Police Quest is another good one. Another Sierra, a uh, great Sierra adventure yeah. game. Um, so yeah, and then uh, I actually really like this book that he picked up, the like the Nintendo Player's Guide, the Game Boy one. Yeah, I think we got that one. Yeah, it's a cool one. Um, you get an unofficial Tricks of Doom strategy guide. Um, back when like people actually made unofficial strategy guides. Oh man, remember when like everybody was making Doom wads? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was you great. You like just and... download just tons of those things. Yeah, and actually, I know you guys aren't uh, PC guys, but Steam Workshop uh, is kind of, uh, you know, for me, brings back a little bit of that mod community. Um, uh, we can talk about it another time. It's, it's, but it's, it's this, it's the same thing where, like, if you have a game on Steam and it supports Steam Workshop, you just kind of click on Steam Workshop and it brings you to this place within Steam where anybody can upload any mod for the game they want to. And people can rate them and comment and, they, you know, people update them. And it's just, it's really, really cool. Uh, I mean, I just started messing around with it a bit on Skyrim, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's actually uh, it's a really cool way to keep mods uh, alive. Yeah, and then the last one he picks up is the these are perennial sellers, right? They had them on Nintendo games yeah. too. Yeah, the incomparable Jeff Rubin. <laughs> yeah, man, these like his books are on fire here lately. We've seen a lot of these for sale. That's why or, we I can't mean, find him. That's why we can't find him for an interview because he's just living he's, on the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all these used book sales. I we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to catch him on his book tour. <laughs> yep. Oh man! And then he finally got uh, a really good game uh, towards the Pikmin, end. Pikmin, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I no. What? Pikmin's awesome. Pikmin. Uh, Pikmin's all right. That's all right. I, I think I think Duke's referring to actually Duke could be referring to all three of these games. Oh, uh, yeah, I was uh, Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, yeah I, I I enjoyed twelve. I mean, Duke, uh, not as much as Duke, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, and then uh, Fantasy Star Online one too. Yep. Very good on the. Ye old GameCube. <laughs> Ye oldie game. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. so so good stuff. So that's uh, that's pretty much a gray ghost for uh, for the month. So some good stuff in there, no matter what they say. Yeah, you know, it's a nice little mix in there. That's for sure. Yeah, and then it's good um, stuff. Monkey's nineteen. Did we ever figure out if he's a big monkeys fan? I don't know. Like, hey, hey the monkey. I mean, I mean, how could you not be? <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could not be, but. <laughs> David Jones is it's, dead it's, now, it's like people it's like people who say they hate the Beatles. It's like, come on. I mean yeah, you're just really. saying that, right? Yeah, I agree with you there. They're the Beatles. Yep. But I think I mean that's the thing. I think that that's what it, you know some people hate EA because they're EA. I think that's what you get a little bit going on. Mm, I mean a lot of people, you know, you have like a lot of people that are like stones, like like the Rolling Stones, like, oh, I'm a Stones guy. And yeah. Like you can't like the Beatles if you somehow like the Rolling Stones or vice versa. I don't get right. it. So I think we actually talked about uh, Monkey's uh, uh, one of Monkey's uh, 19's first pickups uh, uh, like a month or two ago. We were talking about Sin and Punishment for the Wii. Awesome yeah, game. Pick that one up. Cheap. Yes, Sin and Punishment is a really cool game, and we I, I know we said it before, but your 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 first react your first instinct is going to be to look at the back of the game and say, "Oh, I can play this with a classic controller." That's what I'm going to do. do nope. Play it with the nunchuck. Play it with the Wii It is made for it, and it's great. Yep. Have you have either of you played the N sixty four 
to the Punisher? No, sir. Nope. You guys should check it out. I mean, um, even though it's a Japanese-only release, like, it's all fully English. I mean... It doesn't strike me as a game that I I would care about what they're saying anyway. I just want to shoot things when they're around. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's, like, no barrier to play it. You know, it's um, definitely worth worth playing. I think it was on the Wii Virtual Console also. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. I think if I you're think into that, that sort of thing. Right. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, Krabby boy, you're bringing up the yeah. I don't know how I knew that. I don't know how. I think I think that you're right. So up next, we have the ever popular Mr. Retro Rage, right? I guess you get your guess. Uh-huh. I guess, I guess we have. I mean, he's pretty popular. I think we can say that he is ever popular. Eh, he's an all right guy, eh, you know. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> well, he, I figure he means a 32x guy. So how much can you really trust? Him? Oh, okay. So that was that was retro rage. On to the next one. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, he picked up uh, some Game Boy stuff, right? If you yeah, if you say so. <laughs> this, this is the so, part where the this the... part where the other hosts chime in, <laughs> in the show. Yeah, I don't want well, to. I don't want to talk too much. So I'm just going to give everyone a chop. Uh, for a I thought minute. you were going to jump in there because you're earlier foreshadowing. Well, I mean, of course, foreshadowing. So who who couldn't deal with the Zelda or Oracle of Ages? Um, where's where's the cardboard though? We don't. You, we don't need no stinking cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The game's all that matters, right? As That's long as it right. plays. You can't play cardboard, man. Forget uh, it. They'll find a way must, one day t- to ten, emulate yeah. cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Tin Star must be rolling. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then also that he got the lands right. Both of yeah. the actually three of the lands. Yeah, Super Mario Land Two is really good. Uh, I like that one. one. Yeah, two. The first one awesome. is you know. Yeah, I remember the six golden coins was kind of you know the 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 jam that everyone had with the new Game Boy, but uh, I feel like not as many people have played Mario Land Two. Probably not. Well, I mean, like you know, I got my Game Boy like on launch, and you had to get Super Mario Land. I mean, that's just duh. What I, else are you gonna get, right? I just had Tetris uh, with mine. <clears throat> really? So, but Super Mario Land was so primitive compared to two. Yes. Yeah. It's it's weird. It is it's like a really weird time warp. And he also got Donkey Kong Land, which yeah. uh... I, I actually haven't played it, so I can't say. Um, I will say for the second time, um, I do have a manual for that game just lying <laughs> around, and it, I mean, I'm not trying to make bank off it. You know, you pay for shipping, you can have it. So you just, <laughs> you, just lo- you just let me know, and you can have it. There you go. It's not terrible. And then lastly, one of these Pokemans, right? Yeah. So Krabby, you're the Pokemon guy. Sure. Play Silver. Um, no, I kind of skipped a few years and jumped back in around uh, Diamond and Pearl again. I'm going to be pretty sure that it's just like the rest of them. So. Exactly, yeah. I don't feel like I need to play every one. I just pick it up like every third generation and then uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I had yeah. enough of a break in between that it's really fun again. <laughs> and then he picked up some good games. Really? Really? Unlicensed? Yeah. 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 I, Unlicensed oh, yeah. NES. I, these and these are of all the unlicensed. These are this is kind of right up my alley. <laughs> Tengen is good, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that I was not being ironic. I was being serious. Like, yeah. I love RBI Baseball. I've said it before. People think I'm crazy. It's like my favorite NES game. Uh, I love RBI Baseball. Gauntlet's a great one. I can't remember who said it on the thread, mm-hmm. but uh, we're trying to find great games for the Play Choice Ten that my wife wants to play with me. Hmm. Um, and uh, I just fired up uh, Gauntlet on the NES just to let her know, like, hey, this is, you know, pretty much what the game is, and just to see if she'd like it enough to, you know, to want to maybe try to track down a copy. And uh, 
but yeah, Gauntlet's great. RBI's great. Shinobi. Um, it's not my favorite Shinobi, but it's nice to have, you know. Uh, not, as, your... not as good as the Master System version. Yeah, it's right? Not as good. And then uh, Revenge, and then 3, obviously, on Genesis. I mean, there's a lot of great Shinobi, but... Uh, and then Tubin is one I never got into when it was first out, but then uh, I actually played it in the arcade, believe it or not. Yeah, I played it in the arcade. No. Yeah. It's okay. Not my favorite Tengen game, but it's okay. What's your favorite Tengen game? My t- uh, Tetris. That's the best version of Tetris. It, it probably is. You're probably right. You can play with friends. That's why it's fun. What about... I thought I mean, your favorite you including... Tetris was the uh, CDI one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole other train wreck. I thought it was Tetrisphere. Oh, Tetrisphere is really good. It it's is. It's not technically not Tetris. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Weltris is actually kind of neat too, but that's totally different. All right. Yeah. And um, then he picked up Doom for the PlayStation, right? Yeah, you guys into long boxes at all? <clears throat> I am. I, I don't yeah. go out of my way for them, but they're really cool. Yeah, I have. I think I have an NHL Faceoff 97 oh. uh, long box. And uh, I think like Revolution X... Um, you know, just a handful. Same thing. Like, I, like I know there's guys out there who like sell me all your long boxes. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not like that. But like, you know, they're they're definitely cool. I've got a few right now. I'm waiting on locally off like a Craigslist thing. Um, the guy, uh, he like put the ad up, and then I text him back. He's like, I'm in the hospital since I put that up. I'll get back to you later. <laughs> so I, I'm like patiently waiting for him to recover so I can go grab these long box games from because he had like three or four of them, and they looked like they're in really good shape. You don't want to yeah. text him like, look, you know, I know you're in the hospital, but I could just like stop by your house. Don't yeah. worry about no, it. No, just today you know, I said to rather text him, like, just didn't want you to forget about me. <laughs> the guy's yeah. like, I- I'm dying. Yo, how <laughs> you how alone. you feeling? The results of that spinal tap come back yet? Pretty Yo, much. how are those games doing? <laughs> yeah. You need some money for medical bills? Oh, universal <laughs> health care? Damn it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last but not least, he got to get old uh, Mike Tyson's punch out, right? Yep. I love that game. Yeah, I actually played that again recently for a little Nintendo Age contest. Love that game. Yeah, it's I've been more... playing it on the uh, the Play Choice. It's oh man, it's I, ju- I just it's just great. Like it's more of almost like a rhythm game, really, though, than a, like a real fighter, though, right? I think yeah, because uh, especially with the um, what do you call it? The because obviously once you're in a punch animation, you can't do anything till the next punch animation, and even when you hit a guy. Like I'm look look at me explaining to people what punch out is. So like even when you hit a guy, there's like those few frames where you have to you know where you just have to wait for his reaction to be done. So the first time I have people play it on the play choice, you know, especially people who haven't played it in a while, they just like try to hit the button over and over and over again. I'm like no, you have to, you have to wait. It's it's like hit, hit, dodge. Yeah. Hit like you know people are trying to like mash it, but it's uh it's so good and and. I love it. I play it like at least every other day. Oh, really? So have you, yeah. you beaten Mike Tyson yet then? Yep. Awesome. What just, a jerk. Just, just recently actually. It's um cuz I did back in obviously like back in the day. Yeah. Um and I remember reading in a magazine, it's impossible to TKO him. You have to win by decision, which is not true. Not true. Um you can totally TKO him in the second round. I I think I've heard rumors of first round, but I haven't seen yeah. a video of it. Yeah, actually someone in the Nintendo Age contest did it. That'd oh, be very rough. cool. Yeah. That'd be really rough. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you've got to. You got to get the star punches. You got to hit all the right time. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. the way I do it is, I, I get him close to knockdown in the first round, then I bide my time, and then, <laughs> and then in the second round, you start with the first like twenty seconds with the knockdown, and you pretty much got it. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like getting the rhythm back after not playing it for a while, because Tyson's very, very precise, and uh, you're your you're your own worst enemy with Tyson because 
you're like in the first minute 20 you're dodging yeah. punches that aren't there <laughs> yeah like, yeah you're just yeah. like so Whoa. antsy yeah yeah and so that's it that game is such it's all about rhythm right yeah. that game is all about rhythm i love it it's a great one. Oh, <clears throat> didn't he pick up uh what was that pirate cart that he grabbed remember that he, he, he put a picture of it up there i'm not a pirate cart uh uh i don't have any pirate carts actually no i mean yeah no i want to say was it like a was it a game boy pirate cart I think you're right. Yeah, I'm pulling the picture up of it now. There was a few pirate carts this month, but yeah, I yeah. think somebody picked up like an NES, one of those like 110 and ones or something yeah, like that as yeah, well. I think, but I think, I think I'm confusing those. Yeah. So the 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 what's it called? The pirate cart he picked up. You're right. It was a Game Boy Color, 18 and it was one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> double. And it was like it's one of the cool pirates because it's not like 18 games you've never heard of. It's like Double Dragon, Contra, Snow Brothers, Turtles Three. Like it's like a whole Dodge bunch ball, of yeah, bubble yeah, bubble. bubble, yeah, Batman R type. It's like a legit like uh, uh, piece of thievery from the people <laughs> who made this cart. So it's actually pretty cool. Uh, actually, two carts. That was one of them, and then there was another one um, that uh, uh, had like some Dragon Ball stuff on it and like a whole bunch of anime themed games. So he did say it are... didn't work in any of his Game Boys though. Couldn't get it to play. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. Those Chinese knockoffs are usually yeah. pretty cheap, so that's not surprising. I like how instead of Game Boy, it just says game on the top. Yeah. <laughs> game. You gotta get as close as you can yeah. without yeah. being totally yeah. sued out And of then the one over that says Game Color instead of Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know it's like some guy who works at the same factory and some kid's like, yo, I need you, I need like a billion of these cases. And he's like, well, I can't because of copyright, but I'll make it just say game, okay? Is that gonna work? <laughs> You well, I'm that. telling you, um, I was over at Famicom World, you know, kind of posting stuff. And, you know, there's still these Chinese pirate companies that turn out these um, Famicom pirate carts all the time over there. Yeah. I mean, and one of them had actually posted in there asking, what kind of games would you like on <laughs> our multi-carts? And we'll make them. Man. How do so, they make a profit on those still? Like, I can understand closer to the time, but they're still selling enough Famicom carts to, to make money? Um, I'm going to guess that, you know, they're so cheap to produce that, you know, they're, I mean, like I said, I ordered Chinese Famicom pirate carts and they were $3 a piece shipped to the U.S. from China. (laughs) So, I mean, they have to cost next to nothing to make. That's so, you know, anything is probably pure profit. Um, trust me, they're about the cheapest things I think you could ever create. They and they're flimsy and they're junk, but there they are. Now up uh, up next is uh, Mr. Engel seven sixty two. I helped him out this last what did month. You help him out with he um he sent me a message. He was looking for a ColecoVision, and um, just happenstance, I happen to have a spare ColecoVision. Um, you had your, like, top hat on, like, smacking the cane on the desk in front of you? Like, have I got a deal for you? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I, uh, no, I've, actually, I'd, um, I I had one, and then I picked another one up, like, a little while back last year, like, real cheap. But I told him, I said, hey, you know, this one's got, like, the common, the power switch issue with it. So, you know, he just threw me an offer. Say, oh, yeah, that's fine. So I sent out to him. It's a pretty easy fix. I told him, yeah, if you want to get in there, it's no problem. Just clean up the power switch. But, um, but yeah, I was glad to help him out. ColecoVision's kind of fun. So hope he gets a chance to enjoy that one. Nice. Yeah. And he picked up a few other odds and ends as well, right? 
Yeah, one of the Dot Hack games. There were like five of those on the PS2. Yeah, I don't know anything about Dot Hack. Have either of you guys played those? I've got a couple sitting on my shelf, but I'm not sure which one is the first one, so I haven't actually started them. Oh, um, so I'm, I'm misremember. I, I could have sworn that you had played all of them. Who was I talking to that played all of them? Not me. Wasn't the so, du- weren't they like supposed to be like in some virtual MMO world or something? Wasn't that the deal? I think so. I know that uh, I was talking to someone on the RF forums who plays like all the dot hacks, and they're going to yell at me for not remembering who that it was <laughs> them because I definitely thought it was Krabby. But uh, yeah, there's a. I remember working at Toys R Us when dot hack. Um, I think it was quarantine. Is it like the fourth one? I think. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. That, that's the problem when you don't number your games. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, but I think they do go together. Like when you put all the spines together, I think there's something signifying like, like which image one. Image on the back or something. Yeah, like a Roman numeral on the spine or something like that. Um, uh, I'm not sure, but I, I remember knowing by looking at like whatever title it was that this is not the first game in the system, uh, in the in the series rather. But um, it's yeah, kind I want to say of, didn't they have like volume, like a volume number or something in the title somewhere? You know what? There might have been like a number in the actual dot. May ah, I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. Hey, we're probably going way too long on. on that. Either so, anyway, it's yeah. it's a yeah, it's a niche, uh, uh, you know, Japanese RPG game that uh, some people like, and now Angle has one. There you <laughs> go. And then uh, picked up a really good game, right? Skies of Arcadia GameCube Collector Edition. Yay. Unlike yeah. Skies. Krabby, you're wrong. I'll just say that right off the bat. We'll even talk no about good. it. That one, like, <laughs> you know, I, I talk yeah, about just, games once in a while that I try and don't like, but this one I literally played straight through, finished it, so I think I have a valid opinion when I say don't like it. I've actually given it the full chance. You're killing me, Krabby. Yeah, it's you're boring. Boring. Oh, so boring. I like oh, that. 13 sucks. <clears throat> <laughs> have you played it right through? Your opinion's not valid. Oh, I've played it enough. Push forward and X. <laughs> That's how a game oh. should be. Oh, there you go. And then um, got a few other odds and ends there, right? Yeah. Um, from, uh, uh-oh, I have a typo. <laughs> You've got one later on I'm really looking forward to pointing out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll be nice and I won't go and correct it. So uh, apparently there was a, tra- a trade from uh, Gamer Nick. <laughs> But uh, I spelled his name as Nij. <laughs> so, I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that, so I wasn't going to yeah. try. So Gamer Nick. But uh, yeah, so some some complete uh, PS2 games. Uh, Fantasy Star uh, uh, 3. Uh, the Last Story for the Wii, which is uh, uh, Krabby. You you were a real big fan of that one, right? Yeah, we did a community playthrough at RF Gen with that one. It's awesome. Very cool. Uh, so Mario Kart, uh, uh, also complete. Um, and remember our foreshadowing from earlier? We got a Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages manual. I wonder how many complete copies we could forge yeah. with, all the, with all the pieces that were acquired by you know random uh, members uh, this month. Three That's or four. Trade yeah. There, yeah. yeah, at least, right? Uh, and here's another another big, uh, really cool Zelda piece. So that gold Zelda Wiimote, um, which is uh, uh, really cool, was the, um, the pack-in with uh, uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah. If you if you bought the uh you know the version that had it, yeah. Um and uh, uh I don't know if Club Nintendo is ever going to do the gold nunchuck again, but they go very nicely together. Just keep an eye out for it. Um and the Dreamcast mouse, which uh, what did you guys ever use the mouse for besides? Uh, well, I'll let you guys go first. Um, 
it was like web browsing, and then you could use it like for Quake, right? Wasn't Quake that the deal? 3, yeah, Quake Three was my big one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I actually don't remember browse. I know there, I had the web browser disc that came with it, obviously, but I don't actually remember browsing with the keyboard and mouse. I just kind of fired it up to be like, oh, look, the internet's on the screen, and then I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I did it for about ten minutes just for the novelty, and then you, okay, this stinks. Yep. I, I didn't even know it could browse the internet until like 10 years after it died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. I mean, it was okay. We, we just played That's... like Soul Calibur and Resident Evil on it. That was it. You guys ever play Sega Swirl? No. No, wasn't that like a freebie, right? It was, it was a, a freebie. One? Yeah. No, I don't think it was. Uh, they gave it away on a disc, right? It was like. Yeah. Like the official Sega Dreamcast magazine for like five months or six months in a row, like every disc like had a full copy of the game on it or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I missed. It was a real simple puzzler, right? Yeah, real simple. Re- puzzler. Yeah, real simple multiplayer puzzler. It was fun. Yeah, not too bad. And then speaking of uh, thirteen, go ahead and get it over with. <laughs> the thirteen to uh, collector edition guide, which I also have. So air, uh, air high five over the internet. <laughs> Sure. And then what's this next one? Uh, it's, it's crabby. What kind of, like something about landers in the yeah, sky? Yeah, it's getting into the skylanders. So <laughs> he, he needs to get on those giants now, though. Has Another? skylanders died out as a thing, or is that still going? Uh, still going. My son Doesn't just it? had a birthday, and we, we got several more skylanders added to the roster. Oh, so is he still playing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Still playing, oh, wow. and like we had a bunch of cousins and stuff staying with us, and everyone was into it. Cool. Yeah. Now, is it to the point where kids like bring their own memory cards over or they don't care as long as they get to play Skylanders. Here's the cool thing. You don't need to, you bring your own toy over and saves it to the toy. So you, oh, really? you, so you have, thought... they have little bags. Like you can buy to travel your Skylanders around with. So you just put your favorite ones in there and you take it over to your buddy's house and stick your toys on their portal. That's really, awesome. cool. I mean, I knew the toy like brought the character into the game. I didn't realize that, you know, it was kind of like universal like that. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. It's cool. You can go between systems and, like yeah, they're just awesome and really uh, versatile little things. Cool. Now he also got a couple of great Super Nintendo games, right? So Contra Three. He has like the Contra Alien 3? Wars. <laughs> I, I I do like it a lot. I do. I mean, I and I'm a baby. I know everyone's gonna say, "Oh, you're a baby. That game's easy. That game's hard." I'm sorry. Like, it's it's not. Okay, I shouldn't say it's hard. I should say it's not easy for me, and it makes me sad that I die in it. So. I love playing that game with somebody who's like a beast in it because we can just play. You like, see, you can steal die. his lives after. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so what, you've been through this before. <laughs> so, what's better, Contra Three or Contra Hardcore? Three. Uh, yeah, I say three. I'm the only hardcore fan, huh? In the I world. like hardcore. hardcore. I have it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna have a Contra party, then the Super Nintendo's coming out. Nah, I'm gonna have a contra party. It's gonna be contra. Yeah, yes, it's coming. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the play choice is always out, and contra's always in it. So there you go. And then Yoshi's Island. I love um, that game. That's one I didn't play like when it first came out because like the it was just so late in the life. But yeah, yeah it's a great one. I when I went, finally went back to it. Yeah, and even the DS ports uh, really really good. A little sick of uh, Mario's crying. A little sick of that. But, well, you just gonna uh, get no. good at it, and then you never have to actually hear that. Oh, which, I see. Making fun of my skills. Which, yeah. Which Mario Advance did they did they make that? Um, <laughs> I can't even keep track. No, the that was the DS, right? I don't. I don't think it was one of those weird numbered ones. It might oh, have, it those might are just have like been, GBA but... ones, right? Those are just yeah, the GBA ones. Uh, you're right. I'm thinking like Mario Advance One, which was Mario Two. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think it was after yeah. they got through that weird phase. Okay. There. 
Yeah, I don't know what that my, th- was all about. I think my favorite. I think like Mario Advance Four was Mario Three. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> two Two was actually Super Mario World, right? Yeah, that's the one that messed everybody up. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> what a mess. Well, well, good deal. Good job, Angle. Gives him nice. And then we have um, Salsa. Salsa, yeah, my my tequila boy out there. And 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 if you guys haven't seen pictures of Salsa's game room, um, he has uh, so many cool machines, and I think he's got most of them at auction. So um, uh, the auctions haven't been uh, this way uh, lately, but I'm trying to hit one up next time I uh, see it on the schedule. Nice. Yeah. Now you'll have to talk about these these. these PC games, Bill. So, what? Okay, okay. Well, first of all, SimCity Four. Uh, I don't. I know not everyone's into PC and SimCity, but like, I think SimCity. Th- there's there's a lot of non-gamers that I talked to today that you can mention SimCity, and they're like, "Oh, I totally played SimCity." Like, you know, some version of it. And SimCity Four is one of those that's kind of. I don't know if you'd say like u- universally recognized as the best, but okay. I was just. I don't think the only one I ever played was like SimCity. Yeah, like the too. first one. Are you guys talking like the Super Nintendo one, or actually on PC? I the, I actually first played it on PC, but yeah, then I played mm. Super Nintendo as well. Yeah, because I remember the box art for the Super Nintendo one with like those orange, like you know, kind of angular letters. Um, obviously, it doesn't translate well to console, which is why it's not like one of the must-have uh, or must-play games. But it's a really, really, really good. Uh, uh, you know, if you have no idea what SimCity is, SimCity Four is cheap. It runs on modern PCs, um, and you'll know very quickly if it's something that has any interest for you at all. Um, then he also grabs Survivor, which I just kind of wrote down because it was in the picture, but you don't have to go play that. Now, uh, is that, like, based on the TV show, or is Yeah. That... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now, so, I will have to admit, it's my one of my dirty... Don't admit it. Dirty, oh, gu- dirty, dirty secrets. secrets. I am guilty pleasure? I don't admit it. I am a okay. Survivor fan. Cut, cut, cut it out. Cut it out. I've never seen an episode. I'm glad you like it because, you know, teach oh, his own. Oh, but... trust me. It's, I feel guilty just saying that. <laughs> it, it is. Everybody watches some, some crap, and that's that's my That could be, that could be another crap. episode. We uh, uh, I, I used to have a VH1 addiction, and I, ha- <laughs> I, I hated that I liked all these shows. I was like, I don't want to watch I Love New York anymore, but it's on. So they should make an I Love New York game, PC game. I buy it. Um <laughs> And also, uh, he picked up Rayman uh, for the Wii. It's a uh, good move. And then these, I don't know if anyone else knew about, or with Captain Power. I think we've talked about Captain Power before. Captain Power. I got a bunch of Captain Power tapes. Um, all I want is the one that I grew up with, because when I look it up like on YouTube, just to remember what it was like, I have oh, all man. the lines memorized. <laughs> so it was like this toy they sold. It was like a light gun, and you just put this tape in the VCR, and like it would just have like planes flying around, and you were supposed to shoot them. And obviously, there's no interaction between because it was just a VCR. But the gun itself, like when you would aim it at one of the you know the glowing parts like on the screen and pull the trigger, the gun would register if you hit like you know the the glowing part. So at the end of like playing through the 15 minute like training tape, you could look at the display on the gun, and it would tell you your score. And you um, could also get hit, right? Yes, yeah. So, 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 like, there's these, like, big, there's, like, red, kind of, like, red and black uh, flashing things coming at you. And you could shoot them down. But, obviously, again, there's no interaction between you and the television. So, uh, uh, if to avoid getting hit, you could, like, aim your gun down, like, away from the television. So, like, the equivalent of ducking, which doesn't make thematic sense since you're in a spaceship and like moving your gun wouldn't you know change that <laughs> um or like you know if you were like uh uh like legit really good at the game you could like you know 
just like try to shoot them all and like you know keep your gun pointed at the TV and be like, well, I really hope I shot it. I think I shot it. <laughs> but but do you remember? Do you guys remember that you could also like shoot against like other people that had them? No, oh, I, I never tried that. Cause yeah, I had, it was could. just me that had it. You could shoot it like so if you had like the other gun thing, you could shoot, and then like when you got hit too many times, like it would eject your guy out of the thing. <laughs> like it like flipped your oh you're your right guy they, out yeah because the the one I had I don't think it was like a spaceship looking thing it actually it looked like a gun but I I know what you're talking about like there was actually like a gun like a like a spaceship thing yeah with yeah. like a little GI Joe sized yeah, dude in it yeah yes that and, was a, and when, yeah if you got hit too many times yeah your dude would just like flip out of the cockpit yep. it was that, awesome. that that was like version 2.0 yeah I didn't I didn't awesome. have that one no we never owned that but I have really really vague memories of playing it and then I was flipping through a photo album one day and I've got these really sweet Captain Power pajamas when I was like <laughs> five maybe six they're pretty wicked looking that's awesome Captain so Power. so you're always gonna inherit them oh they're they're long gone <laughs> oh he, he, did, he did inherit my old like 1990 like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sleeping bag though well, that's only because you have a new one. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's so, yeah, so fun. It's a nice job, Sal's. I got the got the PC and the Captain Power representing. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking me down memory lane for a minute. <laughs> and then um, Shadow is up next. He he doesn't always post a lot of stuff that he picks up, but he got a few, right? Yeah, this doesn't post a whole lot. Um, but he reads every single piece of data that comes onto the site. Uh, blogs, posts, everything, because he's one of these like encyclopedia people. Like you mention something to him, and he knows, like, oh yeah, that was this day, that was this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he knows all the things, but yeah, he. Uh, and I hate to sound like a really lazy uh, Craigslist poster, but he got too much to list. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. He got like all of the Star Wars extended universe. He got like a whole bunch of, and these are all so mostly uh, 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 books. Um, he got all like Star Wars Extended Universe paperbacks, a whole bunch of Stephen King. Uh, he got uh, like, you know, just random like uh, arcade history books. He got some Warcraft fiction, some dot hack fiction, Starcraft, cheat code books. Just but, just but did he get anything written by Jeff Robin? Oh, uh, you know what? I, I, I didn't. I think that would have jumped out at me. I haven't yeah, spotted that, that's it. A bust in there. That's a bust. Uh, it's too bad. Yeah. yeah. If, if you spent more than five dollars on that too much. <laughs> so. But I also picked up Age of Empires 3, which is another really solid... I mean, Age of Empires 2 is probably like the, the height of Age of Empires popularity. Um, but 3 is still a very, very good game. Um, and then he got a handful of laser discs and actually really good movies. Uh, Star Trek 6, Demolition Man, and T2. Oh, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Really good Star movies. Star Trek 6? <laughs> Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country oh. with Christopher Plummer. Oh, man, come on. Yo, Star Trek 6. That, this, wait a minute. This this isn't Klingon blood. <laughs> yep. I, I'm gonna watch Star Trek six right now. I gotta go. I gotta go watch Star Trek six right, right now. Probably better than Superman four, but Ugh. Uh, which not was by wait, much. well well I mean but you can't argue that it's 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 better than Star Trek five God spaceship or what <laughs> four where like the whales no right? four the vo- voyage home oh, plan travel man. back in time to save an ancient species from extermination. Uh, Save the whales. Why do you not? Yeah, it, it, it was a, it, it was the preachiest Star Trek ever. But why do you no, hate Star Trek? They were it's all good. pretty preachy. But... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here, here, here's my guide to good Star Trek movies: Star Trek One, Star Trek Two. That's it. <laughs> so there you I, go. I, I I like three. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Have you, have either of you two seen the new Star Trek movie that just came out? Love it. I've seen the first one, not the like new new one, the second. Oh one. my gosh, man! 
Um, Why do you hate gosh. everything? I don't hate it. It was just having been a big fan of, I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, you... that's, that's a great way to say it because everyone who's seen it knows yes, what you're talking they about. Know. <laughs> they know. And being a big fan of that. Of the thing. Of the, yeah. <laughs> it was a little too much. I, I was, was, I was. It was an homage, which I appreciate, but it was a little too much. I thought it was awesome, and we're going way off on Star Trek. <laughs> yes, we are. Anyway, yes. Okay. So, 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 on a quick side note, before we go too far, um, you know, if you're interested in laser discs, I'm just going to put it out there. I've got like 400 of them for sale. <laughs> uh, so really cheap. Like, you want a list? You you email me. This is like my sale. Th- I'm not doing a sale thread anymore. You want to know what I have to se- to sell? Just listen to the show. This show brought to you by Bill's Sale Thread. <laughs> Bill's Laser Disc number three and the letter C. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I got a copy of... Uh, uh, actually, I got some good stuff, like the, uh, the Star Wars movies, Aliens, Do you have, uh, do you have any uh, Brad Pitt films in there? Oh. Uh, I actually put one aside for you, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. is, it, <laughs> is it Sleepers? It's Cool World. Oh, nice. Ooh, I do yeah, like I Cool got, World. I got a Cool World on Laserdisc, and I got wow. a... Uh, what's it called? I got a bunch of Disney... Bunch of Seal Disney, Woodstock. Jesus. Okay, we got to say something else. We gotta, okay, we, let's move on to New Boil. New Boil. He got some stuff I, w- I do want to talk about. Some stuff <laughs> I really do want to talk about here. Loose uh, Master System. He got him a Master System, which is great. You guys yep. both have Master Systems? No. Uh, absolutely. I have all of, all of the different kinds of Master Systems. Crabby. Nobody seems so crabby. to like Sega up here. They never pop uh, up. Never. Yeah, that's what you've said, is that you've had a really hard time finding it near you. Yeah. Can somebody that listens to this show get a hold of Krabby and help him out with a Master System? Please? Krabby, I, I, I got a, a Master System 1 just lying around. You want to throw it up there? I'll throw it to you. We'll, we'll work something out. Bull. There we go. I, I think I would the like proud future owner of a Master System. There you go. It's, 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 the, it's the right 8-bit system. That's right. You're just gonna feel good about it, <laughs> and uh, and then he got a bunch of games, right? A bunch of Master System games, and none of these are like huge, crazy ones, but they're fun, they're good games. F- fun games. Uh, uh, now, now, I mean, Duke obviously is, I think, the the biggest uh, Master System guy of all of us. But mm-hmm. uh, I gotta say, I really like the great sports games, especially great football, great baseball. Okay, I could probably pass on this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not a big sports guy, right. uh, but you know, they're okay. I- Afterburner, you big afterburner. Uh, yeah, afterburner's fun. I like how, afterburner. How's that version of afterburner? Um, obviously it's you know it's um eight bit, but it's really pretty good for the master system. I mean, I liked it. It's, it's very playable. Um, I think I, I think I see the typo you were talking about. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> no, well, no, that's not it. <clears throat> oh, that's and, not it. Okay, no, it gets better. <laughs> I I will say Zaxxon is is not bad. Um. Thunderblade is probably not very good. Even the Genesis version of Thunderblade is not really that good. I don't, mm. I don't know what the deal is there. Yes, and then the ever-popular Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. Everybody loves to play Monopoly. He and he also grabbed uh, one of the the less common ones you find on the system, a Reggie Jackson uh, baseball. Um, now the question I had, since in the picture it's uh, uh, the box is closed. Um, there was a blue label version of that cart and a red label. Um, I think the blue label is a little bit trickier to find, so I was just curious if he, you know, which one he ended up with. Yeah, yeah, they did do some blue label releases, which is kind of different. But uh, yeah. 
And then the the marksman and trap shooting, I think, is a combo game, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, light gun game. Outrun. Outrun's always, and that's a good version of Outrun. That is a good version of Outrun. Outrun's fun. What was the other top down <clears throat> driving game that I loved uh, on Master System? It was. Uh, mm. uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, Aztec Adventure is, eh, is okay. Hang on, Astro Warrior, pack in. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> But, you know, I really will say, you know, spend some time playing some Afterburn, some Outrun on the Great Master baseball. System. You'll be Great happy. Great baseball. You will be happy. Great baseball. <laughs> and he picked up an Intellivision too, right? Uh, yeah. I have never played an Intellivision too. I like, uh, I like the, the remodel. I like the number two. The system, though, it's a lot lot more attractive than the, than the number one. You don't love, like, the wood grain? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's wood grain's awesome. Oh, do you guys see the? Uh, uh, you just made me think of like the the obviously the wood grain twenty six hundred. Yeah. Um, there was a T shirt the other day on day of the shirt. It was uh, the Atari like uh, uh, logo, um, with kind of like Darth Vader behind it instead of Atari. It just said Vader. Oh yeah, like the black. Yeah, I uh, thought it was a pretty Vader clever, Atari. clever yeah. uh, combination there. You, you'll wear the yeah. shirt for months, and you'll finally walk by the one guy who's like, "Hey, I get it." Hey, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're or a total you, nerd. Yeah. I or get you, it. Or, yeah, or you go to too many games, and everyone's high fiving you all day. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then uh, he got a gift from uh, the old, the old Zag Norch, right? Norch is like the Santa of. Uh, he should do the Secret Santa next year because he already is Santa, just <laughs> sending people gifts. Maybe. Um, we sent him a very tiny tube of sunscreen, right? <laughs> it just shows that he cares. He's concerned. Yes, I think the joke being that he lives up uh, in the Pacific Northwest where there is no sun. So yep. that, that well, the, was yeah, his the... lifetime supply of sunscreen. <laughs> the, sun, the sun exists. It's just behind the, uh, the, the fog of war. <laughs> right, something like that anyway. Uh, so coffee baristas, fog, no need for sunscreen. Yeah. Stay inside, and, drink coffee. And, and real quick, I wanted to point out that uh, we've had users before who do who you know post blog entries for their scores. Um, and what Newpoil did was just so super smart. He just mentioned his blog entry in small scores with pictures, and he linked to the blog entry. So brilliant. No, no way for us to miss it. So um, I, I I can't believe we didn't think of that before because it just seems so. Like, you know, you would figure that out if you were trying to, you know, find scores. But uh, if for all you people, I know a bunch of you uh, uh, like to do uh, blog entries. If you throw just a post in small scores with a link to it, uh, it just makes it a lot easier just in case, you know, we miss a, an odd blog entry here and there. Yeah, or just post your pictures in there, too. No, that's duplication. I we're fine with that. Um, and then lastly, uh, pizza? Pizza! <laughs> Is that a score? He was quite yeah. proud because didn't he order it off his 360 or something? Yeah, that's that's the that's the yeah. gig. So it was when the 360 uh, pizza app uh, showed up, and uh, that was kind of like it seemed like a big deal on uh, like uh, the twitters and the the facebooks for like like the day it came out. Everybody was like just talking about, oh, geez, like we don't like Americans don't already have like this uh, laziest people in the world reputation. <laughs> we have to order pizza from our 360. So I think like everyone, the money that Pizza Hut got from just the 360 orders on day one probably funds the company for the next three months. <laughs> so now can you, well, can you order like it discount, straight through right? your connect too? Do you, can you just like yell at your TV to get the pizza? You know what? I did, yeah, connect, I'm hungry. <laughs> it, it, 
Or, or like, like uh, that's how you like spoof people to, for like fake pizza deliveries now. Like you just walk into a room with an Xbox, you only get ten large pizzas and just drive away. And then, oh, we got to pay for these things now. <laughs> you just while you're playing Halo, you just Xbox pizza. <laughs> you, well, you guys, you guys saw the commercial with uh, Paul Rudd and uh, what's his face from the uh, the Ravens, uh, Ray Lewis. No, nope. Oh, it's it's actually really funny. It's uh, so. Paul Rudd walks in and Ray Lewis is playing Madden and Ray Lewis is like, um, uh, like, you know, left side wide. I don't know football talk. He's left side wide out. And like, people are like, you know, changing and, and Paul Rudd's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, you can like call audibles. And like, he's like, oh, that's awesome. And, uh, and he's, and then Paul Rudd yells, uh, uh, like, uh, audible spike. And then like the, like the, the dude in the game, like just pulls back and like, you know, fourth down, like loses the ball. And then like Ray <laughs> Lewis wants to kill him. So it was pretty cool. Hey, all right. Uh, well, good job, new boy. It was a lot of fun stuff. Um, but have fun playing the Master System. That's some good stuff that you got in there. There really is. And then uh, Gamer Nick just bought everything, I think, right? Just he just went out, bought a Oof, store or two. Man, G- Gamer Nick is the dude that... Uh, you know when like you read about like people's scores who you know, and you're like, oh, I feel so good for that. Like, he's such a good guy. It's so great that he found all this stuff. So if you know him, you're really happy for him. If you don't know him, you know, all those collectors that post stuff that you don't know, and you're like, that mother? (laughs) (laughs) How did he buy all the things? Yeah, where did he get all the stuff from? But I will say, I'm a big fan of his taste in Super Nintendo hockey games. He got two, count them, two copies, complete copies of NHL 97 with John Van Beesbrook on the front. I'm just saying, you don't need two copies of that. And I have zero copies of that. <laughs> oh, listen to him. He's making a play here. He's making a play. <laughs> but yeah, so... We'll uh, give you oh, 30 man. laser discs for it. <laughs> <laughs> except, except Cool World. Probably you get really mad. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, Gamer Nick did a whole whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I got him a, a crown of trigger. Right. I think like mm-hmm. last month was like a big was it last month big Chrono Trigger month too or yeah I, yeah th- this right, month yeah. there was there was a handful but yeah like over the last yeah month we had a handful of people grabbing those yeah. complete ones too and then um go he got one right yeah <laughs> go not the second one one Joe and Mac um that's a fun one yeah it's not too bad like Joe and a fun Mac. Super Nintendo game uh Super Mario three yeah, definitely the yeah. best one. Probably right. All, yeah, all, all, and it's in a really a nice looking game. Like that's one that's. Uh, I mean, do you guys? Well, Duke, I know you don't. Um, <laughs> Crabby, and, oh, actually, uh, so Crabby, your card, you have cardboard on the N sixty four, right? Uh, yeah. Do you display any of your N sixty four boxes like facing forward? Because no. what I've started doing is like facing out, like you know, kind of like my prime games, mm-hmm. and Mario three is one that you have to face out. Uh, no, the only things I display out like that are like collector's editions and. And rarer things. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I do have a cardboard yeah. around my Mario three though. There you go. And speaking of Mario, you know, so got one of my favorite Dr. Mario sixty four. Yeah. Love the Doctor Mario. I can play that game. For I've never hours. played the sixty four version. Have you? Yeah, I actually haven't either. Uh, yeah, Krabby loves it. Yeah. You can, what's, you so what's go, different? You can go four player Doctor Mario. Oh, but still two D, right? Yeah, still it plays the same. It's Doctor Mario. They just you know threw on a couple extra players. So if you actually have four people, it's awesome. That does sound like fun. Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the same game. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. I haven't played it some... for a while. They might have another mode in there. I'm forgetting about, but mm. got some junky 32x game next, right? 
He got well. I mean, it is uh, it is a trickier to come across game. It's one of the ones that people like do kind of go after, like even people who aren't going for a full yeah, set. Yeah, because it's got that um, Sega or that Sonic appeal to it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh and no offense to uh, uh, Razor Knuckles, um, this is not my favorite game in the Sonic universe. <laughs> this one is really hard to play. It's hard, it's hard yeah, to it, live up it, to three D Blast, right? Right, yeah. That I mean, whole, it, it, like, two-person, like, tug on the ring thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, man. I mean, if you're thinking, if for people who haven't played it, if you're thinking, like, oh, it's a Sonic game, but you play as Knuckles. No. No. It's, it is, it's, it's like, like, imagine that you and another person are, like, connected by this, like, big bungee cord. Mm-hmm. But you can only control one of them. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, make the other one stand still and then stretch yeah. and, and then, yeah. like, let go and... And then you have to tell them, okay, I'm going to do like a dash. I need you to stop being planted in the ground as soon as I'm moving so that we can both move. But then if you don't do it at the right time, you just end up like standing there together. It's a really weird movement scheme. Um, but, uh, for, you know, for some reason, I mean, probably just that Sonic or Knuckles appeal. Um, it's it's still a title that, uh, you know, people go after. I think probably people think it's going to be a Sonic game. And then they uh, go, yeah. oh. And they had like all those weird characters, like the bee and the alligator and the yeah, really weird. Yeah, um, it was it was an oddball, but uh, it's uh, it's a special little game. <laughs> it's yeah, special. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but a bunch of NES manuals, uh, uh, decent ones. I mean, you got Donkey Kong Junior, which is not an easy manual to find, nope. um, especially for people who are looking for just the manual. I mean, a lot of people are just looking to complete those black box games. Um, so you got Urban Champion, uh, Gotcha is a little more common, Cubert, Batman. Uh, Strider, uh, Zelda, and uh, it—I didn't see it right at first, but it looks like uh, we got a John White spotting, uh, spotting rather. Yeah, yeah. And assimilate. Yeah, picked up a loose copy, huh? I'm always thrilled to see like those kind of games. Like, could you like? I would love a world where you just like walk into like like a thrift shop or something, and you find a homebrew game. <laughs> that world doesn't uh. exist, Bill. <laughs> it I, should. I, I did find a RetroZone cart at one one time, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's probably a, there's a, probably a better chance of that happening. I, there there is a 1990 World Championship uh, RetroZone cart that uh, retro of uh, my uh, local store I was able to pick up, like box and everything. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah, I wanted to buy it, but then I told him what it was, and he's like, "I'm just gonna hold on to this for like tournaments at the <laughs> store, like that's events fun. and stuff." Yeah, 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 I'm sure that'll be a blast. And then. Um, Moving on, he got some um, Ninja Assault. I don't know what's Ninja Assault. Isn't that a really bad PS2 game? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. I've never played it. Wait, Ninja Assault. For Bill to chime in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh no, I didn't realize it was on. It was on another page. Now Ninja Assault was a PlayStation 2 Namco GunCon game. It was, it was the least. Um, uh, you know, it's probably the least recognized, uh, uh of those games. Cause everyone knows like, uh, uh, time crisis, um, and point blank, right. uh, and those guys, but this, uh, like this one stood out to me. I actually, until I saw Gamer Nick come up with it, um, I hadn't seen this. So I've it's never heard like, of it. yeah, it's a big box Namco gun con two game. Yeah. Packed him with the gun con. That's pretty cool. That'd so be- yeah, I, I'm very curious to hear his thoughts on, uh, uh, how it plays, if he likes it. Um, and I know lots of people, I say this all the time, people are like, well, you just YouTube it. I'm like, yeah, but I like talking to people who, like, <laughs> who I know who have played stuff. So 
I'm waiting to hear back. Oh, and what's that? Is that a Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons manual? What is the deal this month, man? <laughs> I told the, you. What is the deal? I told you something's going on. Like, uh, like someone like who decided that they were going to corner the market on the Oracle games was just like, ah, them all screw this. <laughs> <laughs> and then two, uh, two for a nickel. Yeah, and then this uh, <laughs> this next thing. The Atari uh, twenty six hundred puzzle. Oh yeah, the the panda game, uh, and I and I, I mean not being a twenty six hundred guy, I wasn't familiar with it. But uh, dice puzzle, um, you know, he posted the picture of it, and then single banana, who's one of our resident uh, twenty six hundred experts, uh, immediately posted like, yeah, really jealous of the dice puzzle, uh, and he said that he doesn't have any panda games currently in his uh, very very uh, uh, illustrious uh, twenty six hundred collection. So I guess it was just this, uh, you know, unlicensed company that just started like throwing out Atari games. Uh, like everybody did. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem with Atari control. Like, yeah, how can you keep track of all that stuff? Eesh. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Banana and Shadow have talked about that at some point. Is that like it's kind of impossible to go for a twenty six hundred collection without specifying. Uh, you know certain criteria, yeah. especially with all with all the variants and labels and crazy stuff. If you ever well, want to complete it, you have to like define it very specifically. Well, and you know, and who can afford a copy of Air Raid anyway, right? Uh, one, one guy apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... if that guy didn't bid, no one was buying it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Air Raid is. I mean, how many copies are even known to exist? Not very many, like a handful. Uh, I think there's yeah, six. I, mean... I want to say, and like two of those have the box and one has the manual yeah i mean so you, good luck if you ever want to go i mean that's crazier than nes collecting oh yes any yeah day, oh yeah definitely day. um i think you'd probably have an easier time doing like a full ps2 set than even like a 2600 set probably i mean there's a yeah. lot of like you know obscure titles in there but people do it i, be, yeah. I bet it would cost you less too probably would <laughs> probably would um, and then, oh boy, I like this one. This is one right. of my favorite ones all month. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I, I love this set. And it looked pretty beautiful too. Yeah. I mean, it was it, like it, a great shape. It, it really did. My, uh, retro was, uh, uh sorry, uh, Retro Games Plus, um, hat, like I mentioned to my friend Chris, I was like, yeah, my, my buddy Duke, he's never, you know, got his hands on a, a Nintendo box and he really wants a power set. And he's like, oh, I have one in the back room. You want to see it? And he showed it to me and it's like. It was all right. Like it, it was a little bit of wear here. Like it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. It's yeah. like you see it and you're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Right. Um. And he wanted kind of like just about what it was worth. So I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But this power set. Oh, that's beautiful. The gamer Nick grabbed. I mean, there's a couple of like you know like little dents in it here and there, but it looks it looks like it's glowing. Yeah, it looks like you could have pulled it off the shelf from you yeah. know 1991. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. So I was house. gonna say that it's the same dents you. Have when you pick it up in the store, just bumping in when they put it on the shelf there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, that's really looks, nice. Congrats. Looks great, and I, and I think he said, uh, uh, excuse me, I think he said that that was a. Where was that? That was a um. A thrift shop. Because hmm. I think because I think everything you picked up that like because everything else in the other pictures they all have like little like two and three dollar price tags on them. Man, I think I would flip out if I found something like that in a thrift shop. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just it didn't happen anymore. Nope. Um, boy, picked up a, a Princess Tomato manual, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's another one that, uh, yeah, oof, I mean, 
And I, 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 and I was told a while ago that the cart was hard to come across, but actually it doesn't seem like it's too crazy anymore. Nah, I don't think it's that bad. Not compared but, to some of the other ones, anyway. Right, but it, it's one of those ones where, like, the box and manual are, I think, trickier to come across uh, than, than, you know, your average, so. Yeah. yeah. Definitely cool to come across that Princess Tomato manual. Yeah, very good, G- very good. Great shape, too. And then, um, got some... A couple systems, right? So a Super Nintendo and a N64 with a expansion pack in it. And you picked up uh, one of my favorite N64 games, Rogue Aquadon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a good one, isn't it? There it is. Yeah, there I it didn't is. see that. Aquadron. I love it. <laughs> one letter you know, I, i'm just going to throw this out there if lucas arts actually had made rogue aquadron they would still be in business would still be in business today oh man that's so awesome and the a is right next to the s it sounds cooler than squadron anyway doesn't it actually it? Like really it. does yeah. aquadron i it's i can't believe that changing one letter would alter the word that much. <laughs> and make it that awesome it changes the way the entire word flows. That's so awesome. Rogue Aquadron. Love it. <laughs> and and that's the game that really, I, I'm telling you, the Rogue Aquadron title screen <laughs> oh, here we the go. expansion pack versus the Rogue Aquadron title screen with the expansion pack. You won't even, you, you'll, you'll imagine how you could have ever looked at that title screen without the expansion pack. <laughs> you know, I want to throw something out here. Um, while we're talking about N64 and expansion packs, remember... When you bought the expansion pack, you know, it came in the box, you had the expansion pack, and you had that goofy little tool. <laughs> yeah, the little Absolutely. Great, that little plastic out. tool yep. to pop black, the one little, out. Yep, little black thing that would, like, kind of wedge under that you could pop the old the jumper pack out yeah. with. tell me somebody who actually still has that thing. I think I got uh, mine floating around, I had it until around, I sold actually. it last year. What's that? I think I still got mine floating around. Really? Yeah. I've looked the, everywhere for mine. I can't find it. You can just the use only... a butter knife. I don't think most well, people know, really kept it. Yeah. <laughs> I can still yeah, do yeah, it, but yeah, but he's a purist. <laughs> no, I, I just I want to have it because that's it. Right. I'm like, it, well, I where mean, did you it gotta, go? Would you, you display you it nicely checked. on the shelf? Or, or, or <laughs> no, just what it. an odd thing. You know, they had to make a special tool. Yeah, and then of course, I mean, I guess most people probably just threw it away since they were done. But I mean, I had mine. I don't know where it went. Yeah, I had uh, the only reason I had one is I found uh, in like a whole lot that I bought like probably a couple of years ago by now. Um, I, I there was a boxed, uh, uh, or sorry, it wasn't a boxed expansion pack. It was everything. Uh, it was like uh, it was the box, the manual, the the cardboard insert, the jumper pack because they had you know put the jumper pack in where the expansion pack was, and the tool. Um, I had it like on display for a while with a bunch of my boxes and after a little bit I just didn't care about it so I threw it up in the sale thread and um, it actually took a while to sell but uh, you know somebody wanted to display it so well if somebody has a one of those stupid tools sitting around and you don't <laughs> want it you'd send it my way <laughs> I can't find the dang because I remember just a little while back I was Your looking for it your wife probably saw it on a shelf and was like what the hell is this garbage still doing here yes, probably, and, no, yeah, no. Were, were, were your guys moms like, uh, like growing up my mom wouldn't throw anything out because she thought it was something to like one of our toys or video games so like she would always like leave like a pile of like you know screws or plastic bits <laughs> or whatever and it was like she was like what's the like she could be like across the the lawn like what is this like tiny little plastic thing it's like, oh that's michelangelo's like, <laughs> yeah. just 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 put it put it with him it's okay like he lo- it's a uh, no but, we were uh, kind of but, the opposite if it wasn't in our bedroom it would go in the garbage Oh, death yeah. to Smoochie. I couldn't put up with that. Oh, well, I, like, I just uh, got used to hoarding things in my room. 
<laughs> I had like oh, the, the and... back. You know how when you like open your Ninja Turtle when you're a kid, you keep the back for like an extra month because you want to look at sure. the guys you could buy. I had mm-hmm. like a huge box full of the backs of action figures <laughs> in my room when I moved out to like when I was like 19 or whatever, like 20 so had, years worth so of these had, things almost. That's fun. So you had like you had like a, a makeshift like Turtles catalog. Pretty much, yep. Yeah, that's cool. That is funny. Um, but back to back yeah. there, we had a few other odds ends. Yeah, some um, more Star Wars goodies too. Uh, Do you have some Super Star Wars? And I yeah. love, I, I love, I love Episode One Racer. Episode uh, One Racer, really good. Yeah. I was surprised. Really, really like it. Have you ever played would, would, it on the mode where you use two controllers to do it? That's too? exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, that was it's, awesome. It's, it's actually pretty, uh, I don't know if it was the inspiration for, but it feels similar to, you know, like the arcade version where you just have the two oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, throttles uh, for your, you know, for your two engines. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, th- I mean, the, the arcade game's cool, but like, I feel like the uh, the N64 and Dreamcast versions, um, I actually don't know if the Dreamcast version supports that two controller mode, though. Not sure. That would be, you'd be near impossible to try to do it. Yeah, I mean, with the, with the N64 controller having that kind of, you know, central. Pistol grip. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had that pistol grip. Yeah, Man, that was that, so much that fun. That was a really cool like Easter egg after we were done the game. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. I played that thing to death. Yeah, I love that game. I actually I dated a girl um, when I was in Florida, uh, who like we we're just hanging out like, the, like one of the first times we hung out, and she was like, uh, "Oh, you want like I have an N sixty four. You want to play?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do this." And she brought out Episode One Racer, and I was like, "Oh, I love this game." And she was like, "I have to warn you." I'm really good at this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, like, that's, that's cool. And then she's like, no, seriously. Like I, I dated a guy who like, like who told me there's no way I was going to beat him. And I beat him and he got really upset. So I just like to warn people <laughs> like, up front. And I, I was like, bruise your fragile male yeah. ego. And I was like, oh, thank you for warning me. But I think I got this. And then she and trashed then, you, right? I actually, I beat her the first race and she got upset. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> You were trying to tell me not to get upset, and now you're upset. And she was like, I really didn't think there was any way you were going to win. <laughs> so, I mean, we went back and forth, which is the it's the best kind of person to play with is someone right at your level. So we had fun. Good deal. Good deal. And then um, I picked up uh, N64 Game Sharks. The N64 Game Shark was really kind of weird. Yep. What did that dis- – I don't even remember what that display did. Why did it have that little red LED number display? You had like a button on the front, and it would change, but I can't remember for the life of me exactly what it did. Yeah, I remember it would display like one or two digits, like numbers or letters, and I have no idea what they were. Yeah, and I remember there was like so many. They were like different versions, so you, you know, they would like even like later ones be like one point one, one point two. You know, I had a friend who had a couple of them around the house. We used to mess around with. I can't remember what the LED numbers meant either. Yeah, it's been a long time. I have one. You know, of course, who didn't have a Game Shark back then? But that's yeah. what you had to have a Game Shark. Yeah, back when they were still like the thing. Yeah, yeah. You guys remember when they then they made consoles? You're like, oh, I can't use a Game Shark on these now. <laughs> yeah, like this oh, sucks. I remember, I, I remember when PlayStation One, like before it went down to the you know the slim one. Because um, the early PlayStation ones, they had that little I/O port on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And then the later versions didn't have that. Yeah, no game so if shark. you had, so if you had an earlier version of uh, uh, of the PlayStation, you would just you know pop it into the back of the I/O port. But then, like on a later version, there was like a disc swap. Remember, like you had to you had to boot up the oh, disc. Oh yeah. And then it, and then you had to set the codes up, and then it's like okay, we got the codes loaded into like the memory card that you had to put in. Then it's like 
without pressing power, <laughs> open up the tray, put in the game, and put it in and hit reset. So it was like it became a whole procedure. Yeah. Oh man. And I remember. Do you remember there was a PC card that you could get that would interface with the Game Shark for PlayStation One and Saturn, and you could use it with a PC to help program codes. I uh, I remember that. I never got into that. I did have a Dex drive though, which I oh loved. yeah, Dex drive. Loved the Dex drive because I really, really had like I don't know why, but I had like so many more save files than I knew what to do with, and I really did want to back them up. Uh, I didn't want to buy like a ton of memory cards, so I like uploaded them all to the PC, and it was glorious. <laughs> I've got something similar for PlayStation One. Like when I first bought it, I bought this thing, and it's it's like a memory card that plugs in, but it's attached to a floppy disk drive. Oh, weird! And you can back up your memory card to floppy disk. So that way you can like reuse uh, it and whatnot. So yeah, right. I've still got this thing in a bunch of stack of floppy disks <laughs> with saves. And you know, it was funny. Just when the PlayStation Three came out, I got whatever that converter thing. You know, where you could like transport you know your cards over into like PS Three saves. I forgot that, about that, that thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and the discs all still worked. I got like all those saves for all those PS One games and like transferred them over. And now the future of Sony is going to screw me over and I'm not going to be able to transfer onto PS4. So screw you, Sony. Well, you have a PS3, so it sounds like you're doing okay. Yeah. But, you know, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Backwards compatibility. Hey, well, so real quick, let's, let's just get through all the rest of the cool stuff he's got real quick. Okay. So Aladdin, because he was really excited about the community playthrough <laughs> coming up. So he got a, a complete Aladdin. He got a, a couple PC titles, uh, uh, Malopoly Star Wars. Um, <laughs> he got Doom 3, um, which people gave us some crap for being, you know, dark and predictable. I thought it was kind of cool. Monster closets, man. It, yeah, that's, oh. that's, that's, what, that's what people say. And here's what I say to them. <laughs> Leave me alone. It really wasn't that good. It was, ugh, it's, it's, yeah, but it's Doom. Like, you, here's a gun. Kill all the stuff that comes on the screen. There's I a problem. Played, it wasn't Doom. It was Doom. No. It says it right on the front. Yeah, no. <laughs> he also got War of the Ring, which I guess you're going to tell me wasn't Lord of the Rings. Not Lord of the Rings, so whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fable. Uh, oh, sorry, and I missed the other Star Wars title. Empire at War Collection, which is a uh, 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 real, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, real-time strategy, an RTS uh, collection. Pretty good, if you like uh, Star Wars and RTS. I never played the first Fable on Xbox. You guys play that? Yeah, only played. I only played two. <laughs> I only played two. I like Krabby. Krabby, you're so pithy. <laughs> so pithy. Yet I've been saving that one for the right game. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have spent it on Knuckles, uh, on Knuckles Chaos, and you were like, "No, I got to hold on to this." Yeah. Fable's coming Fables up in a little coming bit. Coming up right away. <laughs> Is Fable that bad on the Xbox? I didn't like it, and this was yeah, back at the it. time when. I, you know, I kind of bought into the hype, like, you know, yeah, Fable's going to be this so amazing much. game. And then like five hours later, I'm done it. I'm like, oh, you know, that was not really mm. any different than any other role playing game I've played. Are you kidding, and, and, you kidding and me? Peter bi- Molyneux hypes games that are not good? What? Well, this was the yeah, first I time gonna, I really fell I, for it, yeah. I guess. So <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. Like, I, like what I love about Peter Molyneux is that. He honestly believes that everything he's working on is going to change the way you play video <laughs> games forever. Milo and the, on the connect. And the thing is, I love that there's a person out there that honestly believes that and honestly strives for that. I'm re- I'm really gen- I'm not mad, but I'm really genuinely upset that that is not the case oh, with man. with any of his games. Yeah. Fable Two wasn't bad. Oh, they're yeah, they're good. 
But I mean, like the thing is, he's so good at telling you this is what I want this game to be. And I'm like, Peter, go do it. Please, please do it. That sounds great. Please do it. And then he brings me a thing. And then I'm like, oh, good try. (laughs) No, you can see where it's had like its roots in other games now. But I don't know. At the time, it was really underwhelming. Yeah, I had a friend. I have friends who, uh, one friend, especially uh, my friend Jamie, loves it. It's like the only game he played. And then when Fable 2 came out, he borrowed my Xbox 360 and played through all of Fable 2 in like a week and then gave me the Xbox back. And I said, do you like it? And he's like, well, the cover of the game, it shows that like if you if you end up bad, you get, your eyes will turn red. And my eyes never turned red. <laughs> and I said, that's the one thing about this. You played this game for like a solid week. That's what you had to bring to me. He's like, yeah, I really wanted my eyes to be able to go red. And they, and they don't. Nice. You know, but um, you could have an undead wife in that one. hey Just don't give her a phoenix down. I remember playing, I played that a lot um, for whatever reason. Never played the third one. Heard bad things. So. Yeah, me too. I After the first one, I've had no interest in the series. Yeah. Two, I two wasn't like, bad. They, wasn't they bad. actually, they gave two away, like, briefly. Um, I forget what it was, but it was like, uh, they like, it was like a giveaway, like an Xbox Live sale or something. So I have it. Uh, like the DLC, I know, I know, it's not real, but I have like the DLC. It's like on my Xbox uh, 360's hard drive. I just haven't, you know, fired it up. Well, there you go. Yeah, I remember my played it. And I was so disappointed that my friends to try Jade Empire, and that one did it for me. That was a much better game that I was looking for. That kind of had you know the good and evil, the choices and stuff like that. Right, right. That's that's and, the one out of those Bioware games I've not gone right. back and played yet. Oh, I, I need to go played back through and that play one, that. like with every character, good and bad. Like it's really fun. I liked it. I need to go back. But me, me too. That's on my like There's go back retro list. Maybe three games that I, I justify owning my Xbox for. I hate that system, and Jade Empire is one of them. And and then Blood Wake is the other. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you like the KOTOR games, though? Uh, nope, hate them. Ah! Hate them. Ah! Okay, I tried so we, probably, <clears throat> we probably should end the show forever. If, if they would have you know, thrown the Aquadron in there, I would have really enjoyed them, I'm sure. <laughs> it is. It's an Easter egg. you got to uncover it. <laughs> oh, I just didn't play long enough. I know. All right. I, I, I will tell you, like, I do, like, I liked Knights, the, the KOTOR games. I don't like them as much as everyone else in the universe seems to like them, Aww. but but I, I do like them. But I I do see a lot of the beginnings of Mass Effect in the first Kotor. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't really like Karth very much, but I loved HK forty seven or whatever. Oh yeah, um, I think he was. I think he was everybody's the writing uh, on their top list. Oh my gosh, the writing for that character was hilarious. Yep. Oh man. Anyway, Kotor foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so up next we've got um, Zagnorch, right? Yep, up north we got Zag next. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he found well, he found a couple games, but he also found some mysterious symbol of power, right? Yeah, and courage. Uh, was, was it wisdom? I, I think he defeated Purple Ganon to get this next <laughs> one. Found the Triforce. He found the Triforce. Now, where exactly did he uh, find uh, this? Does he live near it? Um, uh, he's, I mean, he mentions it's the greatest score of all. It looks like it's, <laughs> it looks like it's some sort of nature trail, um, at the site of English town, uh, at Camp Mount Madonna. Now, and I the, think what he, 
he really should have put though is he found the Triforce symbol on the sign because that means that's just like pointing you towards the temple where the Triforce is located. You still have to go get be. it, right? Or it could be right under your feet. Um, the, other, <laughs> the other thing he pointed out was that uh, this uh, shrine was dedicated on October uh, 1992, um, which was the same year Link to the Past was released. So uh, ah. uh, he's, he's doing some investigatory work. <laughs> so maybe if you time travel to the Dark World of 1992... There is a shadowy find... place in that picture. <laughs> uh, but he did pick up a couple of legitimate games, right? Well, one of those legitimate. Alright, and that's KOTOR. KOTOR 2. Awesome. Yes, KOTOR oh, 2. Discworld 2. Yeah, come on. What? No, come on, man. Discworld? Yep. Are you a Discworld fan, Krabby? Um, I've only played the second one. It's it's not bad. It's not, it's bad. not bad. That's a ringing endorsement. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite game. I would not chew my own hand off if I had to play <laughs> Well, that. I'm going to take the knot out for the next one you're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Next one, KOTOR 2. Uh, KOTOR was fun. No. Bill, you played KOTOR, right? Both of us? I, pl- I played the first one. I didn't play the second one. What? <laughs> I didn't play the second I'm sorry. I didn't play the second one. I'm the only one that played both Bill of refuses those? to play sh- Star Wars games without Aquadrons in them. <laughs> <laughs> there should be an Aquadron in that game. I remember writing to... Uh, to Bioware and saying, yo, Aquadron's my favorite. <laughs> They'll put that in the next one just for you. They'll name one of their characters Bill with one L and, in to. the Aquadron. <laughs> but yeah, I picked up KOTOR 2. I've, I've still, I'm uh, I'm trying to find a, a, an affordable copy of that one still. It's um, Every time I find it, it's like, they want like 20 bucks. and I don't know. To me, in my head, 20 bucks is a little high, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just wrong. It's been kind of sitting around that range for a few years now. It's pretty cool, though. You know, it's kind of like I think, Bill, you said before about KOTOR. It's you know, like the genesis of the Mass Effect. You can see the seeds of that stuff in there. I, yeah, I really do. Like from, uh, you know, just like the exploration of the, like that huge, like you would end up in a huge area, like the spaceport kind of early on in the game. And you're you're exploring, you're talking to people, you're getting like a whole bunch of like side quests that have to do with that area as well as like main story quests. Um, it like just that whole style of Mass Effect gameplay like really seems to have kind of uh, uh, had its first uh, you know public uh, showing in uh, Kotor. So did you play that on PC or did you play that on Xbox, Bill? Xbox. Okay. Yeah, that was right. that was back. Uh, uh, I don't think now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it came out on PC right away. Am I wrong? I'm not a PC guy. I'm not sure if it yeah. was a simultaneous launch or not. I, I could have sworn it was only on Xbox at first, and then it went to PC a bit later. Uh, but someone can correct me if that's not right. Um, but yeah, could definitely be. played it on Xbox uh, on Xbox first. Cool, cool. So fun stuff. So um, Zach Norch got a lot of truckload of other things, but we'd be here all night, I think, <laughs> if, we, if we went through the rest. But those were just a couple gems that we wanted to point out. Um, next, I never know how to say this name. Focasis? Is that okay? Focasis. I would like could it be like Focasi? Focasis? Focasis? I don't know. Uh, no matter how you say it, I'm mad at him because he picked up no, your favorite um... solver box games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they just those, keep on co- those... the, the best part is autocorrect has no problem with the word solver. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the the Konami solver box. Konami right? solver like, box. Great. Kind of solver box games. He got uh, Gradius for uh, I think he said like less than eleven. Pretty bucks. cheap, yeah. 
Oh, and you man. still need that one, right? Yeah, that's one of the two that's uh, actually I did pick up a uh, Lone Ranger um in in a lot uh, not too long ago. So Lone Ranger was one that I'd actually forgotten about. I was like, "Oh yeah, like that's totally a silver." Yeah, box. it's like the oddball um, one everyone seems to forget about. Yeah. And then oh. I'm not sure if I count Ninja Turtles 3 because the front like what makes it a silver box to me is a lot to do with the front cover art, like that very specific style. Mm-hmm. And Ninja Turtles 3 definitely does not have that, but the spine is silver with the title over it. So even though I don't consider it a silver box game, I will be putting it right alongside my other ones when I get that it. That game has some of my favorite box art on any NES game. I love the yeah. Turtles 3 art. Still say you need to go for those European Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I will. Uh, uh, Probotector, um, what was it? Uh, Roller Games is silver over there. Um, Probotector Sna- 2. Uh, Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge are silver over there. And Silent Service. Silent yeah. Service, the big I, I one. might have to go for that one. Yeah, I think I think I literally I think when my U.S. Uh, silver boxes are done, I will start keeping an eye out. I mean, and as far as like uh, uh, the European stuff goes, I think I'm pretty much going to have to you know resort to eBay or overseas trading for that. Sure. Um, now you picked up a couple other odds and ends, right? Yes, yeah, more got, solvers. He got the Adventures of Boy Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Adventure, Adventures of No Neck Billy and uh, Jack <laughs> Nicholas Golf. Which, for oddly enough, was it was a tricky one for me to track down, but another another solver box. Um, uh, track and Field Two. I didn't have trouble finding that one. Track and Field One actually uh, kind of threw me for a little bit. Blades of Steel. Uh, I actually do have uh, uh, the box and the manual for the uh, the red box, Blades of Steel. I believe that was Banana who hooked me up with that. Um, I had already sent my red label cart to Krabby because he wanted to have one. So now I'm looking for another red label Blades of Steel <laughs> cart to complete oh, that. Oh, no way. But, uh, yeah, wah, it's, wah, it's wah, no big deal. I mean, that's, I'll come across that cart yeah. for, you know, it's, it's just yeah. or something. Funny that that happened. It's just one yeah. bit. Yeah, right? You just get so, a comb um, eBay. You'll find one, yeah, cheap. I'm sure, yeah. And then, um, excuse me, um, it's I, you know, it's not a ter- it's not uh, hard to find at all. But I just like the Super Game Boy. Yeah, well, I mean, next to the Game Boy Player on GameCube, it's pretty yeah. awesome, right? Yeah. And you had the borders, right? Why didn't? That's my question, right? So you had the ga- the borders in Super Game Boy. Why did those same borders not work in the Game Boy Player? Weird, right? Yeah. Why couldn't they do that? Maybe they the lost a licensing agreement <laughs> with the with the clip art company that they got the borders from. Oh, and speaking crime. of, and we were speaking to SimCity earlier. There's that SimCity uh, Super Nintendo cart, right in that uh, same lot. And he also got uh, Castlevania Chronicles. Now that was um, uh, uh, Symphony of the Night. And what was the other one in that game? Um, are we talking about the PSP one? No, the the PlayStation original PlayStation Castlevania Chronicles. Mm, I don't know what was in that one. I don't recall. Yeah, I can't see either. Quite honestly, I don't I have be, it. I might be thinking of the PSP. There was one Castlevania PSP one had that had Symphony, but you couldn't play it until you unlocked it by playing that, the like the. That's the PSP yeah, one. That's yeah. the PSP. Okay, I'm thinking of the wrong yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, not sure what's on that one. I would have to go back and honestly look. I don't think I own that copy of that game. He gets um. Couple other odds and ends. Um, Steel Talons. Did you guys ever play Steel Talons or like the arcade version of Steel Talons? Nope. I don't think so. I remember playing that when I was a. They had that like at the Putt Putt. So, <laughs> uh, not Wait, that it was you, a great you, game or anything. So you, but... you call it Putt Putt too? Well, that's what it was. It was Putt Putt. Putt Putt Golf and Games. That's the name Krabby, of the place. If you, 
Krabby, if you up where you live, if you go to a place where you're just putting, <laughs> what is that? What is that place called? Mini golf. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying one's right or wrong. It's just it's interesting. You meet people like my wife calls it putt putt because it was that's what it was. Where you know in Buffalo, um, but uh, you know here in New England, that's mini golf. Hmm. Well, the place I went to was actually was putt putt. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that was the name of the building. I mean, it's the business, oh, so, right? Okay, well, so they ha- so what happened was they they had miniature golf at the business called Putt Putt. Yes, well, that's what a Putt Putt <laughs> business is. Well, it's and, the name of she, a company that has miniature golf courses. And there was a theme song. It was uh, Putt Putt for the fun of it. Oh, <laughs> for the fun of it. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah, because I when I lived in Oklahoma, I um. We had putt putt there, and then I moved back here, and then we had putt putt here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was a franchise. I thought yes. That you, I thought that you called the sport putt putt. No, it's a franchise. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense to me now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they um, they would have miniature golf, and then on the. I thought it was. A, I would... thought it was a soda versus pop argument. No, soda. no, miniature golf, then like an arcade inside, you know. Kind of, or like, like this one had steel like batting cages and stuff outside too. So it's kind of like that scene in Karate Kid, right, where they go to the, uh, the arcade. That's all I want. With the, you know? <laughs> that's all I, want. I, I I said it. I think on Facebook a while. Like, if, if, can someone please like that's what I want. Like for my birthday, I want to go to the date montage from Karate Kid. <laughs> like, I want a roller skate. I want mini golf. I want laser tag. I want arcade. We don't have one of those anymore. That place is still there, though. You know that that place that was uh, yes. in the movie. Yeah, the place out in California. Yeah, it's actually like on a lot of the tours, like when you like you know the, the drive-by tours. If Elizabeth Shue was there, I would go. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-seven, Elizabeth Shue. I or... don't care now, Elizabeth Shue. I don't <laughs> care. Are you kidding me? Talk about childhood dreams. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then he um, he got Turok, right? Do you guys ever play Turok? Yeah. I played Turok 1 and 2. Oh, man. Turok is... I mean... Ooh, I had a friend yeah, who was really into it when it was new. He played it all the time. He had all of them. I couldn't get into it. It had a really cool idea I, at the time. Yeah. I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid, but I just couldn't play it. The arrows, yeah, right? The I, love, I, love the, I love the 30-foot blood sprays <laughs> out of people's necks <laughs> in that Although, game. I forget which like Turok the... had it, but that cerebral bore weapon was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome. I think we talked about that I before. Think so, that was yeah. so awesome. Whenever yeah, because you would that, just shoot uh, it, and it would just, like, right into their head. <laughs> <with> <laughs> <some> <laughs> <blood>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I hear that uh, Twisted Sister song, um, I Want to Rock, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always hear it as he wants to play this game. Because it starts off like, I want to rock, but then he slows it down. He's like, I want to rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You need to edit a YouTube video, music video now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. Uh, And he also picked up um, some classic literature, right? Anything by Jeff Rovin's classic, yep. How to to win at the Nintendo games? (laughs) Gotta know how to win at them. Nintendo tapes. <laughs> I'm still looking for four. I don't have four. That's the one I'm missing too. Yeah, I've got both versions of the first one. I got second, third. I got Super Nintendo. I don't have Game Boy. I don't have Mario Brothers. I don't have four. Yeah, always on. Somebody, somebody needs I to. I only have two so far. Somebody needs to remedy that problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Donkey Kong Game Boy. Do you guys play Donkey? Man, that was so good. Did you guys play Donkey Kong Game Boy? I didn't play it. Yep. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a Game Boy, though. 
Krabby, Donkey Kong, Game Boy? Nope, just Donkey Kong Land for me. All right, do yourselves both a favor. Get, if you don't already have a copy of Donkey Kong on Game Boy, go get it and then play it. It's awesome because it starts off like Donkey Kong. You think, oh, okay, I'm just playing Donkey Kong. And then, like, once you beat that level, that last bit of it's like, then it opens up and there's like all these crazy Donkey Kong levels afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. It's, and it's, it's really cool. You guys ought to check it out. A lot it of fun. It actually does sound cool. Play it in your Super Game Boy. Play it in your Super Game Boy. With the cool backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, trust me. It's really awesome. If you haven't played it, you really, it's not just Donkey Kong. You really owe it to yourself. All right, I'm sold. And then our, <laughs> there you go. I'm telling, and it's not expensive. It's really great. RPG Maker did they like had that whole series of Maker games, yeah, right? Been a few, yeah, Fighter Maker. Yeah, I actually think this would has the potential to work out much better. Um, you know, in this time as opposed to the time that it came out in, if nothing else, because like you could make your own RPG, and then it was like awesome. Now. I can play the RPG that I made. Whereas like, <laughs> now, if you know this was a thing, you could upload it. You could, yeah, you could then like you know share like you know, even if it was just like a couple of levels. Like here, I made this like you know thirty-five minute crazy awesome dungeon. So um, this is one that I picked up a while ago from Fibro Freak. Actually, I bought RPG Maker from, and uh, I haven't uh, I dabbled a tiny bit with it, but it's uh, I always thought the idea was really cool. How on earth would you survive trying to write out lengthy dialogue with an on-screen keyboard? <laughs> I, I could do it. I would have like uh, an, uh, I would have a helper, <laughs> some some immigrant labor or something. Yeah. That would I, I, I bet I bet you could. Uh... Oh, that's right. Yeah, there wasn't a keyboard for the PS2. Yeah. Was there like an unofficial keyboard? Wasn't there like a USB like unofficial keyboard for PS2? I wonder if that would work. There's no USB for the PS2. Slot, so you can plug a keyboard in. Yeah, but this was a PS1 okay. game. I thought Bill said PS2, though. There was a version on the PS2, I believe, of the RPG Maker. Was there? Yeah. I thought this was a PlayStation 1 This game, one is, yeah. Maybe but they I made... think there's another oh, one yeah. later on. Yeah. Ah, okay. Maybe they made RPG Maker Something 2. Something like that. So. Yeah. They definitely did. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that would make much more sense at that point in time. Because, man, could you imagine just... Yeah. Having to type in, like, 600 pages of dialogue. Yeah, it's it's You'd why no one it sends down. like messages on their on their consoles. Like they have like the chat pad for 360 and everything. It helps a little bit, but I've got I mean, one. Why, of those. Yeah, I do too. And it, and it, I only use it to like enter in like my username and password for certain things. Like everything else, it's like I'm just gonna talk to that person. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk, man? Forget that. And then we move on to uh, Mr. Understatement. Right. Understatement no. looks like a pretty snazzy laser disc player. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if I pointed this laser out yet or not. Point. I've got some. Uh, I guess if you're looking for laser discs, I have them. <laughs> or some, right? I have all of them. <laughs> well, maybe except, you'll hold it. Except for, of course, Cool World. Nice. Oh yes, nice. that's that's already reserved. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about that for some reason, and I have no way to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find a way. I will find, find a way. Find pull that pull that laser active out that you've got no doubt sitting around. Yeah. Right? Not yet. You have a laser active? Oh, I want a laser I active. I don't. He's just teasing. <laughs> oh, good. I feel better once he that you don't his, have one. Once he starts his um, you know, gaming metropolis up down there, then he'll then find the it, laser I'm disc sure. players will be flowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did get some um sixty four games, yeah, right? A bunch of decent decent titles. 
Yeah. Conquer? Have you, fin- have you finished all of them, Crab? Um, not Conquer, no. I, d- I didn't like that one at the time because the language really put me off. Mm-hmm. I never played it. Um, yeah, never played Conquer, it. What, Mario 64, a couple of the Mario parties, some Star Fox. I like Star Fox 64. I do, too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, repl- I'm replaying, uh, what do you call it, I'm playing Star Fox on the 3DS right now. Mm. Yeah, good stuff, right? And then uh, over to our old fellow Canadian buddy Fleach. Yeah, right? Fleach. Now he picked a couple of things up, Small like um, yeah, Radiata Stories. You guys familiar with that one? A little bit. Uh, played I'm not it? actually. I haven't put. A, I've got a copy. I've never yeah, played. I put it. much time into it. I put like half an hour into it. Just kind of wanted to see uh, what it was. I don't think I put enough time into it to actually game, figure right? that out, though. Yeah. I- I kind of thought that I knew about all the Square PS2 RPGs, but I I guess this one slipped by me. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I've, I've not played that one a whole it's lot either. I mean, the art on those are always beautiful. Yeah, but... it seems like one of those hidden gems. Like I don't remember anyone talking about it when the PS2 was out, but now a lot of people really, really love the game. Well, good, good. And then um, Seventh Saga yeah, for the Super Nintendo. That's a really cool one. I remember playing that when I was a kid. I've got that one. I've played it yeah. a long time ago. I don't know if I've given it any time recently. Oh, I put but... a ton of time into it and got nowhere when I was a kid. I, I probably spent 30 or 40 say... hours and barely got past like the first dungeon. Didn't that one and ActRaiser kind of come out pretty close to each other? They might have. I remember renting I remember it playing time, around yeah. that time. I remember, yeah, I remember playing like a truckload of ActRaiser, but not like 7th Saga so much. Because this ActRaiser was great. ActRaiser was great. And then Axelay. Remember Axelay was around there too? Ugh, oh, man. I don't like that one. You don't like Axelay? No. Oh, All right, fine. You're a Phalanx guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like shooters. I, I right, like shooters. Just the good ones. You Gradius, know. Gradius 3? Yeah, I'm not a big Gradius guy either. <laughs> <laughs> I like shooters, just the good ones, yeah. but none of the ones that you'll ever hey, mention. You sold me on Xanic. I like Xanic. All right, yeah, compile is pretty go. awesome. Oh, Space Megaforce. Do you have Space Megaforce? No, I don't. That is, that's compile. That is amazing on the Super Nintendo. You need that All one. All right, it's on the list. If you like Xanic, if you like Xanic, you'll love Space Megaforce. And it has an awesome title screen. The guy goes, Space <laughs> Megaforce, <laughs> presented by Toho. Oh, you just love the the audio in those old games, don't you? Do your B-52 bomber for awesome. us. awesome. B-52 bomber. <laughs> 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 oh, that they got a gift from uh, Razor Knuckles, right? Mm-hmm. I, I won't try to make any noises about this one. Whoa, what's, what's the problem? I can't really make the Dreamcast logo. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were okay. I misunderstood. Making farting noises yeah, into the so, mic. Uh, so yeah, Razor sent a Fleetcha uh, uh, a Dreamcast. I mean, because he has them just lying around the place. <laughs> Who doesn't? Jeez. Just, just just sent him a Dreamcast, uh, like a whole. Uh, hookup cables, couple controllers, a VMU even. Um, yeah, so it's that's really I guess Fleech must have mentioned that he didn't have a Dreamcast or awesome. Razor or Razor just sensed it <laughs> because he can sense households in countries that don't have uh, Dreamcast, and then he just mailed it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a ver- very cool. And he, uh, of course, I mean you got to send a couple Sonic games, so we got a Genesis uh, Sonic One and Three, and uh, Fable Three. So just like a handful of. Uh, handful of gift cool cool 
And um, over then to Mr. Johnny Nintendo. I haven't seen as much from Mr. Johnny Nintendo lately. He's but... been posting a little bit, yeah, but he kind of went on like a hiatus there for a while. Well, I think he spent everything he had. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for a while he was loading up. Well, did, but... well didn't, he, uh, didn't he have a life event? Oh, twins, right. He might just yeah. be busy. twins. But he was still buying at that yeah. time. So Yeah, he was. He spent, I guess. Good dude. I still have the card from him. I think I actually still owe him a game. Like, I think, like, in, like, a sale or a trade that we did, um, I, like, I was, you know, it was in my favor a little bit, so I still, like, owe him a thing, so. But, uh, well, so he, like, he was asking sees... about Bubble Bobble 2 there. You can just send him one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, he doesn't need it to be real, right? Like, I can just, I can just Sharpie the number two on a Bubble Bobble 1 card. <laughs> He'll be happy with that. That's good enough. It's yeah. good enough. Um, but he picked up a Super Famicom import. Uh, another shooter. Have you played this one? Acrobat mission. Now I kind of looked at the video of this one for a minute, and it looks, it looks all right, I guess, as far as shooters go. It didn't seem too impressive, but um, it's definitely one I never, I've never heard of before. So it's kind of cool to pick something like that. If I ever come across one cheap, I would pick it up just for fun. I like shooters. Sure, it looks like your typical space shooter fair. So, you know, the thing that gets me, I was seeing the other day. You guys play Truxton on the Genesis? No. <laughs> no okay All right. i was hoping for something answers no yeah yeah no i totally played it it was great truxton was like an early really early genesis like shooter release and to me i've like had truxton for an eternity and to me it was always like oh this is just like a gotta be a dollar or two game so the other day that's it's not selling i mean it's getting up there a little bit i'm like really is there like a resurgence for truxton <laughs> or something but yeah i hadn't uh i hadn't ever heard that word <laughs> oh well you should check out truxton if is you it a shooter it. Yes, it's a, it's a space shooter. Okay. Is it like uh, Giga Wing 2? <laughs> no, exactly. But you, the weapons are kind of cool. You know, it's pretty neat. So I would say it's check it out. It's got an X in the title. Oh. It does, because everything sounds cooler. Unnecessary X. X. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of X's in titles, next we have Mr. Nine-Tailed Demon Fox. X-Tailed Demon. <laughs> That's that right. Is what I used to call him. <laughs> <laughs> because because I think because it's 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 nine tailed right yep. like nine tailed theme yeah so it's you gotta really pay attention to that one <laughs> right right now he the game he got was nothing that was um, too terribly crazy but oh we want I wanted to just talk for a minute about the Final Fight games on Super Nintendo so he picked up the original Final Fight on Super Nintendo right awesome game yeah yep so. Since we're at a show about collecting and stuff, you know, it's always good. You know, you guys know about the Final Fight, and then they had, like, Final Fight Guy, yes. right? Yes. And the whole reason behind all of that and everything, right? Didn't they say they couldn't fit the the extra character into the game or something <clears throat> ridiculous like that? Right, yeah, it was lim- memory, like, you know, like the, the storage size on the carts. Yeah. They didn't. So uh, you had Hagar and Cody on Final Fight. And then if you wanted Guy, you had to go get Final Fight Guy, a totally separate game. <laughs> um, and then Which you had well, Hagar so and sense. Guy, right? Can you imagine a fighting game that had like eight characters and then Street Fighter Two Champion Edition came out and they were like, oh, it's a different cart. Like, <laughs> but you can then, only play as Vega, yeah, Balrog, Bison. You have to get Street Dragon. Fighter Guile to play as Guile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was so crazy. I mean, so, you know, Final Fight Guy is the one that's really hard to find and expensive now because most of the cards were just regular Final Fight, but um, I still don't have Final Fight Guy. Do either of you have nope. that one? I haven't, haven't no, come across it. I've never it. even seen one. 
Yeah. My recommendation, though, is Final Fight on the Sega CD. Oh, that's the best version of Final Fight. It's really I good. agree. Really good. And then the other thing you picked up, we picked up a couple of like, these boxed handhelds from the 70s, which I remember these. They're like the Mattel football and the Merlin. Mm-hmm. And then you had another one as well. Like, I don't want, can't remember offhand what that one was. But you guys are too young to remember <laughs> these, right? Yes. My grandparents still had a couple old ones like lingering around the house that we never played with. These were kind of neat at the time, but like Merlin, if you look at it, it looks like some ancient cell phone or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, is, is Merlin baseball, uh, football, and then Blip he got too? Oh, Blip, yeah. I remember Blip was supposed to be kind of look like an electronic game. I think it was one of those Tomy kind of games. Yes, but, that's um, what it was, yep. Yep, Tomytronic. It was a bunch of those. Um, and it really is not very electronic. It's like barely, but um, like a flashing light <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But he gets, uh, a, he gets a lot of stuff because I mean, he works at a store um, that uh, you know. I don't know if if it's what exactly. He works for like a thrift, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's because uh, because I mean, almost every one of his scores is like this is what I got from work today. Yeah. So he seems to be like on the ball as far as like grabbing the cool stuff when it comes. The in. cool stuff like Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. And these, Berlin. yeah, these handhelds were really a big deal back then. They were a lot of fun. A lot of people had them. You know, it was also popular in that same time where everybody was doing Simon. Oh yeah, you remember Simon? I, yeah, we actually had one of those. Yeah, yeah. So all that stuff was big at the same time. Merlin was a game where it had like several different variations you could do, and have like it was a matching game, like memorize things, and and then Mattel football was just you know like this LED football game, but. At the time, it was, like, so awesome. They had, like, Mattel baseball, football, all these other ones. Um, so, taking me back <laughs> memory lane a little bit. For those of you that are older like me, you remember those. For those younger, eh, whippersnappers, get out of here. We had, we had sweet things like Tiger LCD handholds instead. Oh, Double Dragon, Tiger Electronics. It's all those two. Those were pretty cool. <laughs> those were good. And then uh, Mr. Crazy the Possum. Where does that come from? Crazy the possum. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's like a character in a game that I don't know about, but uh, it's cool. I have no idea. But he picked a console up, right? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, first, uh, he picked up a Wii U, um, and uh, he wrote right underneath the picture, "Ew." <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if he was happy with it or if he like lost a bet or something. Um, and then next, uh, he says at work, he got a bunch of empty game boxes for Xbox, GameCube, PS2. So I'm assuming that, uh, I mean, he might work at a game store or he might work at a thrift uh, type thing. Um, but uh, now he's uh, looking for loose discs for all of those uh, things. So hopefully he didn't just like go to a GameStop and steal all the empty boxes. Because <laughs> <laughs> people do that and they get home and they're like, my, my, the, my friend who owns the store, he's like, dude, you wouldn't believe how many people just steal cases. <laughs> He's like, like we have all these discs and no cases for them anymore. He's like, it's ridiculous. Do you think they're looking for yeah, like download all... codes or like EA passes or Club Nintendo codes I, I or mean, something? He doesn't carry a whole lot of uh, current stuff. I mean, it's mostly like PS2, Xbox, Dreamcast, okay, like that yeah. kind of stuff. I so I don't, I don't think they're looking. I mean, I it's guess it people... could be someone trying to complete their game, but yeah, it's it's people that bought all those cheap games when GameStop was clearing them out. <laughs> now they're like, crap, I need cases for all these. Yeah. That's um, that's fun. But he picked up. Uh, oh, what? now Krabby. Okay, quick update for the show. Um, so you've had a Wii U. It's getting close to like what nine months or so? Maybe? Six months, isn't it? Hell, six. Okay, six months. 
Um, so so far, well, yeah. What's your verdict on the Wii U? Um, we're still happy with it. We bought yeah. all the games we wanted right when we got it, and haven't needed to pick up anything else because nothing new else <laughs> has come out. Um, but yeah, we got our money's worth on it. Um, Nintendo yeah. Land alone, we played a buttload of like every time we have like three to five people in the house, we play that game because it is so much fun in a group. Can, now, can you define to me exactly how much a buttload is? A buttload? <laughs> um, that's like yeah. about 10,000 hours, roughly. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a lot. What do you yeah, know? I played a lot. Oh, good. Well, I, I, you know, still on the fence myself. And I but, can um, understand that completely. Because I'm waiting. I'm thinking, don't you think probably price, price drops in? Don't you think? Um, I, it, are, it, has, it has unofficially. Unofficially, yeah. Yeah, like there's a whole bunch. Like it's not the same price everywhere, but like you know, Target, it's like forty bucks off, and like it's like everyone thought it was like you know, like a sale, but then like the week after, like it was also. So I think the 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 marketing behind that or the the PR behind that as well. If you do a price drop, then everyone reports on it. If you just like you know have it for sale a few places, it's not a price drop, but it boosts your sales a little bit. So um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it. You know, not having an official price drop before the holidays. Really, I'd be surprised if it drops this year. I think it'll drop yeah. next really? year. So you think these new consoles are going to come out? And no, they're not going to oh, do anything. I don't think Nintendo will do anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll yeah. they'll have like Mario, maybe Mario Kart, and something else out by Christmas, and they'll figure that's enough for this year. And then next year they'll have the the price drop. You know what I'd be happy? I'd be happy if they left the price the same and bundled a game, like did a holiday bundle. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, because they already did the uh, the like Zombie U bundle, and, and I think that one yeah. had Nintendo Land in it as well as Zombie U. So I could see them doing another one like that for Christmas. Okay, now this might tempt you. If if they did Super Mario U and that new Luigi Land <laughs> or Luigi World U, if they put all that together maybe in a bundle, I would interest yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, I still wouldn't do it. I, I have a friend who bought it and is like really unhappy with it, but won't sell it, so I can borrow <laughs> it anytime. Oh, <laughs> so well, that's a good I, deal. Then I kind of have one like in the you know on deck if I ever want it. Nice. Gotcha, gotcha. He also picked up some Super Nintendo games. All right. I love Street Fighter Two box art. It's one of my favorites. Pretty good. Pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah. Very very cool. Street Fighter Two. Um, Chessmaster, Populous is one of my wife's favorite games. We have a complete copy of that. Another SimCity. So uh, we should have said foreshadowing earlier with all these SimCities coming up. Uh, Sim Earth uh, also complete. Um, and then another and one from Koei, uh, Inado. I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah, I don't know that one either. No, me neither. But I, when I was a no kid, Koei, I never though, played Koei games. I've know. gotten into them more recently. Right. Yeah, probably some deep strategy game or something, yeah. no doubt, right? Yep. On Super Nintendo, I played um, uh, Genghis Khan 2 a lot, uh, but never never that one. Yeah, I played, uh, what's it called, Herzog's Wait. Okay, yeah. On, Ge- on Genesis, and that's like mm-hmm. the only like outside the realm of like normal platformers <laughs> game that I played. Yeah, that was early RTS, right? Yeah. And so, then I think, um, speaking I think a lot of Genesis? Strategy. Yeah, I've got yeah. a nice boxed uh, Sonic bundle, Genesis 1. Yeah, because Genesis and, does. I think we just mentioned and then that. With, yeah, right. And then with uh, with uh, Fantasy Star three, the best <laughs> Fantasy Star, right? 
Uh, something like that, right? Something like that. You, got a, a net, you don't know, I don't see these very often. The wear and time is Carmen San Diego for you see them for Nintendo quite a bit, but for Genesis, I mean, maybe I'm just not looking for them. But uh, like with the encyclopedia and everything. Yeah, we had yeah, that one as a kid. Get, we didn't yeah. have the encyclopedia though. Yeah, got a, yeah um, Might and Magic. Magic. I played that one. I liked Might and Magic. And speaking of Koei, you got a Gemfire, which if you're new to Koei games, I'd say that's probably the best one to like start with. It's vi- uh, training wheels. Yeah, on that it's one, very huh? uh, user friendly and and not nearly as time consuming as the rest of them. Yeah, Battlemaster. I kind of remember playing that one back in the day. The D and D one I did not like for some reason back in the day. I didn't play it. That was a little tough, and I never played Paramonger, so I don't know anything about that one either. But I remember that cover art on Paramonger looked pretty cool. So yeah, there you go. And then up next we have. <laughs> hey, you picked up some uh, oddball stuff, right? So, uh, Super Mario 64. Always a good decision. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart. And then kind of going back again to the, the game where everybody's playing for June, right? Yeah, he's got, got the, uh, the best yeah, version. Yeah, you saw it in there. It's, it's a loose uh, Genesis Aladdin, which I believe yeah. I believe is the right version. Yes, um, yes. And also a Gunstar Heroes, uh, a, uh, a what do you call it, treasure game. Mm, Gunstar Heroes is pretty cool. Really, to me, that game pushed what the Genesis could do a lot more than a lot of other games could. Yeah, I, I like treasure games a lot, and that's a, that's a really good one. And actually, that well, one you, like you, you, you mentioned Mario 64, but uh, so three three loose carts of Mario 64. That's money so, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really is. That's Seriously, funny. like there, there's no shortage of people looking for that game, like new N64 owners, like casual owners looking for that game. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll sell yeah. those. Yeah, no problems. And then up next, uh, Mr. Tech Wizard, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's and, got and uh, one some that, good stuff. Uh, yeah, Juan Krabby was just talking about. Uh, uh, maybe the prices come down a bit because of its digital uh, uh, version uh, that's available. But is it digital too? I knew game. I knew it was in that like. Shadow of the Colossus oh, I'm, Psycho I'm sorry. Bundle. No. Did they do a digital that, That's bundle? what I meant. No, that's what I meant. I meant the, the oh, bundle. Okay. I, I misspoke. It's. I don't think it's available You by shouldn't itself, swear but... on the podcast, Bill. I'm going to have to bleep that out now. <laughs> yeah. Digital? <laughs> uh, don't worry. On the PS4, it will be. Um, you'll play that on Gaikai, I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, and, and he then... also got probably the best Mario game, right? Uh, probably the best Mario game. Which one are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, Super, Su- Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go back to my probably the first Mario game. <laughs> I mean, Sonic no. Sonic Mega Collection? That's a good one. Uh, Fancy hey, Star Online. Fancy Star Sonic Online. Sonic Mega Collection. Oh, Fancy Star the, Online. And, and, for, and for current gen, he picked up that Mass Effect trilogy. So for, for people who haven't played, like maybe just getting into Mass Effect now, that's a great deal, all three oh, of those games. Man. In one I package. love those games so much. And I was just berating Krabby last night because he's still not played through three. I'll get there. Still has not played I'll the third get there. one. It's so good. <laughs> I, I gotta find it for my Wii U first. Uh, what? There you go. It's got, it's got the DLC on it. Krabby? No, it doesn't have all the DLC. Yeah, it's, it's well, got, well, it's never got will have. You can buy on any other disc, I'm pretty sure. I think Trilogy has a lot of it, too. Probably. You, 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 heard, it, you heard it here first. Krabby wants the DLC. Yes, on a disc. 
the oh, disc, disc loaded yes. content. <laughs> disc loaded content. I like it. I was trying, Bill. I was trying to talk to him last time. Tell him, look, the DLC is so good for the Mass Effect series. He's nothing. I can't. There's. It's like talking to a wall. I no, mean, you just have to. You just have to tell him that it's on the disc. Like it's. It's. That's what DLC is. It's disc loaded content. <laughs> And you're just buying an unlock key. That's all you're doing. <laughs> it's already on the disc. Trust me. It's just a it's just a giant nine gigabyte unlock key. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really complicated uh, <laughs> encryption. Oh man, yes, Mass Effect, great. Go play it, Krabby. Shame I will. All right, and then Voodoo Monkey. You remember? I just yeah, I just hit applaud. On his uh, on that post because that deserves a small golf clap. <laughs> yeah, he got some awesome stuff. Really oh, awesome. Man, yeah, I mean, the, you got uh, Slim PS2, which uh, you know, hold on, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> so Slim PS2, and then after that, fifty bucks, he got uh, uh, some complete Game and Watches. He got a Super Mario Brothers. I uh, got awesome. a Fire Attack. Got a Manhole. Uh, and then he got. To, uh, I don't think the Popeye was complete, but uh, still nice. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, and then the uh, he got a, a very similar to the one that I picked up uh, when I got my Virtual Boy. He got a box Virtual Boy with a complete copy of Waterworld, and then a handful of other loose games. That, that's money there, yeah. <laughs> that Waterworld, yeah. Sell sell Waterworld. Do yourself a favor. Sell Waterworld. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you want to. Yeah, play, play it if you want to play it. So you can say, yeah, I played it first. But yeah, sell that game as soon as you can. Unless you're going for a complete uh, box library. I'd say, no, if you have any intentions of even putting that in your Virtual Boy, just watch <laughs> Waterworld. And you'll you'll be so scarred, you'll never want to go I back. I like that movie. What? <laughs> you, you guys know that the little girl from Waterworld is the girl from Napoleon Dynamite? I did no, not know that. that. The one with the like side ponytail? Nice. Yep. I did. I did not know that. Yeah, go back and look at look look at still shots from Waterworld, and then you'd be like, "Oh man, it's the." Napoleon I was watching it though, and one of the smokers. Deb, Deb, that's I'm like, is. why do I know that guy? And I kept watching the same scene. I'm like, it's Jack Black, and he's yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh man, I I have pity for those that have invested much time in Waterworld. Yo, if you want a Waterworld on Laserdisc, oh, you oh, up. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, the horror, the horror. Uh, and then over to um, a new poster, right? Uh, Nova. Uh, Nova. And he's got to be Canadian, right? Why is that? Why? I because would, he, be cause, Spanish. Cause he, cause he bought something off Kijiji. Oh, yeah. That's how we do oh. it up here. No one uses Craigslist. Yep. So, yeah, so he, he made, so the game lot off Kijiji was the NES game. So uh, uh, some good titles, uh, Super C, Mario 2. Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3. Uh, uh, he doesn't even have to worry about which one's the best. He got both the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> and two, then uh, uh, I, I think this... I think this <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get four, which is really... Come on. <laughs> I like four. Um, but then uh, 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 he actually posted all like pictures of his game room and everything. And I think this might have been his first post. So he, he mentioned, like, I'm not really sure. Like, am I doing this right? Am I supposed to put all these pictures in here? Uh <laughs> And I said, like, oh, no, I mean, if you have a World Nintendo display case, you're certainly doing this yeah. right. <laughs> Those things are beautiful. Yeah. They really are. It's a yeah. really nice one, too. Yeah. So let me ask, uh, Contra or Super C? Contra. Yeah, I'd go Contra. 
Oh, really? I thought you were cause, uh, on the uh, Play Choice 10 survey. I remember you uh, listed Super C, so I thought you went the Didn't other way. Didn't I have way. both of them? You, oh, you may have. I, I, yeah, I might have overlooked. But yeah, I, I don't think Super C is bad. I just, I love Contra. Yeah, it's just so good. Contra Force was the right answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was in a store when well, they had a Contra Force for like you know sixty eighty bucks whatever it was and like mm. someone was like wow what is it was someone who like had no idea so what is that and he's like oh it's like the rarest one and the guys the customers like is it any good and the guys like no <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're yeah. buying it because it's rare it's it's like I think he told the customer that it was an abomination it's got the best music in the yeah. NES ones if you ask me though it is pretty good music I will give you that. Um, but yeah, it's like the B team got to work on that one. Yeah, or right? yeah, well, not very good. That's the uh, that's the off year for Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he got the uh, well, he has I guess the the Famicom Game Boy Micro. I like that. That's pretty. <laughs> there, it's the best one. That's the best yeah. micro. That's pretty. And then he had that Zelda sword and shield. I'm like, did he did he beat? You know Miyamoto up after a president <laughs> or something or what happened? Now I now I I think that that's like a master is that a master replica? I have no idea. I I think it might be the same company who do like those like force effects lightsabers. Oh yeah, I I, I know that somebody out there makes like a like a full on replica sword and shield. So I mean I think you can still buy them. I don't think it was too limited. So uh, but yeah, I mean definitely an awesome thing to have on your wall if you're a, a Zelda collector. So. So, but yeah, to answer to answer your question, yes, you're doing it right. <laughs> camera's camera's a little fuzzy, but you know you got to spend money on Nintendo display cases, so I can understand why you got a fuzzy. Let's take camera. a picture with your your Game Boy camera next time. Print it <laughs> off, scan it. And, yeah, and then print it and then yeah. scan. <laughs> you know, speaking of replicas, have you guys seen like um, whoever does like BioWare's where they make like the life size yes. guns? I, I saw the thing you posted about. Oh, that they're like two hundred bucks a pop. Gun. And they do all the different weapons. It's so awesome. No way I could afford that, but just so awesome to have one of those things. Yes, I mean yeah. when you go to conventions, it's one of the coolest things to look at all those replica, like the the Gears of War guns, all like fully done. Like uh, like some of the weapon replica uh, companies are really awesome. Yeah, I mean if you know, if you're gonna do the cosplay thing, I can see you got to you got to invest. But wow, that's that's pretty awesome. And then over to Silver 80. I don't think we ever really got to the bottom of why it's Silver 80, but because I think last time you went on some weird tirade about California <laughs> or something, but well, yeah, and that was wrong. The, we found out that was wrong. Sil- the Silver Boom. Yeah, that was wrong. Silver Boom. <laughs> silver uh, Boom. And then he got some Super Nintendo cards, though, right? Some good ones, some fun ones. He, he really only wanted the one for the June playthrough. Yeah, is that... Picked really? up a line, picked up a loose Lion King cart, um, as well as uh, uh, Mario Worlds, which again money. Yoshi's Island, which Krabby really can't recommend highly enough. Uh, and then Donkey Kong Country two, three, Contra Wars three. Uh, sorry, Contra three, Alien Wars, um, which uh, seen a couple of those yeah. this month. Yeah, yeah, and he got a really cool gift from his fiance for his it's birthday, right? Interesting birthday so gift. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen Earthbound repros, uh, you know, around, but uh, to have your uh, fiance uh, provide you with one is uh, it just it just goes to show that some relationships can make it. <laughs> yeah, my wife would never think of something like that. Nope. Ever. I'd, Ever. I'd have to give her. I'd have to give her the URL. <laughs> like here's <laughs> where you go. <laughs> yeah. 
So Krabby, I'm curious, I know you're not big into like stuff like this, but since this is like a Nintendo game and actually a prototype was done and it was going to be released, would you ever want a copy of yeah, this? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think you'd probably have fun and, playing and through it. And I'm an Earthbound Okay, fan. so the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do the same thing with like the Final Fantasy 2 for NES? Yeah, I'd, I'd, was, I'd have less done. desire to get yeah. that one, but yeah, I could see myself picking one up eventually I, i've thought i've thought about that too for final fantasy 2 is i think i would do the same thing i think uh given the a good opportunity i would grab that final fantasy 2 repro i don't have the earthbound yet so very cool and then um mr highwind is up next right yep more solver boxes <laughs> got, yeah another beautiful solver box <laughs> Uh, it's a, so yeah, and we we talked about it earlier. Uh, where in time is Carmen San Diego? The uh, Nintendo version this time with the full desk encyclopedia, um, which is uh, it's it's just cool. Like I, I just think it's it's weird how like you know how big the internet that you know got. Uh, I mean, encyclopedias really the only like almost don't exist anymore. I mean, you can find them in libraries and in people's basements, but there actually used to be books that were alphabetical. That if you wanted to like know about lions, you would go and grab the L. <laughs> And you would look it up, and you would have like a few paragraphs. So uh, I actually do think it's interesting grabbing the encyclopedia, especially for things that like maybe have been updated since the printing. So like you'll see things that aren't true anymore, and it's uh, you know what I like to read is those old like seventies like world books. They're like same kind of idea, but it's like current events. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Some of us were alive in the 70s. <laughs> no, no one no, was alive. I was alive. No, okay, anyway. And then he picked up one of those. I mean, these things are kind of prolific. You see them everywhere. But a little um, NES pirate card, like well, one, 110 and 1 or something like that, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, these things are kind of littered the scene. And I always kind of, I mean, you see these posts all the time where people will find one. And they like immediately post like, "Oh, is this so exciting, rare, yeah. valuable? Is oh, is this awesome?" And you're like, "Nah, it's like maybe ten bucks <laughs> if you're lucky, right?" Because um, it's everywhere. I so, yeah, I think someone was selling one for like twenty bucks my local Craigslist, and I, I I sent you a PM like a year ago, and it was like, "Oh, should I totally grab this thing?" And you're like, <laughs> nah. uh, uh, you don't really. have to." Yeah, wait around long enough, you'll find one cheap. Cause, yeah. and they're they're cheaply made. They're kind of. You know, they're fun though because a lot of times you'll get a lot of Famicom games on there that didn't get released here, and so you can play them. I mean, they're fun; they're just not worth much. Right. And then um, it looks like he picked up uh, uh, an N sixty four game, right? Yeah, uh, Mario sixty four. It's the player's choice, the million seller box, but uh, still complete Mario sixty four. Doesn't matter. Sounds a good yeah. game. Yeah, good still game. got a nice, nice badge on the front. Yeah. And then up next is Mr. Single Banana. I know he made you yeah, pretty jealous this month cool in particular. Hey? Oh. oh, yeah, he picked up. What is the deal? Like, I think every <laughs> show for like the last two or three, everybody's picking up a Power Strike for Sega I Master think they're just system. mailing the same one around to make you jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Can I get it next? <laughs> uh, like, oh, let's just burn him. Here, here it is again. <laughs> But yeah, um, I will say this. Okay, so cross your fingers that the the magical gaming gods are with me. I have a bid on a Power Strike in right now, and currently, I am still the high person with one one day left to go. So we'll see if so I. So I should edit the show and get uh, it out within a day, yeah. so everyone can hear it and bid against you. <laughs> no. No. <sighs> no. That's the Hang good on, news. Is by the time I'll anybody hears this, <laughs> it'll be too late. Too late. 
But um, yeah, I think we, as we talked about, and I've no doubt talked about many times before, Power Strike was a compile shooter. Compile shooters are awesome, and this one is pretty cool for the Master System. So, very cool. Good job. And then what on earth is Normie's Beach Babel Rama? <laughs> what, is, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody? But I, but I want to go to there. <laughs> no idea what Normie's Beach Babel Rama is yeah. about, but it does sound um, Sweet. fun. for Bill to pick up on that one, I thought. <laughs> Oh, Sounds like is... a Bill game. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill enjoys that... the oddball what PC game or whatever, right? Isn't it? Uh, it has to be. I can't even. I can't find it on the page there. I'm trying to find like where I got that from. It's all right. While you're messing around with that, uh, he also got Dracula X for the Super Nintendo, which I think he got so... off another RF Jenner, right? Um, yeah. Common. Didn't uh, who is Tech common. Wizard had it for sale? I think so. Yeah, not as good as the PC Engine game, but still pretty cool. Oh wait, wasn't uh, Normie's uh, Beach Babe Wasn't that a pinball machine? Um, I don't know. He got the Gottlieb. Was that? Uh, did he? Did he get a pin as well? Uh, Sorry. Well, while Bill know. does our crack research on Google, <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk a little bit about uh, the Gottlieb Volley Pinball that he got. So. Uh, the um, <clears throat> got a really beautiful uh, Gottlieb pin. Uh, it's an old EM uh, volley. It's a tennis se- tennis themed. They showed some pics of it, and the thing was really just just beautiful. Um, it was. Do you play that one, dude? And I've not played yeah. that one. I'm I'm not as fan a big fan of Gottlieb um, as I am some of the other ones. So you know, like back in the EM days, you know, you had the major guys. You had Williams. You had Bali. You had Gottlieb. Um, <clears throat> and at a certain point, you had Stern. Um, but me, I'm usually like a, a Bali. I prefer Bali games usually, even up through the solid state stuff. But Gottlieb's not, those are kind of fun. There's some fun ones that are out there. And this is one of the newer ones. So it was like after the Wedgeheads, I think. So it was probably in the 70s, early 70s, if I had to guess without knowing, looking at it. But it's a new pen. Pens are always awesome. So I didn't know if he was planning to keep it, restore it, sell it, what he's going to do with it. But it looked nice. And, and and nothing on Normie's Beat Saber <laughs> No, it was it was the Genesis game. I just can't find the spot in uh, in the small scores where he actually mentioned it or pictured it. So it's a Genesis game that uh, he got. Okay, I've never heard for Genesis. Yeah, I've never even heard nope. of that. That's why your collection is not complete. <laughs> yeah, I guess it never will be. Uh, so are we gonna guess it's some? Maybe volleyball game or something? Hmm. I don't know. We need to do more research, see? We're so prepared. And then over to Royudo, got a couple um, Saturn games, right? Yes, we. Zwi. Spy. Panzer II Zwi. Spy. Well, he didn't get the German edition. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the... You never notice there's a lot of Japanese games where they use German... In, in the game or in yeah. titles. Why is that? Is yeah. it like a um, World War II thing? or? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, right? Because they had, uh, I don't know, uh, they were, they were kind of on the same yeah, All the Xenosaga Einhander. games have, it, uh, have like subtitled under them like Der Wilsermacht, and it's all German, and I have no <laughs> idea what it means anymore. Um, yeah, like like Dracula X on the PC Engine is like all the voice and all the text is like in German. Einhander. 
German air guys. You know, there's tons of that stuff. I don't know why do you guys that say, is. Do you guys say air guys? Yes. I guess, I'm not German, so how how should you I pronounce s- it? I say air rock. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from that guy in a while. He's he's been missing. So I don't he's know been, uh, I'm sure he's got like he's got like thirty thousand tabs open on open on his web browser, just ready to submit all of the. Well, I'm worried because we're in the middle of the submission contest <laughs> right now, and so far I think I'm in the lead, but he hasn't done a thing. So I'm kind of worried that yeah, like the last like, like three or four days he's just been like stockpiling images or something. <laughs> he's he's written this elaborate script on his computer, yeah. so he he like pushes a button, let it begin, <laughs> <laughs> and then he crashes the whole site. Uh, who knows? Uh, hopefully we'll hear from him. But in the meantime, uh, he Ryudo also got missed for the Saturn. Um, so yeah. either you guys play missed? Not on the Saturn. Not but, on the Saturn. But you've yeah. played it, though, right? Yes. Um, Boy, Miss was just really a product of its time, really, right? Oh, man. I played it, like, last year. Like, it was, like, like a dollar on, like, I forget, like, good old games or something. And I was like, yeah, why not for a buck? I'll have it on my PC, too. And I played it for, like, an hour, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How did I ever play this for longer than, like, 30 minutes? back? But like, And you could tell, like, None of the actors in it were like, you could tell it was like the guy from like coding down the street. They were like, hey, put this robe on and just save <laughs> It was so like, like kids in college just like making a game. Um, it was, it was, it was interesting. I mean, kind of like, you know, at the time, like, you know, exploring this island, figuring stuff out. Oh, I got to go back here and do this. Um, it's not the kind of thing that could, that could like thrive today though. No, but I think if nothing else, people should go back and play it just so you have an idea of where things were at. At the yeah. time, because that's what led to all like that was before the crazy FMV boom and everything really went nuts. Yeah, it's kind of a neat mm-hmm. milestone. I'd agree. Everyone should check it out. Yeah, give it a shot. I beat it way back when, but boy, it's. A I couldn't mess. play it much even back yeah. then. We got bored with it really quick. Yeah, it was um, very interesting. We'll say that. And then up, um, up last before we get to our stuff, Mister New Order seventy nine. He, he, got, he might have um, got the best deal of the month too. Yeah, holy crap! That's all I got to say. <laughs> How do you? Well, what? I mean, there's a lot of good deals this month. So oh, come uh, on, yeah, this, man. this one's kind of ridiculous. So you walk into a store, a thrift store, and they just have a big plastic sack of Super <laughs> Nintendo games for sale, right? They're just gonna sell them to you. Didn't even bother to take them apart. Just here's a big sack <laughs> of games. I'm just gonna. Who who cares what's in it? I'm just gonna sell it cheap, right? Who does that? A. It looks like it and came from B. Value Village to me. Those those kind of bags. I've seen them hang up a few games, not as many as he got, but like three or four. I've seen in one bag before. Yeah, so he gets this thing, opens it up, and it's like the holy grail of freaking Super <laughs> Nintendo games inside of here, right? Yeah. Ugh. So he Very gets a much. he gets an Earthbound inside this random bag <laughs> and then a bunch of other like awesome titles yeah, lots right? of playable stuff too yeah oh man like a turtles in time like a tmnt4 whatever right oh, yeah oh man i like it just a ton didn't he have like a super metroid or something in there too and some marios i think yeah he hit the mother load there yeah i can't i just couldn't imagine that so Congratulations. It's like, man, I think yeah. I would flip out if I saw something like that in the store. And wasn't it, didn't he put like, he just like had to ask a couple times or something? <laughs> like, are you sure? 
<laughs> wouldn't you wouldn't you feel like the whole time like oh crap they're gonna see that game oh crap they're gonna see that game and then they're yeah. gonna like change their mind probably not at a not at yeah, a thrift uh, store but at, at a, like a pawn shop or something maybe yeah, yeah that's i i uh, the guy uh my buddy chris who uh uh, was at a, I think like a, actually a plane trade before they went out of business because they were terrible and they didn't know anything. They didn't like video games. I don't know why they ran this store, but like he's buying games like in bulk from the owner before they went out of business and there's a gun knack in the pile. So he has this whole pile of games and like, uh, the owner's like, yeah, like three bucks a game. Awesome. So, so he's like, okay. And then like the owner sees <laughs> the gun knack. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I think my son told me this one's like worth a lot more. And he's like, I mean, you said $3 a game. He's like, well, I can't do this one. So he browses around the store for a little bit, and then the owner, like, goes in back. And, like, another kid comes out, and then he goes back to that kid. He's like, hey, so these are $3 a game, right? The kid's like, yep. So he got the, <laughs> <laughs> so he got the gun back for three and, like, with a bunch of other comments. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Good deal. I did had something similar like that at a pawn shop one time where we went, and they're like, yep. All these games over here are a buck, and they were like 360 games and everything mixed in with like <laughs> PS2 games. Yeah. I, I remember that story you told on the on like the one of the early podcasts. Yeah, so me and my buddy just like every 360 game we're just stacking them yep. up. We take them up, and, and then the like, lady's oh, like, "No, no, oh, no, no, not these." <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, she told us." <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Ah, uh, all right. Well, um, on to our goodies. So, man, Grabby, you. Got some stuff. Yeah, I finally had a decent NES month again. It's been a while since I've had one of those. Uh, but on my trip down to Edmonton, Calgary, I picked up Destiny of an Emperor, Defenders of Dynatron mm-hmm. City, Motor City Patrol, yeah. Le Emperor, because I was so jealous of everyone else last month picking them up. <laughs> I want to see you play I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to check it out. Um, and this yeah. one's I'm most excited for, though, is uh, Toki. Going Apes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not particularly interested in the game itself, but it was the last Taito game I needed. Yeah. Awesome. So Congratulations. That's a um, really Toby, hard... Cookie's it's fun. not bad. Yeah, I played it. It's uh, it's not bad. It was just... Uh, that. That's such a hard subset to finish with a couple of those games. It was really awesome to finally cross them off the list completely. Yeah, I think there's one in particular that makes it pretty doggone hard to, <laughs> to cross well, off. Well, well, not for, not for some not people. Not for some of us. Flintstones 2 is getting pretty yeah. stinking expensive. So is uh, yeah. Samson there, too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. And Jetsons yeah. is well, getting up there. and yeah, Is it now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. There's a few of them. It's a pricey set. Yeah. Hopefully this is, like, the last, like, raise of the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever you say, yeah. Bill. And then they'll come back down to, like, two for a nickel. <laughs> Two for a nickel. Um, I keep hoping for that Atari-style crash, but not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Anyway, um, when I got back to town, um, one of my favorite stores over the year and the pawn shop right next to it are both closing out. They're owned by the same guy. He's, so he's selling everything. Mm-hmm. And so the first day they were selling everything, I went in there and cherry-picked all the uh, gaming stuff. Nothing, nothing too good. valuable, um, but everything I got good deals on, you know, it was all like a dollar or two. Um, but I did buy like a big box full of uh, guides and magazines. So I got some role-playing guides, um, and I got some old Dreamcast magazines. So I got like issue one and two of the official Dreamcast magazine, and one and two of the unofficial Dreamcast magazine. Yeah, cool. Some cool things. Did those come with those discs and everything? They were or? supposed to, but I they weren't in the boxes. I looked around for them. Oh. Yeah. No demos for me. 
I think I've still got some of the discs around. I don't have the magazines. Uh, maybe maybe we'll have to work something out. Send some discs over here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while I was in Edmonton, I was at an expo there. And so I got a few of my NES carts signed so I could make my collection a little more unique. That's yeah. awesome. So I got... So whose signatures well, did you get? he just made the Yoda noise, we'll start with uh, Empire Strikes Back. I just <laughs> got signed by Carrie Fisher. Awesome. Yeah. Um, King of the Ring. Did you did you have to look at her, though, and just go, I had such a big crush on you back then? No. <laughs> you didn't? She she didn't uh. think I was getting it signed for me, though. None of them did, I don't think, because I've got like a feminine name, so they all thought I was getting it signed for someone else. I had to, yeah. <laughs> like, Crab Master is not a masculine Apparently name? Apparently not, yeah. <laughs> um, I got King of the Ring signed by Brett the Hitman Hart. That's awesome. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. I, I don't even like <laughs> wrestling, and it was pretty cool. Um, how 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 is Brett? It's looking good, looking good. I was talking to to my dad when I got home, and apparently I told him I got this cart signed by him, and he said that my cousin, who we used to live with, um, went to school with Brett and his brother, and they used to like walk cool. home together, and they were good buddies. Um, I wish I would have known that before I went, so I could have asked him about it, see if he remembered him. Yeah, because yeah. Brett's He's brother like, passed away, I right? Think so, yeah. A number of years ago. Yeah. And Brett's like a Canadian hero. Right? Yeah, and like in Calgary in particular, wrestling's really big. So, yeah, they had a few old wrestlers there, but that was the only one I was interested in getting assigned anything. Did Brett still, did he still have like the really long hair and the sunglasses? He had the really long hair, and he was literally selling replica sunglasses like at the table. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He, they, yeah, the, like back when he back when he was like really big, uh, uh, everyone in the crowd would have the Brett like because he used to give his glasses to like yeah. a kid before he would uh, get in the ring. So the yeah, glasses, that's awesome. Glasses yeah, big deal. he's still yeah. still peddling the glasses. Yeah, and he still got the hair. Yeah, awesome, just, man. You you would recognize him in the street, other than it being gray now. He looks the same. Cool. Um, well, Stacy, I saw Stan Lee. So I got him to sign my Silver Surfer box with a silver pen because uh, I love the box art on that one. It's just amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And lastly, and probably my favorite signed thing, is uh, I got my Terminator 2 cart signed by Linda Hamilton, Michael Bean, Peter Kent, and I'm going to forget his name now. Oh, who's T-1000? Help me out, Bill. Robert Robert Patrick. Patrick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all four of them I got to that's, sign it. That's that's my favorite. It's, I I I, yeah. I saw that you got some signatures. I didn't see. I saw Linda Hamilton. Uh, I didn't see that you got that. You saw Michael Bean. I love. Michael do you? <laughs> yeah, I really do. I'm serious. Follow me if you want to live. Well, that's not the same guy. <laughs> 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 <That's>, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love. I really do. Um, uh, he's a. Uh, uh, He's the lead in uh, Blood Dragon. Okay, did not know oh, that. Oh, okay. So, so, so they got Mike. Yeah, they got Michael Bean. Uh, and when you watch the trailer, it's like my, it's Michael Bean as Rex uh, Power Colt. <laughs> and then when you know it, now that you know it's Michael Bean, when you hear him talk in the game, you're like, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> and he was at um, uh, the Dark Towers, one of my favorite book series, and he was like signed on to be the the lead yeah. villain in that. And then the whole thing just got uh-huh. canceled. So unfortunately. You know, that was, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah to get them all, have them all there. Um, I just need to track down Arnold and Eddie now, and I'll be set. Yeah. Yeah, good deal. That's awesome. I, I told you that my sister went to, 
like the NF like some NFL thing for work and Deion Sanders was gonna be there and I said, Can you bring my copy of World Series Baseball starring Deion Sanders <laughs> for for Deion Sanders to sign? And I didn't see her like before she left. So uh... I was like, oh, that could have made that uh that rare game even that much cooler. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Well good, yeah. Anything else there, Crab? Yeah, lots of little odds and ends. Um, I did pick up a, a Vectrix system, but it is not oh, not nice. quite functioning. So I got it for really cheap, though. So I'm I'm got a little tinker project to uh, see if I can get it going again. Yeah, cool. it, it was weird because I I was at one store and I and he had like three Vectrix systems. I'm like, you have to let me play one of these. So we hooked it up and I'm playing with some Mindstorm and having a blast. And he he originally wanted four hundred for it. And I'm like, I. I'm like, I can't pay you like half that, and he's like, "Okay, two hundred And I was like, "Well, whoa, whoa, no!" I just, I just said yeah. I can't pay half that. So I'm like, I need to think about that, and I, and I go, go away, and we're at the next store like a few hours later, and uh, I, I didn't see one around, but I asked the guy because I was talking to the owner. I said, "Do you, do you have a Vectrix around here?" And he didn't even take a step. He just like leaned over behind the counter and picked one up and slammed it on the counter. He's like, "I got this one." And he's like, it doesn't work. Make me an offer. So I got it for like ten bucks. And he had a couple loose carts with it. He threw in. And he's got the the Mindstorm uh, cover that goes over it. So I've I've got some of the picture back, but I don't have the sound back yet, and I don't have a controller or anything. So it's it's still got some issues, but uh, I'm making some slow progress. Did you, did you go back to the first place, like uh, uh, like <laughs> a little hunting style, and How just do you like, like them apples the and slam a Vectrix yeah. into the window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely do it. Uh, I wish we would have thought of that. <laughs> do you like Vectrix? <laughs> How do you like them Vectrix? <laughs> yeah, so, so oh, bad, bad Goodwill hunting references. The yeah, they picked up a few. Get, get it, get it. Goodwill hunting. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Picked up a few more but things I'm... over the month, but nothing, nothing too exciting worth mentioning. Lots of, lots of little things I hope to flip. Yeah, good. Well, sounds like you had a nice, nice time down in. Uh, it was a good trip. Yeah, I got to hang out with a couple guys from Nintendo Age. Four guys actually I met up from with uh, Nintendo Age. Uh, went game hunting with one of them like the whole day. Um, the guy I was just talking about that sold me the Vectrix. He he's on Nintendo Age. He owns a few stores in the Edmonton area. Yeah, I met awesome. up with a couple other guys at the expo. One of them actually we went to his house the next day, the last day of the expo, and just played. Nintendo for like hours. It was awesome. That's a wonderful yeah. day. And Duke's always telling me I need to try Crisis Force, and he had Famicom, so we played some Crisis Force there, beat it in our first try. So yeah. fun. It's so fun. Just fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. He, I think he was really excited to have someone who could keep up to him in some of his favorite games, too. So it was awesome. We were pretty evenly skilled, so we were having like uh, button mashing competitions on like track and field and stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear you had yeah, fun. It's a good trip. Uh, uh, I don't know if I've got any kind of crazy deals like you did, and all that. I had a few odds and ends. Um, I kind of picked up, but a few I think I'm happy about. I finally picked up a copy of Lollipop Chainsaw, cheap enough. So not that that's a big deal, but I finally want to play I, it. And have you guys all played I have it yet? Beaten it. Yeah, I love that game. And I'm okay. not as sold on the suit of games as you. Like they're really hit or miss for me. That one's one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones. I'm really excited for you to play it and hear what you think about it. Okay, I think that's next up in my pile since I finished my current current game, so looking forward to that. 
I, you know I'm an oddball NES peripheral collector. So I picked up um, this thing called the Freedom Connections from Comerica. And it's basically like uh, an infrared remote thing that you can use any controller on. So it's got like one part that plugs in like to the NES and then another part you plug your controller into. So that way you can sit kind of wherever you want. Not that I think I'll actually use it <laughs> or anything, but it was, was kind of neat. That's a neat idea. Uh, I guess kind of like the same idea, kind of as a satellite, but only two-player. Um, I got finally found, uh, finally ordered a copy of Battle Kid 2. That one's been hard because there's not, every time it's like gets in stock, there's not very many copies and it sells out really fast. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to win. Uh, he posted on Twitter that there was some for sale, so I hopped on like right away and ordered a copy. Uh, and I got my nice, beautiful box sealed Battle Kid 2 in. I gotta figure out how to use that Twitter, do I? Get get me some games. Yeah, it might be pretty useful to you. Put that out there. Uh, I picked up a, a wonderful Jeff Rovin book off eBay, <laughs> the How to Win at Super Nintendo. Didn't pay much for it. It's pretty cheap. And I had some eBay bucks sitting around. It was about to expire, so I said, meh, I'll pull the trigger. <laughs> Pick one of those up. Um, my pawn shop locally has... Um, they just always have, like, random stuff. I I went in there, and usually, you know, they have, like, all their games. No matter, like, what they are, pretty much are, like, five bucks a piece. And um, usually they're nice enough. I'm in there enough that I'll say, you know, can you do, like, five for 20, and they don't care. So I picked up some Coleco carts, ones I don't see very often. Uh, I picked up Frogger 2 for Coleco. Um, Popeye. Um, Pitfall and Looping. <laughs> That's so, a great name for a game. I like it. <laughs> yeah, those were kind of fun. And then um, Mr. Fleech, which we've talked about already, he was very kind to me. I've just look in the mail one of these days. And I have a letter, and it's from Canada, you know, from from Fleech. And I opened up like, what on earth is this? And he was nice enough to send me a three month Xbox Live subscription card because he said, you know, he said I think you'll get more use out of this than <laughs> I will because I think he's a PlayStation guy. I think we just uh, we all, we all have really nice Xbox up here. We just feed them to our beavers. That's all they're good for. (laughs) (laughs) Keep their teeth sharp. Exactly. So that's good. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much um, for for thinking about me. And then, um, probably the biggest thing I I picked up, um, I was at work, and we have like uh, an area where like our IT staff are, and then next to that is also um, places for like the people that prepare all the medical equipment are there as well and they have like a big bin that they put like electronic equipment in that they're going to recycle and i was having to be talking to somebody and, and i just look over in there and i noticed that there's these two of these sony pvm you know color you know these awesome like studio monitors sitting in there I'm like holy crap I'm like are you guys getting rid of these things yeah yeah so I tracked down the guy that's in charge of all this stuff. He's like, I know you got these in the recycling bin. Is there any way, you know, I can have these or buy these or anything? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Just whatever. Just take them. So I loaded those up. Um, so now I brought those home. They're really in beautiful shape. And, you know, these are these professional-grade monitors. So you can do the RGB hookups. You can do PAL. You can do all this stuff to it. So, so you, I grabbed that up. Uh, snap <laughs> some pictures when you got them all set up and going? I am. I've got some cables ordered, so stuff is starting to come in. I should have a PAL NES here really soon, um, so I can try that out as well. And 
And I, you know, I know Bill and I are going to be at too many games coming up here in June. And so I sent him a message like, hey, you got any interest in a uh, in a monitor? And he said, sure. And so there, Merry Christmas. There you go. <laughs> yep. so. got, a, got my first RGB connection uh, available to me now. So, I mean, besides the, the arcade machine, obviously. Yeah. So I'll be trucking that one out with me to um, to Pennsylvania. So he'll get a chance to live some R- RGB glory as well. So. Yeah, I've seen you on Twitter actively lately uh, trying to, uh, what were you looking for, like a SCART adapter? Yeah, I was looking, there's like a few oddball ends. I've been looking for, um, you know, PAL NES. So um, PAL, because there's two reasons, PAL A, PAL B. Um, I've got a PAL A, it should actually be at the post office as soon as I go get it, maybe later today. And um, I'm working with a person on in on Twitter that kind of back and forth from France that she says she's got a PAL B uh, French NES that she would trade me if she can dig one out. So hopefully that'll that'll pan out as well. Oh yeah, I saw yeah I saw you guys talking about that. Yeah, um, so that's pretty cool. Hopefully that'll come together. And then yeah, you got to kind of get the cabling. So easiest way um, to get RGB out of most consoles is to do SCART. So that's I had to get a you got to get the SCART cables for the consoles for most of them and then you also need to get a cable that does the SCART breakout to RGB so I've got the SCART to RGB cable sitting around and then I've ordered a Super Nintendo SCART cable and then I'll probably work on some of the other ones a little bit later as well but I even just the S video I'm telling you I plugged in just the S video from Super Nintendo into this thing and the picture is so crisp and it's gorgeous I'm mm. uh, like, just, you can tell why they're professional grade monitors. I mean, the scan lines, there's no bleeding. Everything is super crisp. It's just, it's beautiful. Interesting. Really nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, Bill, you can give yours uh, a nice little playthrough too, but pretty yeah, cool. Look, looking forward to it also. And then last but not least, just real quick, um, I picked up a, uh, you know, yeah, I've, I told you that they have that guy that every once in a while just messaged me and is like, hey, I've got <laughs> yeah. stuff. Do you want it? You know, Your that guy. Your order friend? Um, yeah. Um, so somehow, you know, he gave my information to somebody else because I got like a random text. And it's like, hey, I've got like a Super Nintendo guy says you buy these. And so, yeah, sure. You know, like, so, you know, I said, I'll give you 10 bucks because I have no, I've not seen it. I don't know if it works. Anything. I'm just like, I'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, sight unseen, take it or leave it. So they said, yeah, sure. So I met him after that, picked it up. And I opened it up. I mean, it's a little yellowed, but in nice inside. It has that S ink chip. So I'm gonna. I was gonna keep it, but now that I can do RGB, I'm gonna. I've got it in my sale thread. So it's one of those ones that's really easy. You can do the component video mod to it, like three wires. You can get component video right out of it. So uh, if anybody's looking for one of those, uh, I've got one in my sale thread. If you want to, if um, you know, if you can't do RGB, that's the best. Next best thing you can do is get a beautiful component video out of your Super Nintendo. So. Give that a look if that interests you. And boy, that, uh, I guess it didn't seem like a lot, but that's, uh, that's yeah, me. Yeah, I know those monitors are really cool. That's, I'm pretty jealous of that. Yeah, um, and I never would have thought at work. And you know, the thing that kind of got me a little bit, because after I guess, you know, like a year ago, I think we just like pitched a couple 20-inch one of these. I was like, no, no. I said, well, if you run it anymore, just let me know. So who knows? Maybe we'll see. But good, good. Um, Bill, you get some stuff? I got a game. A game. It's not hockey, is it? Uh. It's a hockey game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got a complete copy of NHL Breakaway 98 for the N64. 
Is that a thing? Is that the one with those like square men on the back? <laughs> yeah, it's got Keith Kachuk on the front. Try to spell I don't that. Even know who that is? I'm I'm sure there's a K and a Chuck in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, there's a T, a K, and then a Kachuk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Keith Kachuk's on that. But yeah, it's uh, I haven't fired it up yet because I mean I have things. If I start playing, I mean I gotta like I can't just play it for forever. So I have to prioritize my time. So I got that, and then the only other thing I got, uh, I I'm a long overdue on some more box protectors. I had like thirty something uh, uh, complete uh, NES games that I hadn't like filed into the library yet. Cause I I hadn't uh, reordered box protectors in a while. So there's actually a sale. I went to order them a few weeks ago uh, from VideoGameBoxProtectors.com and uh, 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 Jim over on uh, Nintendo H there, and. Um, he was out of stock on them, and he had a coupon code for ten percent off for when they came back in stock. So I worked out well. I got uh, another fifty of those, awesome. and um, uh, it's not really a video game score, but I picked up uh, Cards Against Humanity. Um, we have friends who own it, so we've always been able to play it. But we enjoy the game enough that we thought we should own our own copy, and we got to merge in our uh, packs uh, promo bundles, which are all like video game and uh, you know kind of geek themed. So they're they're a good laugh. Do you want to explain what that is for people that may not know? Uh, sure. Uh, Cards Against Humanity is extremely similar. You could even say like the exact same thing or a ripoff of Apples to Apples. Um, it's only the it's the adult version, um, and the tagline on the on the box is uh, a party game for horrible people. <laughs> um, in in a nutshell, what happens is uh, everyone gets dealt ten cards that all you know say something on them, and then. Uh, uh, of the first, so you draw a black card which has a question on it. So I'll just give you one of the uh, 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 sample questions. Press down, down, back towards B to unleash blank. And uh, then everyone has their ten white cards. So uh, they everyone has to kind of come up with like the best or funniest answer. You give them to the first uh, to the you know the player who has the question face down. They shuffle them up and then they read them one at a time and decide who's the winner. The winner gets the black card as like one point. So it's not really a game you play for like points or to win because it's just hilarious and you're laughing the whole time. But it is really there are some extremely offensive cards. <laughs> in there, part of what makes it really funny. Um, so uh, if you haven't played it, I mean a lot of like I actually hadn't heard of it uh, too much about it. So then when I discovered it, I started telling people all about it, and everyone I talked to was like, "Oh yeah, I know, I have it." So I guess it's bigger than I thought it was. It was uh, originally kickstarted, but now it's available on Amazon. It's a really, really highly recommended party game. That's fun. That's fun. Well, good. Um, well, you know, as usual, thanks everybody for taking the time to submit their stuff. We love talking about it, and um, we'll we'll get on with the show.
So today's, today's topic, we're going to kind of hit on two things that often clash together when you're, you're a game collector. And that's your, your two different mentalities. you got your collector mentality, and most of us also have a gamer mentality because, honestly, that's why we got into collecting, because we usually start with that gamer mentality and it, it grows into some hideous monster later down the road. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how, how those two uh, often collide and uh, don't always get along. Yeah. This is a very interesting... I've, I've been waiting for this topic for a while. Funny, because I will see messages from people and they'll say, oh yeah, I like to play games. I'm just going to go pick up a few that I really like, like from my youth or something. And my response is always, that's always the way it yeah. starts. That's exactly <laughs> how it starts. I, I, I said something similar on the arcade forum um, about, uh, you know, uh, I said, well, I've got my play choice right now that's really, like, I don't really have, like, too much more space or too much money to spend on it right now. So, like, this is the only machine I need for right now. And the next, like, three posts were, like, famous last <laughs> words. Like, like once you get it, once you kind of, like, you know, you get your feet wet with something, it then becomes, the like, new obsession. oh, I need more yeah. of this thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it, though. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of curious, I mean, before we even get too far on the topic, to me, does, does this start because of nostalgia? I mean, is that, kind of, do you think, is that it, the root of this, or...? It did for me, and I would imagine it's the same for a lot of people. I think because does anybody like, just wake up and go, you know what? Uh, I just bought a 360. I want to collect all the 360 games. Yeah, I think there's some of that. Yeah. Okay, so you think even yeah. some new, but it doesn't have to be just nostalgia. There's just especially in uh, yeah, like young men, you know, there's this collector mentality. It's just kind of like a fun thing to do, regardless of yeah the nostalgia. Right. I mean, like, so, like, think about some of the other things people collect, like, uh, you know, coins and yeah. stamps and baseball cards. Like, some of those things do have, like, a nostalgia attached to them. Like, baseball cards, like, you know, these are players that you watched sure. growing up or that you're currently watching or that, you know, like, you might, might have done yeah. with your dad or your brother or something. It's just something that has meaning to you, whereas, like, coins... <laughs> I use coins. Necessarily... <laughs> I used them when I was a kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember using those. <laughs> the... Loonies and Toonies, man. fun to buy candy. Yeah, yeah right? And it, it's I feel like the coins have... Uh, and the thing is, the baseball cards have, like, like the history behind them, too. Like, you know, like the World Series of 68 or, you know, like the playoffs of, you know, whatever. Um, and the same thing with coins. It's like there's a different kind of history attached to coins where it's like, oh, this is the way they were manufacturing silver and the way they were pressing things. And this, this coin was spent the year that Kennedy was president. I mean, like, there's still a lot of cool you know, pieces that go along with that. It doesn't necessarily have to, like, you know, you don't have to have grown up loving coins to collect yeah. them, you know what I mean? But I, I do think that nostalgia drives a lot, excuse me, I think nostalgia drives a lot of, uh, uh, you know, people who maybe grew up with this system and who uh, have revisited or are still gamers. They kind of, you know, see a Nintendo in like a, a, or like a Genesis or whatever in a, a storefront. And they just kind of get that feeling like, oh, I used to have that. I would love to have yeah, that again. I agree. Because yeah, everybody wants to relive their childhood, right? Because that was like the perfect time in life when you didn't have all the responsibilities. You had a lot of time on your hands. And that's where people want to go back to, yeah. right? And the game, the yeah, games are still fun a... for the most part, too. Yeah. There was a really good blog post uh, not too far back. Um, uh, I believe it was by Fleech, that uh, RPG Milestone post. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was mostly talking about Final Fantasy VII, which is uh, a very, you know, often talked about uh, 
uh, a game in the series, and one of the points that uh, uh, that Fleech made in the responses to it is one of the, the you know the big factors is at what age yeah. did you play the game at? Um, there's impressionable ages, and then there's you know there's the age where like you feel like you play the best video <laughs> games ever, and you listen to your favorite music ever. So it's like I I often wonder like. Is my favorite game not really the best one? It's just I played it at that perfect yep. time. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely. Yeah, I would probably say that's sure. Yeah, you're in that time in your life kind of definitely colors everything else that comes yeah. after it. Mm-hmm. So um, you kind of mentioned, Krabby, about young men. Um, do you notice that you definitely see, I mean, you definitely don't see very many women collecting not nearly as many right? no um i i'm definitely not a psychologist i've taken some intro courses and one of the things that's come out a few times in the early childhood development especially in like boys like 8 to 14 ish mm-hmm. is collecting is like a big thing to them um and what i forget where i read this but uh, it was like a psychologist breakdown of why pokemon was so popular and it was because it literally hit like everything that a young boy wants at that age. Like they want to fight. So you've got the battles in there. They want to collect things. So you've got to collect, you know, your 150 Pokemon. You want to explore things. And it was just everything they could want all in one game. And uh, the collecting aspect I found really neat though. And that um, I think a lot of people collect in some form when they're a kid, whether it's, you know, you collect rocks you're finding outside, you're collecting stickers, you're collecting. Um, action figures, you know, whatever. Then when you're 20, you know, you still have that drive. You just find something more age-appropriate to collect. Yeah. Um, But do you think that um, people that continue to collect, do you think that's some kind of psychological issue? Or is it just part of that nostalgia, right? Because you are nostalgic for that time in your life, probably that 18 to 14, 8 to 14 range. And that's kind of ties back in. I don't that. know if I'd call it an issue, but I'd definitely say it's psychological, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because people, some people have that desire and some people just don't seem yeah. to, right? Um, and I always find it really fascinating, though, when I come across a female game collector, though, because I want to know, maybe someday we can find one <laughs> and bring them on the show, because I want to know what motivates a woman to do this, because it's it can't... Is is it the same thing? Is it something different? You I know think I mean? that would make for a very interesting guest. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've got several um, uh, active uh, uh, female followers on the Collector Cast uh, Twitter account that we we chat with. There's a couple that uh, um, uh, Famicom collectors in particular. Um, there's a handful on there that we chat with uh, on a pretty regular basis. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's we haven't gotten to the point of you know you know the interview type. Uh, analysis of you know like what what got this all started i mean we've we've talked about kind of what got us started and i think i think a lot of people especially in the video game collector space you know have been gaming for a long time um it would be really interesting to see uh uh different points of view on it yeah so maybe we'll see if we can round one of those up and do one in the future because i think that'd be fascinating i mean myself um so having said that um okay back to this gamer versus collector mentality so obviously we all like to play games that's why we collect them in the first place right absolutely but okay so tell me to you guys what does it mean we i think we understand gamer mentality right you like to play games it's fun it's a good hobby um so what does having one like being a collector more than a gamer really mean 
to you. To me, that means you're spending more of your free time um, on the collecting aspect rather than the gaming. So instead of playing your games, you are, you know, searching on eBay auctions, you are going garage sailing, you are organizing your collection, you're uploading it to RF Gen, you're cleaning stickers off of things, you're researching <laughs> new games you want to buy, you're you're looking for that system you've never found, like you're spending all your time. You just described my yeah, time. <laughs> you're, you're spending all your time with games, but not actually playing them. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think of it as, a, uh, like, back when we used to play hockey, um, uh, like your coaches, or any sport probably, your coaches tell you, um, you know, the game is not when you, like, is not when you're working. Like, the work is, like, the practice. Like, uh, like you, you practice way more than, the amount of time you spend practicing is way more than the time you spend actually playing the game. Because, like, you want to be so good that once you get to the game, that it's just second nature, you're having fun, you're letting it flow. So I, I, I kind of always put that uh, towards uh, the same thing with gaming is uh, like the work you're doing is the searching and it's the, the, you know, putting leads out and talking to people and like setting up events. So it's it's almost like when you actually sit down to game, like that's like the vacation. It's like, ah, oh, now I can sit down and enjoy all this. And then when you're done with that, it's back to work. You got to you got to go find. Uh, if only it translated game. to gameplay skill, right? I still yeah, suck right? at Contra, but I've been reading about it all week. Damn it. <laughs> Jeff Roland, why aren't your skills transferable? But really, but isn't, yeah, the, uh... isn't collecting almost like a metagame unto itself? I look at it Absolutely. like that, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because it, you it, have it really is, man. And, 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 and you yeah, have Jesus. You Whether do. Or not you... Whether or not you look at them as like you know, uh, you know, the same way you would as like an in-game achievement type thing, it's. I mean, like I know I, you know, have uh, okay, my Konami silver box set, I'm this many away, or you know, like my black box set, like people, and I, I find a lot of collectors have like individual. We even have a thread on milestones about like yeah. individual. I just goals. finished my Taito yeah. set, you know, hundred gamer score to me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that. And it's it's so you it's it really that's a great way to put it like the collecting part of it is a meta game. Yeah, so I mean it's similar things. I mean it's just like in a an RPG you grind to get experience <laughs> points. Well, in in the real world you're grinding to get games, right? It is a grind. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> it can be. It can, if you let it, can be maybe too consuming. Right. Right? I think it doesn't pop up so much on RF Gen, but I've seen it on a few other sites where you get two groups kind of arguing over what to do with their games like you know people don't like sealed games or why do you buy you know the barbie game to sit on your shelf and they you know that gamer and that collector kind of clash i think a lot of the people that are all gamer mentality don't have that collector mentality they don't understand that the collecting side is is really fun for some of us yeah, and these are probably the same people that as soon as they're done with the latest game, they go to GameStop, trade it in, and get a different one. Some of them are, probably, yeah. Yep. I I, I think uh, that, too, like, about, like, so gamer versus collector, like, I kind of I kind of see the gamer, who, like, like the, the 100%, because it's not, like, all one or the other. It's, like, the slider kind of moves, like, you know, in the yeah. varying degrees. So, so the 100% gamer and 0% collector... Yeah, just wants to like play that game, have that experience. They might want to hold on to it for future experiences, but you know, if they're playing for a single player campaign or experience, they're not gonna play multiplayer or wanna replay it. The game the hundred percent gamer goes and he purchases or he obtains his game somehow, plays it, and then sells it, trades it, like wants to play the next game. Or um, or or might be the the proverbial Steam player 
that doesn't care to ever have anything physical, just wants to play it and then move on to whatever the next deal is. And, and the, 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 the asterisk or the caveat on that <laughs> Steam is... Collectors. I, like, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah there's not, I mean, there can't be very many of them, but like, so the thing is, I don't collect games on Steam, like even though I have like a library of games on there, and I don't set them up into like, okay, so I've got my, my EA fighting games here, and my, my this over my real, real RTS... Um, but at the same time, I like looking at my, like the list of like the library <laughs> of games I have. Like I look at that as like kind of like, it is a digital collection, but you look at it as like, and people say that to me, like people who like I meet and I jump, who like uh, uh, add me on Steam, like it's linked through Facebook or whatever. They're like, hey, I saw your Steam library. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like the same way they would look at like your physical really? library and like finger through it yeah, for their like, favorites. And, yeah. Huh. They go through that, like you can see what people are playing, like because and it tells you like who's got what. But like, yo, you have like 190 Steam games. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's those Steam sales are a killer. Like, like you know, 30 games for like five or six bucks sometimes, and they're good. So, huh. uh, but yeah, the uh, so but yeah, so I was saying uh, before is so, and then you, like if the slider just moves a tiny bit, you can still have people who like they trade in the odd game once in a while, but at the same time they have their like favorite games that they will not get rid of even if they're not going to play them again because they want that game sitting yeah. on the shelf. So it doesn't mean that that's, that that's like a, a, like a full-on collector. Or, that's like you said, you know, there's that, that slider. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely people who are more into one than the other. Um, but you, but Krabby's right. There are some people who you know, don't understand people on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um... I kind of I, I hear where you're coming from. I I was kind of interested to hear that bit about Steam because I mean, I, personally, I have two Steam games and they're both because they're free. <laughs> but and honestly, oh, you're I'm, doing I'm, you're doing it wrong. I've never even played them. I've never. <laughs> I mean, I've like put the code in and then like that's it. I've never even bothered to yeah. do Same it. Same way when so, the PlayStation uh, Network went down and everyone got the free two games to download, I still haven't touched the two that I downloaded either. Me neither. Yeah, uh, I I think it was more because they were games I didn't really care for in the first place. It's just like, well, if they're giving them away, I'll download them. But but yeah, I've I haven't touched them. Yeah, well, that's the way I've been with Steam. I'm I'm trying to get I'm I'm trying to get better at that in the same way that I'm trying to get better at playing physical games that I purchase. Um, because for a long time, I was purchasing lots and lots of uh, Nintendo games, and then it came to like you know someone said to me like, oh like what have you played lately? And it just got me like actually depressed, <laughs> thinking like I haven't played any of these games in like forever. And Krabby's like beating three games a day, and like everyone's like <laughs> playing stuff. So I'm actually trying to get like uh, I have this new like mini rule I've imposed on myself. Like when I buy stuff, um, so like whatever I buy in one week, uh, the next week, like I'm not buying a whole lot anymore. So whenever I buy one week, like I can't buy a new thing until I've at least played a little bit of something I bought the week before. Um, and it's it's working out pretty nice. good so far. That, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Like I like doing something like that just to find like little hidden gems. Yep. And that's the thing is like there's you'll you'll find them. It's uh, uh I mean some games don't age great, but some games just still play great. So it's it's really really cool to find that thing. And uh, someone's like, "What are you playing?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm playing Outlaw Golf on the Xbox. It's amazing." <laughs> and they look at Why? you like, "What?" Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "No." And that's the other thing is that people say like, oh, like, oh, I heard that game's terrible. And you're like, well, have you played it? No, but I read a review that said it was terrible. It's the like, Metacritic oh, score. I got this one friend. Um, whenever what? we meet up, he 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 doesn't play old games. He just he likes to hear me talk about them. I think 
so he asked me like what are you playing and i'm like oh I was, you know i was playing vey this week and he's like well what's that and i'm telling him all about this old sega cd game he's never heard of he's never gonna play and he just sits there and enjoys it i think <laughs> it's just weird <laughs> he doesn't like, subscribe he, to the he, show he and he to, can get tons yeah. of it yeah he gets to uh live vicariously through your gameplay something like that i can see that all right so obviously doing this show we um we're collectors right so we've we're our slider is farther on that end than the gamer end i would say probably for all of us is that true i like to think mine's near the center so. but yeah definitely more than okay, the average yeah. yeah krabby does play a big majority of what you have you, you do a good job you, you of know that. What, you know what i'd say for me i'd actually say that my slider is super towards the gamer side for current gen and super towards the collector for the older stuff i i do play it I do play my NES and my Super and my Genesis. I do play the old stuff, but um, the stu- all the current gen stuff that I play, I have little to no interest in collecting beyond the fact that I like seeing like that big Steam <laughs> library list. <laughs> huh. I would say I'd probably tend more towards the collector side, but I don't get me wrong. I still like to play. I do still still play games. Um. All right. So do you guys ever catch yourself? This this is one of those collector traps. So. Um, <laughs> Do you guys ever buy games because of their perceived like their rarity or their value versus like actually being a fun all game? the time? <laughs> <laughs> I, my my answer is a little more more complicated. I'll let Krabby continue. I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I've even bought in games that I, for some reason, I thought were valuable, and then they turn out not to be. Um, yeah, oh, like, okay. like I read an article or I recognize the name from something. I'm like, oh, just because I recognize it, you know, I, I've got to pick that up. Like uh, I was in a pawn shop and I saw that Korg DS uh, game. Where it's like a synthesizer on your DS. Yes. And I was like, yeah. I don't know why I know of this. It, it has to be like some rarity chart or something. So I, I picked it up and I'm like, you know, it's nothing. It's not worth anything. It's kind of a ridiculous thing. But, you know, I had that perceived value or rarity. So I had to grab it. And Bill? Um, I, it's, for me, it's more about completing a subset. Um, so, I mean, I'm not looking to, I know Gradius is a great game and everything, but I'm not looking to get Gradius, like, just on the merit that it's a great game. Uh, I'm interested in completing that silver box set. The same way how I'm not really interested in buying Spider-Man Web of Fire to play Spider-Man Web of Fire. <laughs> um, I, really? I, I want to complete that 32x set. So I mean, for me, the, like the the subs and the same thing with the black box games. Not that you know they're not all you know pretty decent games, but I mean, you know, soccer is not an inexpensive uh, game to find complete. So and you know, there's better <laughs> soccer games out there than that game. So so for me, like the subset has a lot to do with it. Um, I do find it difficult to spend big dollars on like individual titles that aren't related to a subset that I like that I don't look forward to playing. Like, Little Samson is actually a really great game. Um, so that one, like, it's it's a little bit easier for me. But, like, for games that, uh, uh, you know, just have the value... Like, Contra Force, you yeah. mentioned earlier. Um, it would be difficult for me to spend, you know, the month, like, the money that a Contra Force uh, demands, uh, mainly because, you know, it, it's the only interest I have in it is, you know, to put it in the library and, like, maybe fire it up once in a while, so... It's uh, I like. The we can all agree, right, that people only buy Odyssey two games because they're fun, right? 
<laughs> they have an exclamation point at the end, man. They gotta be fun. Yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> so here's the thing I would say. All right, so you gotta ask yourself this question honestly, and this will tell you probably a lot. Have you ever bought a new game because you thought its value was going to go up? Up? No, but hold on to its value somewhat reasonably, not like, you know, drop half price in a couple months? Yes. I I did with, uh, most recently, with uh, uh, Xenoblade Yeah, consoles. that's a good example. Um, it, yes. it was when it was still new in the store, and, you know, it was... It wasn't starting to get super. It wasn't starting to get expensive even yet. But I remember thinking, so I'm usually like, I'll wait for a good deal type guy. But I was like, you know what? It's uh, it was a, a a limited run. It was only to one retailer. It's not going to be available forever. There's no way the value is going to go down. I'm just going to get it. Like, and I didn't buy it to resell it, but I bought it at that point because I was like, there's no way the value in this is going to stay. You know, forty yeah, bucks or less. That helped me justify so, my purchase of this, like all three of those uh, Project Rainfall games. I, like I, I thought I'd have fun playing them all, but it's like I'm, I'm not really gonna find these much cheaper anytime soon. So yeah, I'll, I'll pay forty. Yeah, 50 exactly. Yeah. So, so Duke, were you, were you more so asking buying a game new that you maybe didn't have as much intention of playing, like just for the value aspect of yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, just to be a collector. Um, I can't think of a specific time where I did that. I mean, if, if I'm buying a game new. It's almost always because I want to. Ha- I want to play that game. Um, the only time that I that I really spend money on a game, you know, because uh, you know that that uh, that I want to have in the collection that I'm not going to play is kind of when it's been out for long enough, where I'm, where it's like it has that reputation of being like you know rare or valuable or again like part of a subset. But I can't remember the last time I walked into a store and I was like, "Let me buy that Mortal Kombat complete, you know, collection." I'm not going to play it but I just want it in the collection. Yeah, I mean, I would put... Um, there's Yeah, I would have a couple, like my Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bought it. I didn't even know if I'd ever get around to playing it because I bought it and I said, well, like, at the worst comes to worst, if I decided to sell it, I could make money off yeah. of it. And it's still sitting on right. my shelf sealed. I don't know if I'll ever play it. That's a re- I'll, I'll let you... I know yours is still sealed. I'll let you borrow mine if you want. Because it is really... <laughs> Really, oh, a I might have game. to take you up on that because mine's still sealed too. I, I really oh, tempted to crack sure. it open, but I know I don't have time to play it right now. Yes. Yeah, no, if either one of you want to borrow it, let me know. I'll, nice. I'll mail it out. And just like um, Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, I think a lot of people deal on that one just to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's a great example, actually, because that was a limited... Uh, same thing, like, I don't think they said it was going to be a limited run, but, like, very <laughs> I know, I didn't believe out, them. It was like, like wow. a Nintendo limited run, you know, whatever. I'll just pick it up in a couple months, and yeah. then it just disappeared. Yep, I remember it being at Best Buy, and, like, it were sold out, and I was like... Or, no, I was I checked the system to see, like, how many we had, because I was going to buy it that day. And uh, uh, I looked in the inventory thing, and it said, oh, like, you know, like, five copies or whatever... And then on the top right, it says, like, what the status is. And normally it's active. And uh, it said discontinued. And I was like, what? <laughs> We're not getting these? In? And then I looked on, the, like, Amazon. It was the same thing. It was, like, all, like, individual sellers. So I was like, I need to jump on yeah. this right now. Yeah. So, but, but, at the, but at the same time, there, there was still that part of me that was like, I mean, I'm definitely interested in playing all three of these. But you um, can. I can't. Right? You just, but yeah. just play the individual games. Yeah. You could. But I mean, I I I I can't think of a time when I bought something with zero intention of playing it just to put on the shelf. 
I've had a few. Except I've had a few. For, for new games, I should clarify. For, at full like launch retail price, I haven't, but I have once they've dropped. I've got some sealed games sitting around that I, I really have no intention of playing. I uh, when I bought I did it with I would say when I bought Metroid Prime Trilogy, it was lower than retail. Uh, Amazon had a sale yeah. on it. I think it was like thirty bucks or something like that. Yeah. So I think I, I got mine for like forty. Yeah. I, and I did buy. I, well, I should say I, there's there's little exceptions. I did buy twenty four the game <laughs> for the PS2. Okay. Just because I was like a twenty four fan and like I've Jet never power. played it. <laughs> so uh, and I hear it's actually pretty cool. I hear it like takes place in between two of the seasons. So I actually was thinking about giving it a try one of these days, like if I ever like rewatch uh, the first like three or four seasons of Twenty Four that I actually liked. That's fun. That's fun. So, Bill, you'd kind of mentioned already that you have like some kind of rule to kind of make yourself go back and play um, things that you collect. But um, obviously, being a collector, sometimes that's it. It's part of being a collector more than a gamer. Sometimes is spending more time just doing right. everything that collecting goes into right i mean there's a lot of different pieces to it um yeah obviously you have to go look right yes i mean there's a uh like i i don't look at um the the garage selling or the you know like the, my weekly trip to the flea market like i don't consider it work at all like it's, it's fun i enjoy it so it's it's not like the collecting part of it is a chore and then you finally get the game which is the prize like the 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 fun of it is is the journey is like all those things that go along with it. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see, uh, you know, I don't really see. Sometimes the line blurs a little bit because, like, you're having fun while you're out doing it. You grab something, and sometimes, and there are there are a lot of things that you that you get to have in the collection, and that's the end goal. Like, you don't even want like, like kind of like a miracle piano. Like, it'd yeah. probably be fun to like fire it up once in a while, but no, like, no one's buying this thing to use. Want one to use. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably play through it like uh, and exactly. learn a few more songs but uh crabby's gonna play some synth oh, yeah. rock or something oh man can you imagine if some uh, flock of seagulls or something is on there flock of <laughs> seagulls there we go there we go uh and um you just priest guys yeah. so i'm gonna play some turbo no there you go right but then you have but yeah the, it's uh yeah, the other parts, right? So, like, you know, I think we've all, t- I know definitely you guys have talked more about because your stuff's out more than mine. There's that time to just spend with the collection or to organize it or to, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I really like that time. I really do. Like, it's, it's, I, I go to my parents' house where they, I have like most of my box stuff downstairs and I'll just go there and I'll just go down there and I'll just, it sounds so silly when I like say it out loud, but I'll just go and sit there and like look at it. And I'll grab like a random game, and I'll just like read the box as if I were in the store <laughs> in eighties. Like, and I'll, I'll pull it out and like, oh, like what is this? And like, I'll try to let like the spine of the game like grab my attention. Be like, oh, like wow, like low G man, because it stands <laughs> out like super, super bright. Yeah. And you grab that out and you look at it and you're like, oh wow, that's cool. And then you put it back and you grab Ducktales and just look. So like, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds like make believe time in my basement, but uh, it's no, I think and, it's really and cool. that's even uh, a shared experience at times. Because like when I went down to Calgary, I mentioned I got together with a few Nintendo Age guys at different times. Um, the first guy I met that I went game hunting with, we went to his house first, and we just spent like two hours in his bedroom, like checking out his collection. He had a really awesome, complete in box Nintendo collection. We were he had he had the full again sixty four library, so we're 
we're pulling out titles and chatting like where'd you get this one you know this one's awesome you know he's like watch out for this one this one's kind of uncommon looking through his nes stuff i'm saying you know i got this one i don't have that one and like we just spent hours just going through his shelves like we did not put anything into play and that's great that's it's i mean like when you meet someone who shares the interest that's one of the coolest things is like show me your stuff like let me see all your things and let's talk about them for hours yeah um and again it's that's that's the collector side of things i mean um and again i think uh, you know a real gamer would be like just screw that let's just play a game and play right yeah well yeah i mean uh, the the really extreme like all the way on on their side of the slider would be like you know how many games you could get if you sold all these <laughs> so many new games. I hate that when you people could... do that. And the, do you ever? You I know you do. You have those people come to your house, they see your stuff, and they go, "Man, why don't you just sell all this? You know what you it's can make? Yeah. Do, do, do you know how? Do you know how much this is worth? You could get like, you could buy like a PS3 and five games. <laughs> and you sold all this stuff. And you're like, why in God's name would I do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I always notice that's I have those friends, right? And they'll come over, and what you'll get is that they'll just look and they'll go, "Wow, well, look, I haven't seen one of these in years." And then, like two years later, they'll, they're asking, "They're like, do you have like you got like double dribble?" <laughs> and and they yeah. and then they want to play I, double I, dribble, I, right? I, I love the I love the random games that like that people because like I mean, obviously, you as a collector, you know, like that's valuable, that's valuable. But people will be like, "Oh, tell me you have Bionic Commando." Yeah. And or or just like whatever game they grew up with, and then you just show them that box, and they're just like, oh. or don't you just pop it because they want to play it, right? They're like, oh, can yeah. we play? Can we please play this? They don't want to look at all the other random games. They don't want to ask any questions. They just want to play that yeah. game, right? Right. Yeah. So like, let's let's play That's some double dribble, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I uh, now there there goes Duke again mentioning a game with a uh, title screen that speaks its name. <laughs> double dribble. Double double dribble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it, you know what? Here in Indiana, where I'm at, basketball is probably the biggest sport. So when people come over, if I tell them I have like almost all the that almost always it's do you have double dribble? Stick in some round ball. And they want to play. They want to play yeah. double dribble. Only because they didn't make a Hoosiers <laughs> game for us. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, but yeah, it's a good thing. But again, you know, that's it. Some people like the game, and you know, they don't really care where I got these or or anything else, or they have no idea, and that's fine too. I mean, it's not their thing. Um, so, so I've got I've got a question for you guys, actually. Yeah. Um. So, and this is this is an interesting one to me. It's um. So I know obviously that you guys uh, that all all of us are you know if we see a Nintendo game that we don't have, that's something that we you know are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so besides like the the Nintendo games, so let's say like for the Wii or for the you know PS2 or something maybe a little bit newer. So keeping games that don't have uh, any you know like very much retail value, like it's not like something that you could really resell um, for more than a buck or two, um, and it's not something you're crazy about playing. So is sports so this is when the yeah. <laughs> So this is when the really big collector uh, uh, side might come out. So is it is it more worth it for you just to have that thing on a shelf, taking up space, adding to the collection, or having no play value and no retail value? Does that affect your desire to have it in the shelf? I've gone through um, times where I've purged those things from my collection, but they always seem to seep back in. And then like every two or three <laughs> years, I've got a lot of them. And I'm like, how? Do, why do I have this? How did this get here? Like, sell them all. And then yeah, I'm in the same situation like two years later. 
Well, that's it because you see it and you just go, I don't have yeah. that one. And it's a good deal, right? It's like a, it's a couple dollars or it's a dollar and you go, I don't have that one. Um, you know, like, am I ever going to play, you know, like bad news baseball on the NES? No. <laughs> I'm not. But it fills that hole, right? Yep. Um, even with, with even with sets, so I'm not e- going for complete on, like, a... like for the NES. I'm going for a complete set. But like you said, PS2, I've probably got three quarters of my PS2 games. I'm never going to touch, and I know that. But they look awesome on the shelf. Okay. Yeah that that was that was mainly because I mean obviously for the stuff you're collecting for, yeah. it's, it's different than for something you really don't have any. Yeah. You know, Some things of certain appeal. Like I I really like the look of role-playing games for the most part. I think they have, like, the best box art you can get, um, especially on, like, PlayStation era up. So I've got a ton of PlayStation 2 role-playing games, and most of them I'll never play. But they, I just think they look awesome, even if they're not worth anything. They... I, I agree. The PlayStation, And it's it's partially to do with that I'm going after the PlayStation, uh, the Squaresoft games on the PlayStation 1, um, but also... Uh, I just think they look good. I think they're really cool. And, and this, and like, I know I have a thing with spines because most of my games are spines. Um, if the spine of a game is really cool, I like having that game. Like one of the one of the ones I point to sometimes is just I really just like the style of uh, of the art style of the uh, Oni Musha oh, yeah. games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I I'm, I'm, I know some people like these games. I like I'm them. Not a, I'm a not crazy about the games. Um, the, uh, I really liked it. Was it the third John one? Renault, they brought yeah. John Renault in the whip. Yeah, that was really cool. So I really enjoy having those games on the shelf because I think they look awesome. So part of it for me, I mean, you know the, why the those games are, are awesome? Really tank controls. What's up? <laughs> tank, tank controls. controls. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't, didn't revelations have tank? Um, like I liked the controls. <laughs> it kind of oh, cool. ended there. Started strong and then, yeah, bleh. Feel bad about that. That that game traveled. It got a lot of play time. Don't feel bad. I I really I was really interested in it. I have that same kind of problem with like racing games. It seems like I end up like like a lot of other junkie. If I'm not particularly clicking for a system, I get rid of like most sports. But for some reason, I want to hold on to racing games for some reason, even though I don't play a lot of them. It's an odd one. You don't hear that. I just like having them. Usually, it's like shooters or fighters or yeah, role playing. That's that's a weird one. So when when racing games come out, so dude, so are you ta- like name me, give me one as an example of one that you've held on to? Okay, like um, like cruising world, uh, like on the N sixty four. Oh, okay. So because because one of my one of my I, I kind of thought that it might be like for me like Gran Turismo. I play okay, the like all the Ridge Racers, Turismo. like all the Ridge okay, Racers. Yeah. I don't I like Ridge Racer that Turismo. much. <laughs> I played. I put hours into one, two, three, and four, and then five is the one that I I kind of didn't go back to. But the same thing. Like I, I I'll play the hell out of it. I'll finish it. I'll get as much as as much enjoyment as I want to get out of it. And then I know I'm not going to play that game again. But I almost feel like the time I invested in it, uh, it's I'd rather keep it, put it on the shelf, and be able to look at it and like think about like, oh yeah, I remember playing that game. That was awesome. So. Sometimes for me that has something to do with like not getting rid of a game. I've had a bunch of Gran Turismo games. Again, I've never played any of them. I don't <laughs> like them. 
Oh, I, re- oh, so, so so on games that you haven't even played, you'll still hang on to racing games. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, that is, I have that in is my weird. head sometimes that like, oh, this is gonna be good. I'll play I do it. that sometimes with like ones that have superheroes on them. Like I've got some Justice League games. I don't want to play them because I know they're gonna be awful, but they look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even tracked down the force feedback racing steering wheel for the <laughs> Xbox 360. <laughs> I, and Man. I played like a couple of the games. I was like, okay, I guess I'm I'm good. <laughs> I know it's like the smallest detail uh, in like the uh, the the storm of crap going on right now, but I'm actually kind of excited for vibrating. <laughs> oh, for the Xbox One. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it anymore because I know it's just going to start a fight. But I, I am don't excited. Think start a fight. I that think is we're a all on the same feature. page. <laughs> That's a neat feature. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would like us to maybe visit that topic again when there's really more information. Um, Three weeks. I, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's just not enough yet. Um, so, and, there's not yet. Yeah. And I know every other show has had to come out with their, ooh, let's talk about the Xbox One release. But I, there's just not enough. There's not enough to go with. So if you actually yeah. care what we think, we'll probably get there. But once there's more information. Um, okay, so have you ever done this one? I know, Krabby, you have because we mentioned this one before. <laughs> Right, so you ever have a friend that's like, "Oh man, you just got to get play this game." And you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I want to play it." And they're like, "Look here, just borrow my copy." And you're like, "No, no, 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 I'll, 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 I'll get a copy. I'll come across a copy." So I had no. Okay, so there's there's a, uh, uh, I have borrowed games from people for uh, because like I don't I have no problem playing someone else's copy and then having the save file. And then, you know, once I get my copy, you know, just, just keeping going with it. Um, I absolutely will not do it with a, uh, uh, like a friend of mine let me borrow, uh, was it, uh, 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 Mario, the, the 3DS, uh, Super Mario 3D Land, and like to go on vacation with. And I played the hell out of it. And then I didn't even think that when I have to give this card back to them, the save file is on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So when it's when it's a memory card, when it's on an Xbox, when it's on a PS3, whatever, like the save file, like you know, you can move it wherever you want. But on card based games, so like on like a you know like an N64 or something that supported saves, yeah, I absolutely would wait for my own copy. But for stuff where I could have my own save separate, I don't mind playing it separately. No, I I have a problem with that. <laughs> 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 I've had a friend who's a huge Sui Coden fan. He's got them all. And he he's always bugging me, like, here, you know, I've got Sui Coden 1 and 2. Take them. Borrow them. Play them. Let me know what you think. And I keep telling him, no. I, I'll i I'll find a copy eventually, and, and then I'll play it. Can you, can you give him can you give him my address and tell him that's where you're staying for the next uh okay, He's been telling months. me to do this for like at least six or seven years. I still haven't found a copy of them, <laughs> but I still refuse to borrow it because I am determined to, you know, find one and just bring it home. I, I have a friend who swears up and down that it's the greatest game he's ever played. <laughs> one and two. Uh, two especially yeah. is what he likes. Um, and he always gives me crap. He's like, you know that it's like way better than uh, Ocarina of Time. And I said, you know you haven't <laughs> played Ocarina of Time. Like, yes, yeah, still. Like, it's better than it. Um, but he says, you know, I really think you should just buy it on PSN because you could put it on your PSP or whatever. And I was like, uh, I'd really like yeah. to find an actual copy. And then he's like, honestly, at this point, if you haven't found a copy, you're not going to find one. Uh, and he's not really in the collector scene, so like, like you know, That's not I, I always have, the, I always have the hope in the back of my head that, yep, I'll come across it. There it is, you know. But uh, he's he's bugging me to get it digitally, and I just can't bring myself. Don't to get do it, it digitally. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do that. Like, just like I've got a friend, you know, that just finished up Bioshock Infinite. And he's like, oh, man, I'm done. You want to play it? And I'm like, I do really want to play it. But <laughs> uh, I'll wait until I can find a copy Ooh. cheap that's new. I don't know why that is. That's, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, because for me, the, the save file on the cart is like the big uh, block to that. But if someone has a game and wants to let me borrow it, um, it, it might have a little bit to do with I, you know, I have little to no interest in collecting current gen stuff. So for me, like, so Bioshock Infinite, uh, I'm glad that I have it in my Steam library, and if I ever wanted to go back to it, I could. But if someone had let me borrow the 360 version, I would have played through it and handed it back to them and said, thank you very much, I'm all set. And then same thing, when I found a cheap copy, if I really wanted it on the shelf, I'd get it. Um, but uh, I, it's interesting, you guys would hold off from playing because you want to play I your I think with copy. me, maybe, too, there's probably a part of me that's holding back because I know I've got enough stuff to play here that I haven't played yet. So... Yeah, that's yeah. Me, I hear that a lot. Maybe too. if I had played everything on my shelves, then I'd go, you know, bring Sweet Coden over, I'll give it back to you and I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, kind of look I, at the I, same I, thing as well. I'm going to buy Bioshock Infinite at some point in time, and I've got a big backlog. I'm okay with waiting. Yeah, I hear that a lot from people on Steam, like especially when, like, a, so it's not like a borrowing type thing, but like, like for instance, Tomb Raider, like the new one that just came out in March, Yeah. Um, it was available yesterday. Um, excuse me, for $13 on Steam. Um, so, uh, and I had like a $3 credit to the, st uh, the store that was selling it. So I got it for like ten sixty. So, um, uh, and I remember saying that as like, hey, like Tomb Raider is 13 bucks right now if you don't have it. And a lot of people are like, yeah, that's a phenomenal price. And like, I probably would buy it at that if I didn't have so many things to play right now. They'd rather not have it on the pile, even at a good price. Yeah, if I found don't get me wrong, if I found a physical copy of that for that price, I'd buy it, even if I knew I couldn't get yeah. to it right away. But I'm like, for example, okay, um, GameFly has a sale going right now with Witcher Two for 360 is like 17 something, right? Yeah, not awful. I've been wanting to play it. I'm probably gonna wait till it comes just a hair lower than that. Maybe like 15 is my buy. But I've known sure. ever since that came out that I wanted to play it. My buddy wanted it. He bought it on launch. And so the whole time he's had it, and I could go borrow it anytime I want, but I'll just wait. I've got plenty of stuff on my pile. I'll get a copy that's mine. I'll play it. No big deal. I didn't like right? it. No, I really like thought I was going to. Really, really did. High hopes. I bought it really cheap on a Boxing Day sale here. Plugged it in. Hated it. Just can't stand it. From, like from, from the, beginning, the beginning. Everything about it. It's probably because you bought the PlayStation version, I don't right? think there is one. I think it's only 360. Oh, there isn't? Okay. <laughs> and, and, oh, hey, hey. NPC. That doesn't count. We don't, oh, well, we don't yeah. talk about those guys. I'm going to bleep out every time you say Steve, you get, I'm going to bleep it. <laughs> and you guys, uh, they're the, uh, the, the company that made it, uh, CD, CD Project Red, I think they're called. Um, they're uh, working on their next game, or one of their next games is called Cyberpunk. And that's, uh, is oh, exciting. I, think I heard a little bit about that, yeah. Interesting. So is that going to be like. Uh, based on a property or anything like a Philip K. Dick or Donaldson? I, I or? don't. It's they've only had a teaser, which is kind of like a pre-rendered thing, so no gameplay or anything. But uh, the teaser trailer it looks very uh, like Blade Runner, Deus Ex uh, type of style. So uh, it's it's really really interesting, like slow motion rendered uh, video that just trying to kind of give you like the feel of like the universe. So, but I mean the uh, the Witcher games. Um, not to get too far off topic, the first one I've heard is really, you know, it's not a great game. You just play it for story. Um, and then Witcher 2 is really where it's at. But uh, 
it's interesting that you didn't care for it at all. It sounds hmm. like something I would love. I don't know why I can't get into it. Okay, well, okay. Here's this next one. I know this is gonna. I know. I already can tell. I can tell Krabby right away on here. Am I that but... predictable? <laughs> okay, so you find that game that you want on <laughs> your shelf, and it's like okay, like for I'll give you an example. I saw a copy. We were just talking a little bit more about Kotor Two for the Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. Saw it in the shop. The price was decent. Cover looks okay. I open it up. No manual. No manual. No, you manual. leave it sitting on the And <laughs> I did. I just I put it right back, and I went, Meh, okay. You know, that's I, it. I, I, I take out my phone. I bring up eBay. I see if there's a manual shipped for, like, a couple of bucks. And then based on what's available, I, I still buy that thing. Like a, a Donkey Kong 3. There was a box copy at the store a few weeks ago. Um, wasn't in great shape, but that's why I got it for such a good price. Uh, I think he had it marked at 60 but because of the condition on it, he had a 50% off tag oh, on it, so 30 bucks yeah. for a box Donkey Kong 3. That's great. Had a little bit of a tear on the front, so like you can't. So Donkey Kong's face is gone, but still, it, it's, I mean, I, I can't be, if I'm going to be a box collector, I can't be picky. Um, so, uh, you know, unless I have a billion dollars. <laughs> so um, so uh, I opened it up, no manual. So I go online and I find one of my favorite, I love when I find something I'm looking for, and it's like from one of my favorite sellers. Um, so he had the manual for like seven bucks or best offer. I offered five. He took it like immediately. So I told the, uh, uh, the, the guy in the store, I was like, the manual cost me five bucks. Will you take another five off? And he's like, yeah, it's no problem. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I can work with a missing manual. It's condition that I can't work with. So Krabby, what about you? Um, it varies depending on the system or the game. Um, I'm a stickler for end labels on cartridge games. So if they don't have end okay. labels, like your N64 or your Virtual Boy, I need a box with those. I cannot take it any other way. The only exception I've ever made for that is Sculptor's Cut. I have a loose one. Okay. Um, but then there's things... Yeah, I, I, re- I, really, I really don't like the way N64 carts are if you just have them all... You know, like loose carts, like lined up. Like I hate not yeah. knowing what those games are. I agree. Um, I agree. I don't even like shopping for them because you have to thumb <laughs> through all the stupid oh, things. Oh man, it's it's terrible. And then like the the only solution the store has is to put stickers <laughs> on all. Of them. Yeah. Like so, then it's like, oh, now I got to take the stickers <clears throat> off. I mean, it's usually on the plastic, which is okay, but yeah, N sixty four. Oh. Yeah. No good way to. Why did it. they do that? Right? They had it figured out. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. And, and Krabby, I think. And Krabby, I think you said you like. Uh, and it's mainly because your Nintendo games are obviously they're spined like almost everyone's is, and you just want a really nice. Clean yeah, I want to be able to find the game when I want to pull it off the shelf. Yeah. So if it's faded, out of the question. Uh, that depends on the price and the game. If it's a rare title that I'm not going to find again, or an expensive title I'm getting for a decent deal, you know, I can deal with a little fading, a little wrinkling. Uh, two point, but if it's something I, I'm sure I'll find again, even if it'll take a couple of years, but I know another one will pop up, I'll leave it. Yeah, I've I've got a Wario's Woods with the end label is ripped off of it, and it really just drives me crazy. But <laughs> I got a few of those. Um, yeah. oof, uh, that's the only one I got. So one of these days I'll trade up, but uh, yeah. you know, other other titles to track down. The further I get into my collection for NES, the less picky I'm getting with my labels. <laughs> I used to be a real stickler. And then, uh, like, when I bought this Vectrix, the guy gave me a good deal in the Vectrix, so I was like, I'll go 
grab a couple more things, and I ended up getting a few games I needed from NES collection, but they all had like label damage, but I didn't care because they were cheap. Yeah, you know that's it. Sometimes yeah, price. I'll, I'll get another Fist of the North Star eventually. That's interesting. Um, hmm. I, for some reason, I don't. Oh, I think I've said this before. Uh, cardboard boxes. I don't give a crap if it's missing that. But if they have the nice plastic cases, I'm really bummed out when there's no artwork or when the manual is missing. It really drives me a little crazy. Yeah. Um, Would you prefer like uh, uh, you know those like rental sticker or, no, or like rental instructions? The photocopied that they would, ones. That company printed out. It was like. No, not, not even the photo, like the like the, like the like the blue ones. There was actually like a company that would like they they made like a single yeah, like a little cardboard kind of like, almost oh, yeah, yeah. Like little paper card. So you, so you'd actually so you'd prefer like anything as opposed to nothing. No, I bet yeah, it needs to be the manual. I mean, don't get me wrong, I bought okay. stuff without it, and it does perturb me a little bit. But it's got to be a really good deal to make me go okay, fine. So I've got a little caveat to that is. Um, cartridge-based games that came in plastic shells like Genesis. I'm not yes. terribly offended if they don't have the manual. I obviously like it when it's really? there, but I'll take it without. I Probably a third of my Genesis games are missing manuals. It doesn't bug me, but if it's a CD-based game and it's missing the manual, like a PS2 game, a 360 game, that drives me yeah. nuts. Like like if you like pull the case out and you can you, see the disc yeah. from the front of the oh. case, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> I hate that, especially when you you see the spine on the shelves at a store, and you're like, yes, and you grab it, and you're like, yes, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, man, come That's on. That's fine. Which I guess, you know, you could so, do what you talked about, Bill, but I just, that doesn't enter my mind to go, oh, well, let me go manual shop. There's, yeah, yeah rare I occasions mean, when I'll do that. If I, it's I, like a, a valuable game, I'll I'll piece it together over the years. Right, and that's the thing. If it's like a game that should sell complete for between like five and seven dollars, I won't even bother. I won't even look. But like, if it's a Donkey Kong three that I'm about to get for twenty four bucks, I'll do it. Um, I bought a Shatterhand, a box Shatterhand, um, no manual, and I was like, oh, that manual. That's a tricky manual to find. Like, I haven't been able to find one on eBay uh, in a while. I, I see a lot of carts with the manual, so I'm actually considering getting the cart and manual and, re- and selling the cart. Um, but uh, they, like I ended up talking the guy into like twelve dollars for it, so that's a win. Yeah. So um, but yeah, and, but I think for this particular question, since we are all so on the you know on the collector side of things, um, this might be a thing that like you gain like you ever like go on Craigslist or someplace and like there's people selling like like thirty or forty loose <laughs> discs. Like, <laughs> I you, hate that. Could you could you imagine being a person and you buy a game? Take the disc out, you put it in a binder, and then you throw the case oh away. Oh my gosh! Oh, how people horrible! Did so, I mean, and that, and that's, I mean, that's, I guess that would be like you know more along like the gamer and I don't care about yeah. the collection Who aspect. Who does that? I've had people, people give it. me funny Why? looks too. Like uh, I went to pick up a uh, Kirby's uh, like 30th anniversary collection for the Wii, and uh, yeah. I was under the impression it had you know the little pink slip cover and the little book that came in it with the history and stuff. And I went. He just had Hi. the game, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, nope. I'm, I'm not interested." And he gave me the weirdest look <laughs> I've ever seen. I'm like, I thought it came with this extra stuff. He's like, "The game's all here. Like, I don't understand." <laughs> thought we had a deal. <laughs> you don't so, get so it. you don't. Now, get it. now I'm wondering if he like. So wait, so this was not this a was store. Kijiji. This was like a person yeah. you were buying. It from? I went to the guy's house. Oh, okay. And, I thought you meant. Yeah. I thought you meant you like went to a store. And like the store had like oh, thrown no. away the outer I had creeped boxes out the store and stuff. Place too, though. 
that they've like taken the, yeah. an old receipt out of the game and thrown it in the garbage. I'm like, actually, can you pull it out of the garbage and stick that back in there? I kind of want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, there's a, a the store, a Game Dude, when I was out in the, uh, L.A. a couple years ago. Um, it's a really cool store if you're ever in the North Hollywood area. Um, I actually, like, they, everything is kind of like, like jewelry display cases. And then behind the jewelry display case, they have, like, the wall of games. So you can't reach them mm-hmm. from the sale floor. Mm-hmm. But you can just, like, you know, you get someone's attention and say, hey, can I see, like, this game, this game, this game, this game? And they don't, like, hand you, like, the case. Like, they open the game up and they put it down on the jewelry display case in front of you open because they know that everyone who's considering buying something from them wants to know what the condition right. is on the inside. Good. So it's a really cool uh, practice the way they do it. And also they have like Funko Land style uh, price sheets with trade-in prices for every system. I've seen their – they used to have ads in magazines. Yeah, I've seen Game Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean even to the point where like when I go to the, the game exchange I go to all the time, I mean I know the guys I'm there all the time and – and whatnot, they're really cool with me because what I'll do, like, if there's a game I want and they've got multiple copies or something like that, I mean, I'll be like, hey, look, can you hook me up? You know, the insert in this one is better and the manual in that one's better. Can I can I mix oh, yeah. and match to build a nice copy? And they're like, sure. Or if it's like, okay, here's a Saturn game. I want the game, but the case is junk. Can I swap it out for another game that's got a good case? And they're like, I've, sure. I've, to- yeah. I've totally done that with Saturn and Sega CD games. And more more often, what I'll do is I'll open the games up. And I'll be like, hey, like, would it would it be okay uh, if I take the uh, the sponge, like the foam from one of these other games because this one doesn't come with it? Yeah. And uh, they're usually fine with it. Um, but you you do get a weird look once in a while, like you want you you want a, you want a foam brick? Yeah, you can have that foam brick. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys? Uh upgrade condition like piece by piece on things you get in the house too like i've i mentioned i've sold several icos throughout the year i usually check it to mine and then i've got like i've frankensteined like the insert disc case and manual from like seven or eight different icos now i've gone through to like have this pristine copy i always (laughs) do that with um when I buy lots, that's the first thing I do with lot games is check them against the ones I've got, swap out for the better ones. That's always. I, I almost never do, but I don't really find a whole lot of boxed NES lots locally. If I did, I would certainly, like you know, any games mm-hmm. I already had, I would compare the condition. The only times I normally do that is with the NES manuals because I got so many of my manuals from the closing sticker. video store and they all yeah. have like a sticker on them mm. which doesn't which doesn't really bug me I mean, it's in the box I'm not really going to look at it but like I kind of <laughs> know in my head that it's there so if like I like you know if I find like a bunch of games that have like manuals with no stickers I'll just do a manual swap um but uh yeah I mean I'm sure that I would compare condition to anything I already have yeah to me that's fun though like that's the good point yeah. of buying a lot it's like okay a yeah. i'm going to resell these and make money but b i can upgrade whatever i got in this in the process yep level up okay now can you can you tell me if you've gone one step farther with this and i have <laughs> frank frankenstein consoles Ooh, um i other than i think i've stolen a pin connector from an nes and switched into another one outside of that i've never never gone further than that I've done shell swaps. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. I can't ever remember a time where I was like, "Oh, this is the only piece on this system that I wish I could swap out with something." I mean, because when I get my systems, like I open them up, I take all the like electronics bits out of them, and they get a bath. 
they get like the, yeah, the toothbrush, I do that too. Uh, warm soapy water bath. And like usually when I'm done with that, there's not any like glaring issues. But uh, I, I mean, I would do that if uh, if uh, I had like a working system that had like you know a piece that was like faded to hell or just needed to be swapped out with like maybe. The thing is, I don't have like an inventory of broken systems that I can piece out. Let Let me give you an example, right? So okay. I just got some Super Nintendos I went through. And doing the RGB thing, um, I did some research and found that there's one particular motherboard that you can get the best RGB out of. So I started going through the ones I've got, and I go, okay, here, I found the motherboard for the one that's got the best output. But the okay. but the shell is a little yellowed. So, but I had another one that didn't have that, that the, the shell looked great. So I do, again, you do a little Frankensteining, and then you have a beautiful one that's going to have beautiful RGB out. So you just did a shell swap, so the guts exchanged. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I haven't done that, but you know, once I get into the same situation that you're in right now with the beautiful <laughs> RGB uh, monitor, yes, I would certainly not be a. Jeez. Uh, 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 you won't, wouldn't be I, against I, it. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed. To what I, was looking for. I, <laughs> I don't be know why it's that. never occurred to me to do that for cosmetic issues because I I have done it for technical issues. I it sounds like something I'm going to start doing now that you've brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just never never occurred to me to even do that. Yeah. I I need to get on the Duke uh, school of opening up. Like I don't like. I don't get a whole lot of systems just because, you know, like my focus is uh, uh, like NES games. And I don't, I have like an inventory of like three or four NESs that I haven't gotten around to selling yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I just, you know, I give them the regular bath and I make sure that the, the pin is working good and then that's pretty much it. But um, I got to get more on the ball of like looking at the chips and finding that Super Nintendo sound chip or finding the RGB stuff. You know, it's, I just never look at that stuff. Well, it's going to allow you to sell a system for more to the right buyer. I know. I, 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 I need a I need a I need a Duke blog entry <laughs> on what to look for. Just listen to the show, I'll tell you. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, now this next one, I know Krabby, you're also you're guilty of this one. I can guarantee it. Guilty of a lot. <laughs> I know you've done a whole lot of this. And that is playing <laughs> those terrible games just because you have them. Yep. You you don't know if they're terrible until you try them, right? Some of them have that reputation. And I don't think they're often deserved. So what does that come about? Because it come about was like this guilt thing where you go, crap, I've got all these things. I should at least put the time into playing them. I was meant to. And then, yeah, I just realized one day, like a few years after I've been collecting, that the game is so much easier to to get games in faster than you can play them. Even with with short games like Atari and NES games. Still easier to buy them faster than you can play them. Um, so then, yeah, I was like, I'm going to sit down and go through all this stuff and I don't care how bad the game is. I'm going to play through it until the end. How many hours have you sunk into bases loaded games? Um, probably right around the hundred hour mark and I haven't played bases loaded (laughs) for yet. (laughs) You could like take a college course. Yeah, I'll be be the (laughs) bases loaded professor. And how many hours have you put into zero? Oh, yeah. None of the hours. But, Bill, have you done that too? I I actually, well, to you say, uh, you know, a lot of, like Krabby said, uh, a lot of of times those, like, reputation for, like, being an awful game is not deserved. Um, I totally agree with that. There's there's a lot of games that have reputations for being bad 
that are genuinely bad. Just, you know, every once in a while, you will find, like, I don't know what people were thinking about this. This game is great. And a lot of my, uh, and that's, I mean, that's why you talk yeah. about hidden gems. Like, you know, a hidden gem, uh, and a hidden gem is not a hidden gem for everyone. I mean, a great game is not a great game for everyone. Like, you know, it's, uh, you really like finding, like, I don't expect everyone in the world to love Outlaw Golf. It just happens to be one of my all-time favorite golf games. <laughs> I was going to say the top 10 list um, is probably pretty so... short. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one and, like, Hot Shots or whatever. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, and a lot of times more often what I'll find is this game that has a reputation for being fantastic. Like this game yeah. isn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And to, not just uh, good and bad. Like I like, uh, I like reading people's like top 10 hardest lists, top 10 easiest lists and top 10 quirkiest lists and then playing them and being like, no, that list sucks. Like it doesn't fit, doesn't fit for me yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's thing. I mean, you know, if you've ever played uh, your so, Sesame so, Street games, <laughs> I mean, you're guilty, guilty right? right. So, well, so take that to take the argument a bit further. So, playing a bad game just because it's in your collection is one thing, but just playing it. But are you talking about playing it like <laughs> through to completion, knowing that it's awful just because you have to complete it? Because that Krabby? might be a more towards the completionist than the collector. Crabby. <laughs> you played you some stinkers, a, man. Do, do you think that's a completionist aspect? I, I know you do like the 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 challenge mm-hmm. through Nintendo Age. Um, they were doing like the you know the beat all the Nintendo games challenge yeah. last year and this year. Um, and uh, so I know that that so maybe that's a little bit of the no. That one thing, was more. Know, I just kinda... used that list to help me choose games I wouldn't have pulled off the shelf. So I'm not like taking the, all the obvious ones, the Contras, Zeldas, and and Bionic Commandos, like, people play the popular ones. So I want to try, you know, the games that nobody talks about, you know, like the Overlord and Wampum and uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, yeah. So that was just more of a way to pick the games that I was, ended up playing. Um, okay. But but if this com- uh, Nintendo Completion Challenge was not going on, yeah. do you think you would still find an excuse to pull them oh, yeah. off the shelf and get yeah. through them? I have a blast even with some of these horrendous games like i i've learned <laughs> like from playing uh, like what's a good example like dragon's lair was the last boss was just insanely hard um back to the future two and three was so confusing oh, but there's such a sense of accomplishment terrible. after sludging through some of those that i feel it's worth it in retrospect so i don't mind it when i come up against games like that again Oh, yeah, so like uh, I played. At least you can say never again. Exactly, right? you can say you know I did that. I don't. I don't feel the need to do most of them again. But yeah, I would hope not. Fun and and it's like but that I've, accomplishment I've or that achievement too. You know, I've, I've literally got a list at home of of uh, the games that I've beaten on the NES, and and I like to see it grow. And the closer I get to all of them, you know, the better it feels. Yeah. I guess another time to plug your YouTube channel, right? They're all yeah, on there. Yeah, just a little over 300 of them, I think 325. And that's all licensed games, so I'm, I'm right around the halfway mark, which is kind of cool, I found. Yeah, 2,000 Crab someone, Master. Uh, a friend of mine, someone on my uh, Twitter account, um, just made like a random comment someday, like, had, like, did anyone ever finish Jaws for the NES? <laughs> and uh, just, you know, kind of, kind of making that comment of like, geez, like, how many harpoons do you have to throw in <laughs> before he dies? 
And uh, uh, I, I just replied with the link to the Krabby's video of completing it. And he was like, thank you. I didn't think anyone had ever done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when I remember beating Deadly Towers yeah. as a kid. And people were just like, holy crap, you beat Yeah, that, that one's got quite a reputation to it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how. It's been too long ago. But I remember because I even took a Polaroid of the final yeah. screen. Because <laughs> that's what you did back then, you know, so you could prove yeah, it, right? Polaroid. And then you sent it in a Nintendo Power and said, hey, look at my high score. I was going to, but I didn't do it on that one. So I do have a rejection letter from, <laughs> or like a thank you letter from like Nintendo, like where I send in a score or something. It's one of those thank you for sending in your blah, Sorry, blah, you blah. Didn't make it into the book type thing. <clears throat> I didn't, but that's cool. You know, I've got it still in my collection. It's fun. Um, Okay, so this next one, I don't know if you guys, I am bad about this one. This next, yeah, are we talking about peripherals? Are, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm bad about it. I, I buy all kinds of junk. I guess probably. Um, I have like twenty percent of what you have. Yeah, I like doodads and little add-ons. I don't know why that. Oh, is. so oh, let me let me clarify. I don't mean I own twenty percent of the things you own. I mean I have twenty percent of the peripheral <laughs> sickness that you have. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so so like I know you buy like everything. <laughs> if it's um, cheap there, enough, yeah. There's a there's a handful of things that I really do want for like little to no reason because they're ridiculous or quirky or weird, like the laser yep, scope. I want a laser scope. Too. Um, I I want. I want a Konami laser. Somebody's selling one of those boxes. I think on Racket Boy. Uh, oh, really? I'll have to go look. I think so. Um, but uh, but and and like you know, uh, we mentioned before, the Miracle Piano. Like that's actually you know like decent enough where I'd probably like fire it up and see what it was like. But like I know you guys both have a yep. U Force. Oh yes, the U. But you like? <laughs> I that do. Thing, I don't right? think Duke. No, does. it's yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> it's not. It's not good at all. That's not the point. <laughs> but 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 you need to, but you need to have it on the shelf. I, especially the NES, I've got some weird sickness to where if it's a weird, goofy peripheral I've never seen before, and I can get it for a decent price, I'll buy it. I mean, I've got these joysticks that are horrible. I mean, they're just terrible. <laughs> I'm a lot uh, different when it comes to peripherals. I only need them if they're required to play a game. So, like, I need a power pad because there are games that require it to play. I need a zapper. I need a, what else do I need? I need a power glove. You know, I, I don't need the U-Force. I don't even have an NES Advantage because I don't need it for anything. I mean, I will... Okay, because this is almost a little fun for me, too, because... That, that's surprising. There's not as many people that like to do that, so I can kind of troll eBay when I'm oh, bored yeah. and sometimes find these things dirt cheap. Yeah, there's... there's a, I've heard that for... I forget who the other peripheral collector is. Speedy like NES. The, the big one. He's huge, yep. yeah. Yeah, I, I could... I couldn't. I couldn't think of his name, but like, yeah, like, and I think, I think people have, have talked to him and other uh, the other few peripheral people. It's like, yeah, like when there's only like a half dozen people who are hardcore peripheral, like you can get away with murder on some yeah. of these eBay auctions. Yeah, I've bought big sets of stuff for very little. There um, are a few and exceptions. I have like Duke mentioned the laser scope. You don't you don't need it to play uh, Laser Invasion, but it would be cool too. Uh, but I I really really want yeah, yeah. A, a NES hands free controller. I think those look awesome. Oh, that's some, that's bucks. some bucks. Yeah, there's not a lot of them floating around, but yeah. I think it would be so awesome to play something with that. To me, one of those is about as far-fetched as the Zapper Scope. <laughs> I'll probably never have one of those either. Because those things sell for a I don't know lot if, of money. 
I don't know if I know the zapper scope. It's an it's a, an accessory. It's a, literally a scope that fits onto the zapper. And you, you, they so sell can lay down and are, snipe those ducks instead of just putting <laughs> your gun up to the screen. Are you you're not talking about the the quick shot? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the oh that little it's the like scope. that little gray thing. Yes. That little. Do you need it to? Uh, it's a cheap yeah. junky piece of plastic that sells for a ton of money. This thing. Um. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I didn't know that thing sold for. A ton yes, of money. it does. Especially you find them sealed, which you see them on eBay regularly sealed. But yes, they go for some cash. I didn't know Quick that. Shot made all sorts of goofy peripherals, and I still have quite a few I don't have yet. So, I do sometimes when I'm bored, and if I've got a couple eBay bucks built up, I'll just piddle through eBay on my phone or something, and you never know. Sometimes I come across them as oddballs. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I had no idea that quick shot sighting scope. Uh, I mean, it doesn't look like crazy, crazy. I mean, there's like a, a buy it now for 40 bucks, but still 40 bucks for a little scope. Yeah, for a little tiny piece of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's people asking 80. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you find one, you know, good luck. It's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but that's my, I guess, you know, again, that's collecting, right? There is no value or purpose <laughs> to one of those. Yeah. It's not like, oh, yes, this made my, you know, Bayou Billy experience so much better. It's just, you just yeah. do it. You know, you just go, this is neat and quirky, and I don't see that. And to me, it's kind of like, I don't see that anybody has these, you know? So it's kind of a neat, right. unique thing. Like, I would love to have, like, all the different colors of, like, the zipper <laughs> controllers. You know, there's like the hot pink and the green and the, the neon, yellow and yeah. the blue. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if I could find them cheap, I would probably have all the different colors just because why not? So I'm not I'm not a sucker for um, the peripherals, but I am a sucker for like the collector's editions that come with extra little goodies in them, even if they're ridiculous little goodies. Hmm. Heck, I mean, even Connect. I've got to Connect. <laughs> you guys probably don't have that connect. either, do you? You have a connect? I got one. Both yeah, of you do? I got mine early. This kid was yeah. selling it for Oh, I cheap. forgot, Billy. I know you. Yeah, you've got one. That's right. I forgot. But I'd have some kid That's at a gas yeah, station for like care. 40 bucks with two games when it was like brand new. It was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, sorry. That's my weird little thing, I guess. My quirk. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about this next one? I know this uh, next one has got to get it, at least crabby, right? Oh me, yeah, definitely. Do you guys have do you guys have multiple versions of the same I game? Do. <laughs> Abs- yes. I'm not as bad as I used to be. Um uh remember uh I remember rather when I first came to RF because of the checklist initially. Um and I remember just seeing those little like variants listed on the uh, checklist and think like three screw, five screw, <laughs> what is that? Round seal, oval seal? Oh now I get it. There's like different variants of the game. And um, I would never go actively seeking a variant, um, but if I found a different version of a game I already had, I wouldn't get rid of it. So I would have like the three screw, the five screw, the oval seal, the round seal, whatever. And after a little there while, there are exceptions kind of, like, though, right? Like you'll go after bu- the the classic series Blades of Steel or the alternate art Metroid, right? Definitely, yeah. So like the the, the both of those are, are really good examples. I will go after both. And um, the only game that I've gone so far as like to get every single version of it um, is The Legend of Zelda uh, on the NES. Um, I've got like four boxed uh, uh, complete versions. I think versions you're, I think you're missing nice. like seven versions of it. 
And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> there's a guy who's got a list of them on Nintendo Age, and I think there's like 11 or 12 mm-hmm. variations of that. There's yeah. a lot. Oh wow, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got all the ones on the RF Gen checklist. So yeah, he he's got the minor variants. Yeah, RF Gen's got you know like the seals and the the colored shells and stuff. But uh, he's got all of the minor little tweaks to the box art and stuff. It's nuts. Oh yeah, I mean I I probably wouldn't go that crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's I used to have you know like two copies of uh, Paperboy, uh, two copies. You know, like I had like two box copies of a whole bunch of different games, and I was like, you know what? It's really not that important to me, so I I, I put them on the sale list. Um, but uh, I'm I'm a I'm a zero greatest hits guy. Um, I know some people, you know, I have the greatest hits games, like for you know whether it's for variant or they don't mind greatest hits, but I don't allow platinum greatest green label <laughs> whatever var- uh, games uh, into the. Game. I I will, but That's then fine. I'll like upgrade them when I can find a black label. Yeah, I'm that. The, I'm the only that exception way. is the only exception is sealed. Um, I did come across a sealed greatest hits uh, Xeno Gears, um, so I picked that up, and that was just for a resale because I already had a black label copy. But uh, uh, a sealed uh, Xeno Gears, even greatest hits, yep. uh, that's a good buy. Yeah, I'm like Krabby. Uh, you know, if I want to have the game and all I have, or I get a good deal on greatest hits, I'll do it. But yes, if I have the opportunity to to change it over, I will. Isn't that weird? Is it? I mean, when you stop and think about it, does it just strike anybody else as just that's just plain why it's the same stinking yeah, thing? Th- that's. I mean, to, like we we talked about earlier about uh, how how important like the box art and the look of the game is, and I feel like that green label or that platinum hit label like it, it really does throw some people. Um, Nintendo didn't do a terrible job in the N sixty four generation by just like kind of putting that like seal on it, the the platinum seller, the million. Uh, I think they did okay with the Wii Nintendo Selects too, because the spine is still yeah. good. Yeah, the it front like, is super ugly. Out. It's yeah, just got like a little point on right. it. But there, well, a few. There's um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, there's a couple that have reversible inserts. So that you can actually flip it around, so the Nintendo selects right. uh, doesn't have to show. Now, which is kind of nice. To me, the gravest offenders are Xbox 360 and PS3 because they have different colored, like yes. plastic cases. Yes. Cases, yeah, that's terrible. Uh... I, I don't know who, like, and I know the marketing part of it. Like, there, there's a person like who made that decision who is thinking. We just want to make it really because the people who they're marketing to are not the people no. who know about this game. They're the it's the the parents who just walked yeah. into a store, they're yeah. buying a system, and they want to buy like and four they want to know you know hundred thousand people have loved this game and bought it. Stuff. It's going to be and, decent, yeah, at least. Yes. So so that's who they're marketing to, but I mean they like I wonder if anyone at that company knows. That they are hurting sales from the other demographic by by I, that. And Duke knows this. I've passed different. on about a dozen of those stupid red box dead spaces, waiting yeah. for a black label one. Well, I've got I've got yeah. one here for you. So, um, because so, people used to come into Best Buy and they like, you buy a PS3 and they were like, okay, like like what games are great? And you would kind of walk them through the aisle and be like, oh, this is really cool. What what kind of stuff should you get into? Blah blah blah. And like, but after like a little bit, they just wanted to browse around. You would inevitably say, "Okay, like you see all these red cases; those are kind of like their their best yeah. sellers, greatest hits." So like, you know, and they're not and they're not expensive. So that's they they're doing it so they stand out. To people now, do you guys ever 
you know, buy multiple copies of a game because you really love the game. You just pick it up whenever you can for cheap, just because it's it's awesome. I've done that with NES <laughs> games, before. but so, but to like keep, not to like flip, to like keep them on the shelf. Um, usually I have the intention to keep them, and then I eventually <laughs> flip them because I go, "This is dumb." I, I yeah, I can't think. Of, I mean, like if I have a box complete Contra, you know, say I love Contra and I love yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, if I found box copies of those, I would totally sell them <laughs> like as soon as possible, like. Like I said, the only game I've done, I've done that with, and I'm not even really sure why, is Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda for the NES. Maybe because, you know, like, Grey Label, or sorry, Grey Cart, Gold Cart, uh, and just because that game is such, like, a big deal uh, in my, my Zelda career. It's, like, what got me into it. It's like I really actually do enjoy the minor box variants and cart variants, but I can't imagine just grabbing, like, three, four, five copies of the games. I love mm-hmm. that game. Exactly. Know, I, ha- I have done I mean... <laughs> like like Dead Space, I've got the PS3 and 360 versions of that, uh, and because the PS3 one was cheap at a yard sale, and I'm like, this is a great Boy, game. Nice. And for so 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 real quick, but so so you have the 360 and you have the PS3 version. Yes. Let's say tomorrow you go to a garage sale and you find Dead Space 3 two black label for two dollars. Yeah, I'd probably still buy it again. <laughs> and now let's say you go to another garage sale and you find another one for four dollars. Four dollars is maybe a little high. <laughs> $2? If it was a $2 again? Maybe. Maybe I will. I don't know. Okay, at, at what point, at what number of Dead Space 3s do you stop purchasing them to put them on your shelf? Well, that's the thing, is I would probably take them home and go, okay, I got a good deal, and then realize, okay, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then sell them. But at least in my head. See, what happens, the conversation goes in my head, oh, this is a great game. It's so cheap. And so there's part of my brain that understands, even if I don't want to keep this, I can make money. When I when I used right. to play a lot of Magic cards, people would have they'd bring their trade binders to trade cards in between games, and a lot of people it wasn't too uncommon to like flip open their binder and the whole first page, which would be you know nine cards in a binder sleeve, um, would be the same card, and it would be because it's one of their favorite cards. They'd have a deck built around Force of Will, so they'd have nine Force of Wills in the front there, and they, they, they would just be like their show off page. I kind of have that with some games where, I, if you look at my small scores recently, I. I own 11 copies of Sin and Punishment right now. Oh, whoa, what? Game. And it, it's, I'm like $3 Crabby. and it's sealed. Give me all of them. So I bought all, all right, of them from <laughs> EB Games, both EB Games in town because they were so cheap. All right, Crappy. I remember seeing that post and, and, someone's, and the, some people started talking like, do you think the value is going to go up? And I, and I said like, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it's too terribly uncommon. It's a good game. I mean, it's. Uh, I just uh, love Sin and Punishment. Uh, I'm like, I mean, three dollars. Give me all your Sin and Punishment for three dollars. Okay, <laughs> they're sealed. Crabby, do me a favor. Then you're sending me a package, right? Can you send me a Sin and Punishment? I don't have. Oh yeah, that I one. can work something out there. And then, like, uh, okay. like I really love Brutal Legend. So I've got both. I've got a copy on both systems, and then I've got the signed one that Bill did for me. So I've got three copies of that one too, and I, I have no plans to ever get rid of any of them. Yeah, I can see it. It's sometimes it, it's when the price is right. I mean, see, so Krabby did the same thing. He went, "Wow, this is so cheap and so good." But right? I haven't yeah. had that moment where I'm like, "Oh, that was but... stupid." Yet <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably get there once you go. Oh, okay, these are set. Once the price already starts going back up, right? Won't you go? Okay, maybe I should just sell yeah, these. Maybe maybe one. <laughs> and actually, and that, if you have ten copies, to, uh... I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> And that connects to the the next uh, little uh, bullet we had was uh, buying games, <laughs> and th- this is one that's a gray area. 
uh, or like, you know, kind of a weird one for me, like buying games because they are cheap. Now, for me, um, again, when you're talking about a subset you're working on, a collecting goal you're working towards, like, I get it. Um, for something that I have no interest in collecting, like for like the big one the last uh, couple of years has been uh, Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> so Duke Nukem Forever came out. It w- it was what it was. You either like it or you don't like it. There's people on both sides of the argument. Not important. The the important part to me is like it, it like immediately like, kind of like everywhere at the same time. It just became like a five dollar game. And I read so many people Guilty. that were saying like Guilty. like oh. That game is probably like I would never play that game in a million years. Oh, it's five bucks. <laughs> sure, I'll buy it for five Guilty. bucks. Guilty. If I if I'm buying a game specifically to play it, and I know I'm not going to enjoy it, there is zero. There, there's there's no amount of money that you can drop your game to that like if you if Duke Nukem Forever was one dollar, and again if you like the game that's great. Like I'm glad that you like it. For me personally, I know that I wouldn't like it. I played a little bit of it. If your game if that game was one dollar. There's still no way I'm buying it. Really? I love EB Games yep. when they do these little uh, like spring cleaning sales and they put like a whole bunch of games in a bin and they're all five bucks or less. I will grab anything I don't yep. know that's like less than five bucks <laughs> because I'll at least try it. Like I've I've had a lot of stinkers. Like I got the sure. Xbox Hobbit game and I got Conan on the PS3 from there and they're horrible. But you know, every once in a while you find those gems and I feel it's worth sludging through all that crap to eventually find the find the good ones. I will agree. If if a game costs as much as like a hamburger, that's like okay. You know what I mean? It's this go is buy, nothing. Go, go buy go, go buy a hamburger. <laughs> no, this, you just go. This is nothing, right? <laughs> this is an insignificant amount of money. Right, but I mean, it, you're right. Like that one purchase is insignificant. But if you do this like every week, well, I don't for like for like a summer. Well, I'm not saying you do, but like you know, a lot of pe- a lot of people who like who like they'll say to me. Oh, you should totally buy this game, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad okay, price, okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Steam sales, <laughs> Bill. Steam sales. Steam sales, Bill. Okay. How many cheeseburgers yeah, could you have eaten with your Steam sales? Yeah. How many Steam games do you have that you bought because there was a deal on them and you don't care for them? Let me. I'll tell you that right now because <laughs> I have them sorted. <laughs> do, do you um, have like the crap list? I have. What do you, what do you name that list? Well, no, I, I. The, you can you can create categories for your game. So I have arcade, classic, completed games. This is like the the category. Like so, I have and then uh, and I have regular games list. So the games list are ones that I want to play, and when I complete them, I move them to the completed. So it's kind of like a checklist. Um, so completed games, indie, uh, Mac because the, the there's actually they actually have a separate install for certain Mac games. So I just separate those. Then I have a list that's called not that indie. <laughs> And then I have like my full games list. So in the not that into list, there are about forty five. Out of hundred and ninety, you said that I. Yeah. So almost I uh, a quarter, of, them, a quarter yeah. of your library. Oh, we, we don't need to go into percentages. <laughs> yes, we so, do. But 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 the but the reason is like, so there's, there's a few reasons. Um, the humble the humble bundle. So uh, again, humble, price, like, yeah. right? Buying games well, yeah, you but, don't so, want. Yeah, but, no, but, so if I bought yeah, like no, the, to, the Journey Flow Flower like, combo disc for yes, a buck and I didn't like two of the games on it's it, a, wouldn't that be the same thing? It's a group of games. It's a group of but, games. But no, like what, what, so what I'm saying is like, oh no, it's, uh, uh, well, the Journey Flow Flower bundle is three one games. Game. No, it's one game. Yeah, that's what I mean, but isn't that like a humble bundle? If I get it for cheap, I'm getting several games, even though I only want one. I don't like the others. How is that different than getting a humble bundle? 
because with the humble bundle, like, so the, the point was like knowing going in, okay, this isn't good, but I want, but I want, like, it's a low price, so I'm going to buy it anyway. So a humble bundle, if there are like, you know, end up being like 10, like sometimes there's like 10 or 12 yeah. games in this thing. And some of these games sell for like five to seven dollars each. So it's like, well, I want five of those games. This is still the so same I'm thing. I'm literally paying. <laughs> no, I'm literally paying for the yeah. five games that I want. And then there happen to be seven. So games how is that, that different? If I spend also. a buck on like Tato Legends to... on the Xbox and I get right. like twenty games and I only want five of them, We're, but but you're not but you're not talking about a collection. You're talking about buying Duke. No, Duke no, I'm talking about a collection a dollar, now, knowing that you're not going to like it. Okay. Oh, they're the same. So this, to me, yeah, so, so is rationalizing. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you're doing here, Bill. This is just rationalizing the same behavior. Well, that's because it's that, that's because it's rational. <laughs> no, I, when you rationalize, you tell rational lies. <laughs> you guys, I get it. Word there you go. <laughs> but look, you did it because it was a deal, right? And you said <laughs> no. Oh, come on. <laughs> did it because he hates cheeseburgers. Yep. But there is, a, I mean, like like when I went to that pawn shop, right? They said 360 mm-hmm. games. Buck. I didn't care. I mean, I've got like games that I probably will play. I played maybe once. But they were a dollar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, what do I care? It's well, yeah, a dollar. So, but so even in that, in that, so you know how you, so okay. So let's say they had games that were a dollar, right? Let's say they had like 60 of them. You still looked through the games. They probably did. It shows the good ones. No, I, we, you bought, didn't ta- we bought like about <laughs> everything. Uh, between me and him, so, between yeah, me and him, he plays but, a lot more sports stuff. You, so he bought, he bought most of the sports. you looked through the games though, right? Like you looked through Yeah, them. so we wouldn't get like because multiple if, copies of the same game, yeah. Okay, so, but you literally bought a copy of every single thing that Just about. <laughs> Just about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would buy... Because know. he likes I mean, he likes sports, so most of the ones that were sports, if they only had like a copy that was like here, just here's sports. I don't care. And most of the ones that weren't sports, I'm like, oh okay, pfft, I'll take some of those if he didn't want them. And we probably between the two right. of us bought sixty games. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe it's just my maybe that has less to do with like the price and more to do with the fact that it's current gen for me. Um, and maybe because I have like you know my backlog comes into it at that point too. Like even if if I can get like ten you know kind of current gen games for like three or four dollars each, I, I'll almost never do it. Just partially because I don't collect part and partially because I have such a big current generation uh, you know list of games that I want to play that might have something to do with it. Um, but like the 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 thought that the first thing that comes into my head is the reason I wouldn't do that is because you know if it's a game that. I, I know I'm not going to like. There's no amount of money you can make that. How do you know you're not going to like it if you don't it. try it, though? Yeah, well, you said you played that one before, but that I did a, game, play, you, a yeah. game you've never played, yeah, you played just the demo. feel like you're not going to like. Even if it was a buck, you wouldn't give it a chance? Uh, it, yeah, even if you like, remotely, and you just, it's a dollar. To, it, it depends on the game. Like like you said, like sports games, almost zero chance. Sure. Like, if it's a copy of, like, Cyber Tiger, no. Um, but you love golf, it's, though. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> I love certain. I, golf I thought games. you loved all <laughs> golf games. Like, yeah, see, it it really depends on, on the game. Like, uh, uh, if it's like a disc only, and if it's like a dollar, and if it's something that I have like just the, the the most remote passing interest in maybe trying, even if it's just to know, hey, I want to find a complete copy of that later. Then yes, but I wouldn't. You know, if, if there's like a bin of like you know discs that are like a dollar each. 
I wouldn't buy a ton. I would buy like maybe a you, handful. You're so crazy. Just to try. So let's quantify entertainment value for a minute, right? Just let's okay. let's say like a movie, right? Movie, let's say it's two hours and costs ten bucks, right? I, I absolutely do not equate time to entertainment value. Agreed. But I'm saying you would pay would you pay for a movie you like to see, a two hour movie like ten bucks? Sure. Okay. All right. So I, I, just, I just paid I just paid more than that for uh, Star Trek. I would Trek not. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Okay, but too let's just <laughs> let's just do a math problem for a minute, right? So okay, so what you've okay. equated there is you feel pretty good about five dollars for an hour's worth of good entertainment, right? Is is, uh, is and, yeah. So okay, it even and I'm still at even <laughs> at even the chance even the chance of having an hour's worth of entertainment for one dollar. You wouldn't take that is, chance. Well, is 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 the chance of winning Powerball worth a dollar every week of okay, your life? Okay, the odds of winning Powerball and the odds of maybe this is a good game are so far <laughs> apart; it's not even worth talking about. De- dep- depending, dep- if you're talking about two <laughs> pretty close. All right, I think we're just having an argument for argument's sake at this point in time. But no, I, I absolutely see what you're talking about, and like honestly, like when you when you try to rationalize it with actual. Uh, you know, real life ration. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's it's you know, is it worth one of my dollars to find out if I might maybe like this game? Uh, at the end of the like, if I bought that game and didn't like it, I wouldn't be really upset that I lost that dollar. You know, it it was a buck. Right, it's a dollar. It, I would, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I don't know. Like, I I just I have a hard time buying like you know tons of you know, cheap games that I am, I have no insight on whether or not I'll like them. Like, uh, it, it scares me. Really? Yeah. But you're sitting on 40-something Steam games that you'll probably never touch, that you bought. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> moving through. Like, I, I, it's the same thing. Like, you know how we talked about how uh, I, uh, I had all, I, I was collecting Nintendo for so long and so, like, you know, I was going so strong at it for a while and I was like, wow, I haven't played these things in a while. I've really slowed down my Nintendo collecting to be able to play a lot of them. Uh, same thing with Steam. Like I like uh, I've passed a lot of sales in the last uh, uh, handful of months because I actually have a, a list of like okay this is the next game or the next like five games I'm gonna play. And uh, even if I like you know want to fire up something I'm like nope I gotta I want to try to stick the list and try to get through these things. And I'm also um, I don't like playing games just because they're in my library just because they're on a list. If I'm genuinely not having fun with the game. I will stop playing it, and I'll possibly revisit it at a later time. So, like, uh, uh, the games that are in this not-that-into list are games that I have fired up, tr- like, started playing, and I just said, uh, like, maybe it's not for me. Um, and those are a lot of, like, what I, what like, what you guys are talking about, like, the Fear collection. I bought all of the Fears for probably, like, $5. Um, heard good things about them, some people like them. I played Fear 1 for, like, a couple hours, and I was like, I understand why people like it, it's not for me. So I put it in that not that into list, and maybe I'll go revisit it. Um, but uh, so so crabby then. But you, games for a buck. Are I'm you in. in? I'm always in. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, because even I'm if there's the possibility in. that you I'll can enjoy it, it's a dollar, right? Yeah. I'm not picky. Yeah. What, what do I have to show if I have a hamburger? <laughs> I just gotta run an extra I'm twenty minutes on the treadmill the next day <laughs> with the game. You know, right, I, it's I like, got oh, a game. I can sell it for a buck. I'm sure if I hate it. Yeah, or you know, just don't buy a Coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who cares? I I care. <laughs> Bill cares. All right, Bill cares. I even uh, buy cheap games with and I'm, this I'm, 
express intention of not playing them sometimes because they're a dollar. I have I'm right now I'm looking at a copy of Master of Illusion on the DS on my shelf. I bought it for a dollar yeah. because it comes in a big box, cardboard box, and it's got a sealed deck of cards in it. And I thought that was really cool. I'm never going to open it. It's like it, it's not even a game that like, teaches you card tricks. I would probably yeah if somebody had complete DS game even yeah. like a dollar even if I didn't know. Right next to it's like Cookie Monsters like Counting Carnival or something. It's got this cool little fat stylus thing it came with and a cardboard case again. Bought it for a buck. Never gonna play it. But I do have a limit. So I do have a limit for some reason. I don't know why. Like the the used game store I go to, Game Exchange, they have Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. They're all a dollar. Doesn't matter what it is. And they have like a whole wall of these buy things. Buy them out. But I don't bother to. I don't bother to go pick up the ones I don't. Well, have. Why don't you just bundle them and then get them cheaper? Fifty cents is that the limit? I'm sure, if you get ten, he'll drop it down a bit. I don't know. I guess maybe if I said, look, screw it, I'll buy every one I don't have. Can yeah. you do me, you know, 40 cents a pop Go or for something? It. But, you'll, you'll bring a $10 uh, bill in with you and you'll end up leaving with a whole bunch of new Atari games. It's awesome. You know, I just realized, you guys, I'm actually, uh, I totally, like, when I put these games into that not that into label, I mislabeled a whole bunch from that I meant to put into indie and they dragged into yeah, the wrong yeah, one, yeah. so... There's actually not whatever. Sure, nice try. Bill. I'm leaving. I'm leaving Deus Ex Invisible War in there because I don't think it's good. Whatever yeah, you say, played it yet. Here, I'll get. Try. I'll get you the updated. Trying, trying to get, try to make yourself feel better. There you go. I already. I'm telling myself rational lies. <laughs> there you go. So Krabby. Um, so like, I know you don't really care much about 2600 at all, no, right? Um. What's his name? Banana's been pushing me into it, and uh, it's grown on me. So would you, at a buck a piece, buy 26, no matter what it was, would you just buy a 2600 game for a buck a piece? Um, yeah, I might. Yeah. Really? I I, I, def, I definitely would, because I don't have a 2600 yet. You don't have a 2600, Bill? I'm not going after, no, it's crazy, right? All the stuff that I've come across, yeah. I haven't come across a 2600 for a good price. They're at the flea market all the time, but it's like, it's like a system with like 30 games and the guy wants like $125. And it's like, if I knew more about the games, I might know it's if probably that's a good not. or not, but they look like, <laughs> yeah, they, they look like all the games, like they have like Defender all the games Pac-Man that everyone seems and, to have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Defender, Mystical Man, Pac-Man. It's like, uh, it all just seems so common. Yeah. They're, they're huh. quite obscure up here. Um, anything like prior to the N64 is pretty hard to find. So I'd, I'd go for buck for even older stuff like that. Hmm. Well, if you ever want, this shop I got has truckloads of it, and they're a buck a piece. I could probably get a deal if you do want. Let me know. Uh, I don't know why that is. I guess there's a part, I guess because in my brain that I've been around and I played them so long, they were a dollar. I mean, even back then they were, you know, when they were trying to clear them out, they were a dollar. So there's just, to me, it's like, okay, they've got to be less worth less than that. I, I used mean, to be able to buy less, these like, sealed like a for a <laughs> Yeah, you could. Yeah, and to me, so my part of my brain says, look, probably like twenty five cents is probably a good just price for twenty six hundred games. Up, man. Maybe, just, maybe. So, so, so twenty eight games are actually supposed to be in that category. I think, so now. <laughs> it's still a lot. I will, I will give you that. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So twenty percent. But a bu- but a bunch of <laughs> but a bunch of them, I really thought I was gonna enjoy. That's okay, but we all have games in our libraries that suck. It's okay. No, I mean, nothing no, we wrong don't. with that. Yeah, we do. We do. 
<laughs> um, I'll be the first to admit. Yep. I bought at some I bought. Sorry, I thought we were going right. to be good. I do have a copy of Final Fantasy XII. I'll admit it. <laughs> do, do you have a copy of I the do. last? <laughs> I, I, I have the guide for it too, and the guide about, like, is uh, like a freaking encyclopedia. You could kill someone with it if you dropped it on them. The thing about that game is, like, I love, I love the artwork. I love the the. I, I yeah. you call it foil, oh, but yeah. it's got like a reflective kind of yeah. type cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little bit. And, uh, I mean, as much as I really <laughs> despise that game, it's a, it's a super Plus, it's not like anyone's going to give you anything for it, so you might as well just keep it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, and if it's, if anyone ever robs my collection, that'll just be sitting there on the floor alone. <laughs> all the great games gone and the last remnant just on the floor. No, it'd be worse than that. They would steal it all and then they would come back and not ring your doorbell and you hear, take this crap back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, we didn't mean to take this. <laughs> I know that you. There's a chance now that we'll get caught, but it was worth it to get rid of this thing. Uh, that's funny. Uh, well, good. Well, um, that's a that's a lot on that topic. Is any anything else that you guys want to bring up about collector versus gamer? That nobody's wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's true. That th- this this. This is an exploration of the differences between, you know, some of the, the two of the main, you know, groupings of uh, the kind of people that you run into doing this stuff. But, I mean, there's going to be people who disagree and have different views on it, but nobody's wrong. No, yeah. absolutely. It's a hobby, right? Enjoy yeah. the parts yeah. you enjoy. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. I, I, I've oh, met good. some interesting good. people, too, that I, I don't even know where to put the slider for them. Like uh, I've I've seen a guy pay three hundred bucks for a sealed and graded copy of River City Ransom so he could tear it open and play it. <laughs> oh, that is so crazy. Well, I mean, and you're uh, so oh, Krabby. We actually should have. Uh, I'm surprised this didn't come up when we talked about like multiple copies of the same game. But uh, you have a sealed yes. uh, Ninja Turtles, and uh, you know just because. Obviously, you love Ninja Turtles. You love that game. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I think game. of that one more as a trophy um, than like part of the game collection. Is kind of a separate okay. entity. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, good. Well, um, as always, and this has been kind of our take on it. We'll love to hear, you know, you as the listener, your feedback and kind of where do you fall in there? Are we crazy? I mean, or would you? Are you with us? You know, um, fun fun conversation. We'll look forward to hearing some more. And um, and and thanks for thanks for checking us out on that. Totally. And uh, hit us up on at CollectorCast at Twitter. Um, let us know if, again. Let us know if you're going to be at Too Many Games in uh, Philadelphia. What? And, uh, and maybe we can. And what day is Too Many Games, games. on? Uh, June June fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. We'll be there all three days, as well as uh, the day before. Uh, so if anyone wants to find a local arcade with us, uh, we'll probably be down for that. Um, also, our uh, show is on Saturday. Uh, we've been bumped to 1 p.m. So if you uh, were planning on coming and uh, checking us out for about an hour, it's going to be uh, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m.
All right. Well, thanks everybody again for listening to another episode of the Collector Cast. We have a lot of fun doing the show, and uh, hope you guys um, enjoy listening as much as we have fun putting it together. Um, uh, as always, taking us out. Uh, first off, want to say thanks. So thanks, thanks, Bill, for for being on the show again. Absolutely, a lot of fun. Um, thanks, Krabby. For crawling out of the snow igloo. Anytime, yeah. We finally finally lost our <laughs> igloos for the summer. We've got to build our uh, our summer um, shelters now. <laughs> Your hovels. Summer hovel. Right. Um, so um, a couple different places you can find us. So um, so Krabby, where can people where can people At find rfgeneration.com, of course. Yes, home base. Um, come chit-chat with us. Um, post your stuff so we can talk about Add it. Add right? as much data as you can to the database. Build build oh, it yeah. up. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can compete against Krabby for the record. I don't have the record. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Bill, where else can people get a hold of us? Uh, CollectorCast.com. Yeah, find all the shows. Uh, at least for right this second, all the shows here soon, as we mentioned before some of those will be kind of moving uh, somewhere else, but um, for the moment you can catch those there. Uh, if you want to chit chat with us, crap, we're we're a couple different places. The Facebook right? and the Twitter. We are yes, we are on Facebook and at CollectorCast on Twitter. So very good. And um, where else can people find the show, Bill? Uh, I get the show on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we we uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show. We super appreciate. Uh, uh, all of the uh, people who take the time to uh, write a quick review or just give us uh, uh, some stars—it uh, just—it helps other people find the show, um, and it helps us, uh, you know, kind of show up higher on the uh, search uh, uh, threads when people are looking for a podcast. So, uh, even if you just take a few seconds, a couple stars, and let us know what you think, uh, that helps us out. Certainly. Can um, can people find us elsewhere, Krabby? YouTube. Yes, <laughs> the mighty YouTube is always the yeah. fave. Yeah. Yeah, I can grasp YouTube. Um, I don't don't quite grasp Twitter yet. <laughs> People can also find us on the Stitcher Smart Radio app, right? So Stitcher.com yeah. forward slash uh, RF Generation. You can use that promo code as well. So we're on there, the Collector Cast. Take us out on Stitcher. And uh, I think we're still on Podcast Pickle. That's <laughs> where <laughs> <laughs> so we get all our downloads, right? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, why don't we mention that one first? Uh, maybe we should next time. So, um, so very good. Thanks everybody for listening to another show, and um, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>